I'm your host, Errol Marks, my co-host, my co-hosts, Joshua Silverberg and Mr. Speedy Petey. Remember, you can listen to our show every single Wednesday and Thursday at 9 p.m. You can call us at 631-965-4990. And ladies and gentlemen, you can go to our app, iOS, which is WWSRN or Android Worldwide Sports Radio Network. What's going on, Speedy? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Oh, how, what's now, going on, everybody? My name is Brady Brady. <laughs> what, am I a mouse now? You, you, you sound like it sometimes. <laughs> you're, you're really obnoxious, Speedy. How are you, Joshua? This Islander game got nasty, huh? In like two seconds. Thank Crap God. Root, man, they got like 12 guys in the box now. It's about time. <laughs> uh, let's make this a little bit more interesting to watch, okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, Errol will put, Errol will put Varlamov in the penalty box if he had the choice. Oh, you damn right I would. Uh, Varlamov is man. terrible. Can't, can't complain. Everything's good. Everything's the same, same old. There's no Met game tonight, thankfully, so that's always a blessing in disguise. And uh, there's that, so it's all good. There is a Yankee game tonight, so there's yes. a lot of... Uh, well, no, they already played. Well... That's what I mean. There was a Yankee oh, game tonight. You are a smart ass too. Oh, I said you're really, you're, you're really, you're really, you, you guys are, you guys are obnoxious. It goes from Speedy PD to you, two obnoxious if we're morons. Obnoxious, and what are you then? I'm a jerk off. Okay, <laughs> I'm a jerk off. That's you're actually right. watching this ridiculous game. This is this. I'd say this, and I'm. We'll get into hockey a little bit later. But Volamov is absolutely horrendous. Why? I understand he had a great playoff run last year. Volamov isn't the same goaltender he was last year. And you saw the bad goal he gave up the other night. Why isn't Sorokin in the net? It doesn't make sense. Distance, by the way, well, this is not with this penalty box stuff. This is not social distancing. Well, good for Just them. Out. What do you want <laughs> them to wear? Masks? How about you put Speedy? How about we? I just think it's funny. I make the joke all the time. How about we just throw Speedy's underwears? His tidy whities over the you know oh, over the glass. The and, box then. No, they'll be running out of the penalty box. I mean, with those smelly little underwears, but. Uh, I, I That's mean, if he has any on. That's if he has any on. That's well, he does. I do, Josh. That's the debate. I Today he does. Today he does. But uh, it could be a debate wars kind of question. Well, by the way, shout out to Chaz. He is on the feed right now. It's Snug the Cat. Meow. Uh, the guy. The two that, California representatives. Yes, two California representatives. One from Saki and the other one from uh, San Diego. 
San Diego. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> no, no. What did they say in Anchorman? San Diego. Yeah. San Diego. China. <laughs> and we're That's live on Instagram, by the way. We are actually live on Instagram. So me and Speedy are live and in color on Instagram. They can see my green screen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you. We were going to have Mark Kelly on the show today. What? <laughs> <laughs> I certain somebody scared him off. <laughs> I'm sure he'll have some reason to scare somebody else off tonight. But, oh, uh, boy. A shout out to Jeff from Tampa, Mr. Onion Peeler. Jeff Onion Peeler. Yes, Mr. Yes, Mr. Onion Peeler. But uh, we have a great show lined up for you. We're going to get into some football, as you guys know. Uh, there might be a wide receiver. Yes, a wide receiver on the move to a team not expected. Okay, and I will get into that a little bit later. Uh, we have the New York Yankees and Corey Kluber, a no-hitter. The first Yankee to have a no-hitter since, do you guys know? Does anybody know? The last Yankee. David Wells. Well, David Cohn. How's that? Oh, yes. I would have said David. I always say David Wells because that was the one you and the the Pitt uh, baseball coach that we had on last year, Jerry Oaks. The same coincidence that your birthday boy and the same perfect game. You guys are both funny, though. When you think about it, there's only been three teams that have been no hit this year, and there's been six no hitters, right? (laughs) The Indians, the the. Rangers. Mariners and the Rangers. Yep. <laughs> so well, if you play those, if you play those teams, you're in great shape. We're we're in great shape, especially when Speedy's wearing underwear. I, I mean, we're in great oh, shape when that happens. I mean, seriously, uh, when are you going to actually go and get a Brazilian waxing? I think you need one. I mean, <laughs> I'd be like the forty year old virgin. Uh, could you imagine that? I, could you imagine Speedy? By the way, the Islanders just scored. Uh, it's three three. So uh, there we go. And it was Bolivia. <laughs> The guy that finally scored a goal this uh, playoff. Last year, I think he had 11 goals. Finally, he gets his first goal of the playoffs. And it was a good goal, by the way. Right through the legs. Right through the wickets. Right through the wickets. Right through the wickets. So, uh, by the way, uh, your pal over there is hanging out over there, probably having a heart attack. Uh, You know who I'm talking about. Big, you know, uh, big uh, munchkin. We call him the little munchkin, okay? Because he he looks like one of the... He's he, there. He does look like he's from the Wizard of Oz. You know that? When I when I see him. Oh, he sounds like it too. We so represent the lollipop kids. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think Oz, everyone at Oz would would see him like, eh, you're not worthy. You know what's funny? When I knew when Pittsburgh went up three to one and going into I said I always say the worst lead you can have in hockey is always a two goal lead. Teams always get they get too complacent, they get too content, especially on the road. Now they're just trying to play keep away. They're not trying to put their foot on the gas and end this thing. And you knew that I knew this was going to happen in this game. And once the Islanders started fighting with Pittsburgh, I said that's it. Well, the the Islanders are a fighting team. That's what they do. I knew the Islanders Islanders were going up here. We go again. There we go. It's the Islanders are pissed. Again, the oh, Islanders are pissed. <laughs> Let's have the entire team in the penalty box. And the whole team's going to be. In the scrum Barry Trotz is the next one to go to the penalty box. <laughs> yeah, battle, really. battle of the healthy scratches. All, all the all the rest of the roster can fight it out for the rest of the ten minutes. In, in Tampa, Florida, you're going to get the you're going to get overtime. If five five, you're going to get overtime. It's uh, Vasilevsky's first bad game in how many years in the playoff? In the, in, 
How many in, in years? The I, I mean, Vasilevsky is a great goaltender, but I, in the big game, finally he won the big game because over the years when he – I was just going to say, don't say he can't win the big game. I, he won it last year, okay? <laughs> he won it finally last year. But before that, he a lot of people said he couldn't win the big game. When he was a starter, yes. But remember, when Ben Bishop got hurt at certain times in the playoffs in 2015 and 2016, Vasilevsky had some big games for them too. But he didn't win the big game. When it came down to it, winning the big game, he couldn't well, he play. Just, a, he didn't play no, in a couple. No, wasn't also either. Tampa as a whole, as an outlier, as their entire team team just wasn't clutch. That's no. what it condenses, right? Well, this year, they're actually the favorites are coming out of the East. Some people are right. saying that, but a lot of people think the only team that can beat them in the Eastern Conference is the Islanders. That is what I've been... Uh, and I'm not just saying that. Why, why do you think that? First of all, why are you making noises? Why? Because you're a Ranger fan? I'm just no, telling you... No, what... because it's so funny. When, I, when I'm ever complimentative about the Mets, you call me a homer. I'm not, but... I'm not being a homer. No, no, Speedy, on, what, Speedy, what did I tell you before no, the show started? What did I game, tell you? He's the John, the Jets. What did the, I tell you? You know the what? Islanders. You know what? Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Great, everything is great. Speedy, am I wrong? Maybe I should mail your. Teams? Maybe I should mail Speedy's underwear to your house so you can no. put it over your mouth. Okay, no. Josh, you don't, you don't have to. Up. You don't have to deal with that. Now, in the words, see, I tell you what. I say one thing about the Mets. I'm a Met homer, but I did. But everything. So is hold on one second. Hold, hold, hold on one. Hold on one second. You so, really think the Islanders are the only team in Eastern Conference that could beat the Lightning? The, really a lot think. of people. A lot of people are saying. I'm, I'm reading. I've been reading all day long. You always tell me not to read the media. You're so right. <laughs> you're absolutely. You are absolutely right. You're absolutely right. The media is a Our, bunch of hypocritical. I, I want to say a curse on the show. Don't, don't read the media, Josh. Otherwise, Carl will be storming in the comment well, section. <laughs> I will say this, and I never agree with Jeff on this, but Jeff called me in it yesterday with the media scandal. Errol, hypocritical with the media scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't read the media, but I read it, though. I he do. reads it. I know he does. I, of course I have to read it. I mean, if I'm going to come on a show, I'm going to obviously have to know what I'm talking about. Oh, well. I mean, I'm embarking, okay? Embarking on sports radio, okay? You're barking something. I don't know if you're oh! embarking. You're barking. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, oh I just speak the truth here, man. I, I'm not. Oh, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways uh, we have a great show lined up for you guys. As you guys know, we were getting into some football. We have some baseball conversation, basketball, which is a big talk of the town as as the playoffs are slowly but surely progressing. We're going to see the first Sunday round of the playoffs. Game. Uh, in the next couple of days, uh, the obviously the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets are going to be fighting in the Eastern Conference to try to go all the way to the NBA championship. I don't know if the Knicks have a chance, but I definitely believe the Brooklyn Nets do. But um, did you see the Nets? What they were trying to do this morning? What's that? They they can't they. So what they did was for certain sections, they actually had to give fifty percent off of tickets for the playoffs mm. to get people to buy the tickets mm. because. And the reason being is when you look at it, it's a complete joke. James Harden is out there promoting, uh, if you buy the Nets tickets, here's the code. You get 50% off. You're telling me you can't, in a in a, um, in a a smaller capacity, in the Barclays Center, it's the number two seed in the East, is one of the favorites to win the championship. You can't sell out your damn stadium? So you have to give away 50% of your tickets? 
Well, it's Brooklyn. I mean, who wants to go watch the dirty old Brooklyn no, Nets play? I'm just saying, though, dude, it's limited capacity. You can't sell that out. That's mm. sad, man. That's... Do you want to go to a Brooklyn Nets game? <laughs> I'm just, but dude, you can I mean, practically get it for free. <laughs> well, so could I. I have my cousin for sure could get it for me for free. But the point is this. If you can't sell out a playoff series as the favorites, to, as one, arguably the – and you know this. They are one of the favorites. They are the favorites. The NBA. And they can't even sell it out in New York at limited capacity. So they have to give their tickets away for 50% mm. for you to go. What does that tell you about the organization? It tells me that I'm going to be hypocritical and say Mr. Mark should be thrown into jail. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Sean Mark. You know, you know I got a better idea for you to be thrown into jail. You have to attend every Jeff? single Nets home playoff game. <laughs> Let's go Jeff jail. I mean, you he's scared off Mark. Net home playoff game. That's what your kale is. <laughs> well, well, he's scared off Mark. He's scared <laughs> off Mark yesterday. He's probably going to scare off somebody else today, whoever decides to call. <laughs> I mean, he look at it this way. Let, let's be real. He scared off Mark. He's made the beef cry. He offended Jillian last week. I mean, Jesus oh, Christ. He, that was obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, but shout out to Brett Goldstein and Eric Goldstein. So uh, they're on our feed. Well, what is everybody saying, Speedy? Uh, I was about to get that before Josh interrupted me. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. excuse me. I'm sorry. I forgot. Speedy's got to stick up his ass tonight. Everybody. Oh, I like that. Uh, Chaz, uh, Ch- Chaz back in. He gets the team total cash on the New York Islanders and on the Tampa Bay power play. So Chaz making some money tonight. Uh, Snug says Earl is to Speedy's underwear. What NFL insider Adam Schefter is to NFL stories. They're both subject matter experts. Oy, and then oy. Slug also accuses Earl of being the biggest homer since Sports on the Go won. So it's nothing <laughs> new. Uh, Carl Bama Nation is not coming on tonight and tells me they're approaching wrestling antics. Tell Snug to kiss my rear end, okay? Oh, he's taking it personal with kiss this Kiss my guys. rear end. I'll give you Sports on the Go one. I'll give you a hockey stick up your ass. And by the way, by the way, the Pittsburgh Penguins score again. I, could Volamov get pulled already? This well, is ridiculous. You, listen, I, okay, time out. I saw the goal. First off, the guy was in front of the net. There was nobody in front of Volamov to help screen the guy. Uh, play some defense, would you? Uh, Volamov stinks. Barry Trotz okay. here. Let's go, Barry Volamov Trotz. stinks. And if, if Volamov starts in the next game, I'm going to kill Barry Trotz. I got to tell you, you should. Okay, hold on a second. I'm, I'm, here comes oh. another one. Ye- oh, Save. Save! Oh, oh, oh! Somebody got hurt. Uh, who was that? Oh, like, cool really quick! Oh, oh Dobson. Dobson. Noah, Noah Dobson. Dobson. Oh, he's young. He'll get back up. <laughs> well, he is. Yeah. By the way, really just quick, got back up. Really quick. Did, did anybody see? Mm-hmm. I doubt you guys saw this. It, it was very yeah. scary. And this is also. It was a very scary moment. Can't wait for this. Indians game. Can't wait for uh, this. John, John Tavares had to be taken out on a stretcher. What Yippee! happened? Was he, no, it's not funny. Actually, seriously, it wasn't funny. The injury was really scary, mm-hmm. and I. It was. He got hit, um, he got checked, and he was knocked down, and a guy was skating full force and need him square right in the head. Oof. And the trainer was trying to pick him up by his neck. Ooh, I like this. To help this is, him. This is good. No, dude, that's not funny, man. He I'm not laughing. Him. I'm just telling yeah, you. You know what's funny? You say things about with the, What dude, goes around what, comes around, buddy. Dude, why do you wish that on people? What is it? I, I didn't wish it. Hold on one second. Did I wish that John Tavares was going to get? You just said people? what goes around comes around. That's you basically implementing that you're saying. But that's that not a wish. I didn't say I wish John Tavares got hurt. What are you talking oh about? Oh my god! 
dude, if you saw the video, I'm telling you right I now. I look at you all for three hours. I mean, like that. that's enough video that I have to watch, okay? By, the way, by the way, Josh, uh, Carl's oh. already accusing you of rumors again. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Rumor, <Carl>. Bill. <laughs> Carl, oh, Carl, Carl could take this rumor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but... my God. No, but in all seriousness, dude, it was a really nasty hit. Dude. I mean, he had to be taken off of the stretcher, and it was like, it was really bad, though. Like, his eyes were in the back of his head. Like, Ooh. they really, mm-hmm. it was really bad. Should I send him flowers? Should I send him flowers over there in Toronto? Is he going to enjoy that? If you send him flowers, I think he'd take those flowers and probably piss on them. Well, so that's why, you know, one knee goes and the other knee flies. (laughs) I got to tell you, you're asking for bad karma from you, Pally Boy. Well, I've got bad karma. Do you want to know something? Before we get into our sports conversation, today I went to the gym, and I'm trying to slowly get stronger, so I'm doing very lightweight. So I'm going under, we're doing a chest workout, and I'm moving and I'm pushing the bench, I'm pushing the incline bench out of the way not mm-hmm. seeing that the the bar was over my head i bumped the top of my head and almost took my whole head off okay i my neck was like my neck has been hurting me ever since i took a hot shower and i'm doing a radio show so please if you think that john Tavares got the worst brunt of it it's me who got the ver- worst you brunt of video it. yes i mean so i you I, didn't see the video so shut up no i saw the video of me hitting my head on the Freaking wait, okay? I, I'm, I'm in enough pain as it is, all right? And I got to deal with your freaking face for three hours. So thank you. Uh, Slug says, did Earl not accuse all of us being mean yesterday and he's wishing injury on Tavares? Mm. He also says, one of us, one of us, one of us. Earl is wearing the black shirt and the back black hat equals double grouchy. Mm. And Carl says, uh, asks, doing f- lightweight, does that mean you benched Speedy? Uh, yes, it was about Speedy's weight. A, a little bit. I, I was a little. Speedy, how much you weigh? Uh, anywhere between 146 and 155. Oh, you're a paperweight. It fluctuates. I, mean, I would say about, I, I, I didn't max out that much. I, I mean, I was doing lightweight. I'm just trying to get my uh, neck and my back stronger. So it's slowly, it's a, it's a slow pace, Carl. So uh, speedy and looking at, just looking at speedy is, is, is a lot of weight to put on my chest. But anyways, um, I want to get into some basketball conversation. We'll get into football a little bit later and baseball. And we're going to get into hockey as the Islanders will lose this game. Um, <laughs> and we lost Josh, by the way. He yeah. disappears. <laughs> oh, here he comes back. again. Here he goes. Hello, I'm Joshy. Anyways, uh, is he coming in? Nope. Device um. not connected. That is his internet, baby. Anyways, um, I want to get into the basketball. And, and I watched the game the other day. And I, I watched the Golden State Warriors versus LeBron James's L.A. Lakers. And I say LeBron James's L.A. Lakers because LeBron James not only got torched at the end of the game by Draymond Green, which we're not surprised because Draymond Green is a cheap shot waiting to happen. He's always had cheap shots. And you saw after he after he hurt LeBron James, he stood out there, he was laughing, he was giggling. And LeBron James, you can and LeBron James is trying to play the game and and you know what he's trying to do. He's saying that he couldn't see out of his eye. We all know he could see out of his eye. LeBron James made one of the most ridiculous shots with about 12, 13 seconds left of the game. That three-point shot that was over Steph Curry, that was Steph Curry-like. We talk about how great of a shooter Steph Curry is and how great of a three-point shooter. Steph Curry doesn't do it in the big games. We have never seen it done in the big games. LeBron James, we've seen this plenty of times. And LeBron James hasn't been on the basketball court for almost, I don't know, for the last 25, 26 games. He just came back. He really hasn't really gotten his feet feet wet in the game. But 
I was very, very impressed with LeBron James, especially at the end of the game. Taking a shot like that, when, and really, and everybody keeps saying that LeBron James can't hit the big shot. LeBron can't, James can't do this. LeBron James can't do that. LeBron James is a big shot shooter. Now, is he, was he uh, Kyrie Irving when Kyrie Irving did it when, he, when they won the championship with the Cleveland Cavaliers? No, he didn't do it in the championship game. But LeBron James, we've seen him do this in the championship game. We've seen him have triple doubles. We've seen him have 42 points back-to-back games in the championship. The last player to do that was Shaquille O'Neal before he did it. Uh, So LeBron James is a special player. And for anybody to come out and say that LeBron James is still not the greatest player in the league, well, then you don't know basketball, okay? I'm so sick and tired of listening, Steph Curry this and Steph Curry that. Steph Curry is a three-point shooter. And you saw it yesterday when it came to the big game. I don't care how many points Steph Curry had. What do you have, 37 points, 35 points? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many points he scored. You know why? Because they lost the game. It doesn't matter. And I'm not saying Steph Curry isn't special, okay, because he is. He's a great player. But for anybody to put Steph Curry in the same, the same realm as LeBron James, well, you're on damn well drugs, okay, because he's not. There is only one player that you can connect to LeBron James' greatness, and that's the greatest basketball player to ever play the game, and that's Michael Jordan, okay? I'm so sick and tired of people trying to compare uh, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, all these guys to LeBron James. They're not even close. Now, Kawhi is a great player. He's a great two-way player, all right? There's no question that he is. He won a championship. He's the one who knocked off the Golden State Warriors when they had Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson before they got hurt. The first three games they were playing before they got hurt. They got hurt in the same game, Klay Thompson and uh, Kevin Durant. But for anybody to say, anybody to say that LeBron James isn't the greatest basketball player in the NBA still, well, I think you need to hide under your bed and sing yourselves to sleep because this man, when healthy, is unstoppable. You guys have something to say about that? You don't think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player in the NBA? Before, I like to hear this. Before we get to that, uh, to the comments, uh, Carl says rumor hotline went off for Josh. Jeff says bring Mark on live stream to stream his tears. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, shout out to Chaz again. Watching LeBron shot with money line on the Lakers was like, no, did he just do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. I, I thought it was very Kevin Durant-esque, Chaz. Um, Snug says he took the shot because the shot clock was running out. He passionate the paint and it came back to him. Oh, is that, that what it was? Does it make the shot less impressive, Snug? Sorry. Are you kidding me? It just got poked in the eye by Draymond Green. And he, uh, he couldn't see out of the eye. Uh, without Steph, uh, Snug also says, without Steph Curry, the Warriors get blown out. Carl says, Steph Curry holds the record for most threes made in a finals game. Ooh. And in a series, I think that qualifies for a big-level performance. Oh, really? How many MVPs has he won in the finals? Zero. Okay. So we, we're, we've we seen Steph Curry in the finals how many times? Uh, four times, right? Five. Was it five. I'm sorry. They lost five once times. to Cleveland, once to Toronto. Five times in the, stand, in the NBA finals, and he's never won an MVP. Andre Iguodala won an MVP in the finals. Better than the great. And by the way, did they score again? Tell me they scored again. No, that was a replay. Oh, God. I was about to have a heart attack. Relax. Relax what? Why? Because it's not the Rangers? You'd be sitting. Your underwears will be over your head. You'll be biting your jersey. I don't even know if I even be doing the show with you. (laughs) Oh, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, You see what I mean? You see what I mean, guys? What a hypocritical ass over there. (laughs) All right. Why? Ranger lover Wait, what do you mean, why am I hypocritical? What did I say that was so hypocritical, though? If you're going to use these big words for you and your vocabulary. Oh, so you're. 
So you're attacking my vocabulary now. Uh, yes. Yeah. I know you hate that so You're much. a hypocrite. You attack yeah. me because I'm oh, watching the Iowa game. Yes. And I got say something. I say something. And, then, and when the Rangers are not playing. <laughs> when the Rangers are playing, you got your panties up in a bunch, okay? You oh. dumbass. Anyways, going by back. Way, by the way, Carl says uh, you said he didn't make levels on a big performance level, or make shots on a big performance level, Errol. Uh, so I'm Who's proving your Carl. So I'm Carl's proving it. your point wrong. Not saying Steph is the best ever just because he hits on a big level. And also, is, I guess we have a Penguins fan, Ben Lawfrey, in the comments section Uh-oh. saying Penguins you, trophy and uh, medal. Thank you, Pen. Thank you, Ben Pen. Whatever you want to call him. Thank you, Benny. It's Anyways. a Jeff Burner account, everybody. It's a Jeff Burner account. It probably is. <laughs> Who knows, man? It probably is. <laughs> We're rolling out. <laughs> Anyways, going back to LeBron James and that shot. That shot was absolutely ridiculous. That was the best shot in my eyes so far in the playoffs. and Whatever you call this. The playing game, okay? LeBron James. And if LeBron James plays like that, is anybody going to beat the Lakers? Honestly. Is any gonna is anybody gonna beat the Lakers when they're hundred percent healthy and when LeBron James key, when LeBron right? James starts to feel things? That's the key, right? We have to see how healthy they really are. Did they look healthy yesterday? I I don't know. I mean, the game was definitely a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I, look, I I'll give Steph this. Steph at points in that game did carry Golden State to that game as close as it was. Yeah, he I mean, better. He, that he did. He did carry them. He's making two hundred million dollars a year. He better. But he did what he was supposed to do. He carried. Oh, this he, made, he had the two hundred million dollars contract. contract. The point of it is this: if the Lakers are healthy, nobody's being the Lakers. But I don't know how healthy these guys really are. How healthy is LeBron really? I mean, he looks fine, but again, he looks this fine. Game, this game is again accumulating more minutes for him when he needs rest, and then they've got Anthony Davis. Okay. Oh, man, you're snoring like uh, I do when Speedy makes a point. That's mm, funny. Well, <laughs> your, points, your points are dragging, okay? Like, why don't you just spit it out? Let I, it go. I am spitting it out. You told me to like give a an loogie. opinion. I'm giving you an opinion, knucklehead. I'm giving you an opinion. That My opinion is this. If Anthony Davis isn't healthy, they're not winning Dan Diddley squad. You want to bet on that? If you want my opinion, there it is. You want You want to bet on that? You you want to bet on that? No, that's Chaz's show, sports betting. (laughs) (laughs) I think if LeBron James stays healthy with the players that they have and the bench that they have, they have a lot of depth. They're just they have more depth than they ever did last year. Even without Anthony Davis, with a healthy LeBron James, they're going to win it anyways. They're going to win it anyways. And I don't. And I I I, Utah on the road. I do. I do. I I, Utah hasn't done it in the playoffs yet. They haven't gone to a championship yet. So these guys got to do it in the big game. No, they haven't. No, I said they. I said they can beat Phoenix. I said I think they can beat Phoenix. It's yeah. It's, the thing about Utah is I don't know because the thing is with their home court that's the big advantage for them, and they're going to have a full house mm-hmm. in Utah mm-hmm. for those playoff games. That's a huge advantage from the altitude is different. How are these guys and their injuries going to heal up in the altitude and stuff like that? How are they going to feel with their bodies and everything? We don't know, right? We don't know the effect of that. So it could have a hindered. It could have. Uh, it could hinder these guys, but we don't know. The other question, too, with the Jazz is, will Donovan Mitchell come back 100% too? Talk about Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Will he be be able to come back 100%? Because we've seen Mike Conley do well in the playoffs at times. We've seen – Yeah, but that's not enough. They need – No, I know. I know. They need him to be 100%. They're going to be the Lakers. That's what I'm saying, though. They they can't rely on him being a number one option because Gobert has been up and down, and he's not anything special offensively in terms of, like, a well-rounded game. So Mitchell, who we've seen play well in the playoffs, except for the game seven last year against the – or game six, one of the games against Denver last year where he had a dud. He's played fantastic in his entire playoff career. Even before the team really got good, he was 
always doing well in the playoffs. So if he doesn't come back, they're not going to stand a chance either. So the longevity factor is going to be tough both ways if the Lakers and Jazz do end up meeting in the Western Conference Finals. Because now with the Lakers being the seventh seed, it's inevitable. I, I think the Lakers right now are the best team in the in the NBA. And I believe that going and, and, and being that 100%. I don't know if Anthony – and Anthony Davis is going to play hurt anyways. We know he's going to play hurt. So – if even if you don't have a hundred percent Anthony Davis, you still if, if Anthony Davis gives you fifteen, sixteen points and gives you about I don't know five, six rebounds, you're still going to win. And I they're going to come out of the West. I don't think there's anybody in the West that could really challenge them. Maybe Utah, maybe, but Utah hasn't done it in the big game. I have not seen Utah do it. it they haven't gone to a championship game. We Donovan Mitchell's never played an NBA championship. We've never seen uh, uh, what's his name again? Um, Gobert. Gobert. Gobert's never been in a championship. And these guys uh, before they. Made up with each other. They hated each other. So uh, all it takes is one stupid play, one stupid thing one of these guys say on the court, and there could be a brawl in the locker room. We've heard this before. We've seen this before. So, and the Brooklyn Nets, and, and going back to the Brooklyn Nets, I think the Brooklyn Nets have a tremendous amount of talent. When you have Blake Griffin, you have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irvin. That is a talented, talented team. Here's the problem. All four of these guys have never played more than three games together this season. All of them. All of them. I'm talking about with Blake Griffin in the lineup. None of them have played together. Is Griffin with starting all... for them now? I'm sorry? Is Griffin starting for them now, or is he still coming off the bench for them? It doesn't matter. I, he's not, They all haven't played together. James Harden hasn't played with Blake Griffin yet. He hasn't. Okay? So, if anything, all four of them never played together at all this year, except three of them. And Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and, and obviously Kevin Durant, they played, what, seven, eight games together? Games. <laughs> I, I mean, you're going into the playoffs, first of all. you got to figure things out. And we saw this with the Miami Heat. Remember this? The first year with LeBron James, um, uh, obviously um, Wade, and Bosch. Wade and Bosch. They went to the finals and they lost against Dallas. And everybody said, how could you lose against Dallas? Maybe because it took them um, almost a half a season to figure out how to play together. Not only that, they really got destroyed by Dallas. That series wasn't really that close. There were a couple games that were close. That was because of Barrera. Yeah, and I know, but still, Dallas was a four seed. They were nowhere near the most talented team in the, in the Western Conference either. Remember, they went had to go through the Lakers. They had to go through the the Thunder with Durant and and Westbrook and Harden. Those those guys, they had to go through a lot more talented teams. They were not even close to the best team. How did then. the Islanders score this goal? I, I mean, I, I, every time I turn my head, there's another goal. <laughs> it was Clutterbuck. <laughs> I I don't know, man. This game is crazy. No, that no. that was no. They were they weren't they weren't in the crease. That was a goal. No, I know, but I'm saying they might challenge that though. They can challenge all they want. Oh, no, just, I don't know, man. No the, no, the goalie the goalie shoved Sezikas. That's a good goal. Yeah, the goalie did shove Sezikas. It's a goal. That's a good goal. Uh, you <laughs> want it to not be a goal because you're a freaking Ranger fan. So I can give two flying craps. I hate both of these teams. You think I give a damn? Two flying care. craps? You you take flying craps? I've never seen them before. <laughs> I, I, has anybody heard two flying craps? I guess Josh's craps have wings. Uh, it must flying be. craps are your opinion. Maybe we should send the next Red Bull commercial. Maybe we should send it to Jeff. How's that sound? Why don't we send those craps over there to Jeff? Because, uh, by the way, I talked to the Beeve today. Uh, and, oh, boy. That's I, you know, the Beeve, and I'm, I'm sure he's listening to it right now. If he's not, shout out to the Beeve. He told me he can't stand Jeff. He absolutely can't stand well, him. Well, we know that already. No, 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 no. He said he can't stand him and that uh, that uh, it's going to come down to him. He, uh, he said that something is going to happen to him. Okay? So I don't what know do if mean? he – Is this I like a threat? Maybe he's planning a hit. <laughs> it's extremely dangerous. Be... It's on the air and on the record right now. I mean, this is kind of 
dangerous. I don't know. I don't know. But by the way, Ben just says, no, tied 4-4. Yes, it's tied. And so soon to be, hopefully, with the bad goaltending of Alamov, the Penguins are going to win. Take oh, him out. Gonna, he's still going to play next game probably. So. Um, no, he's not. No, he's not. I'm going to bet you. Sorokin plays. Uh, we'll get into hockey, okay? Getting back into the NBA uh, and, and finishing up with the Bur- Brooklyn Nets because everybody thinks that we don't talk about the Brooklyn Nets. They think that we hate the Brooklyn Nets and that I- I'm telling you, I, I mean, get emails. Uh, I mean, do uh, does anyone like the Brooklyn Nets? Really? <laughs> I get. I have gotten three or four emails over the last two days saying, "Why don't you ever talk about the Brooklyn Nets?" No, so brother. I'm talking about the Brooklyn Nets now, and and to me. This is a team that hasn't played together. And they have a rookie coach in Steve Nash. What is it gonna ha- what's gonna happen when it comes down to a three-three series game and you're going into game number seven? And Steve Nash, who's never coached a, a game seven game and never really coached in his life, and by the way, never won anything when he was an NBA player. Okay? What is it gonna ha- what's gonna happen when this team needs to figure out when the game is close in the fourth quarter and it's it's game number seven? Ben with an interesting pick. He has the Bucks over the Lakers in seven games. What in the the championship? NBA finals. Well that means you would have Milwaukee beating the Nets in the second round. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That, that, I, that is, again, with the depth that Milwaukee has, if they have any level of their star power playing well again, that's, it's possible because they have the coaching, they have the defense. So I wouldn't rule that out either. Again, going the, all the way, though, against the, and then beating the Lakers, too. Who, who, if, if they make it that far, they got to be healthier at that point, I would imagine. Mm, I, I, I think that a lot of people don't like the Brooklyn oh, Nets boy. or don't have any respect oh. for the Brooklyn Nets. Are you going to tell me Volamov should be in net? You tell me? You're going to tell me? You're going to tell me? Shut up, you. I'm going to mute you. You're an idiot. You're an absolute jackass, okay? Speed, did I say a single thing? Volamov should be pulled out of this game. Hey, Knucklehead, you have a lot to say on the air. Do you have anything to say, Speedy? He stinks. That's what I'm going to say. He stinks, and I don't want to hear Volamov. He stinks. Listen to me. First off, actually, and Speedy could could attest to this, in on the car ride on the way to your on your way to your party. We no had goal. An argument. No goal. High sticking. Oh yeah. That's... No goal. No goal. That was high sticking. That was over the crossbar. That is not a goal. They I better not. This. Hold on. We had an argument in the car on the way to the on the way to your uh, birthday party. Here we go. Okay. And they counted as. Lyle and I had an argument. Lyle said that the owner should start Varlamov. Speedy, who did I say the owner should be starting? Who did you say? Yes. I thought you said Varlamov, too. No, I did not say Varlamov, knucklehead. Maybe if you were listening, that's not what I said. Uh, okay. Knucklehead? Could, could, you could you just spit it out? Could you just spit it out? In more games that was more consistent this season. All the right. reason why Varlamov had those numbers was because he played less games. Mm. Did I not say oh, that? Oh, that's true. You did. You actually did say that. Yes. I said Sorokin. Uh, well, good. Um, why isn't he in the net then? If, if that's you're... not, I'm not the coach. Well, that's a tie game. Wow. I don't even know how that didn't go in. Did that go in? No. No. Mm-hmm. And the Panthers won in overtime. Well, congratulations Ooh, to wow. the Panthers. What's going on? I feel like I'm at ESPN zone. All right. I don't want to talk about this right now. Could you shut up? The Rangers aren't in the damn playoffs. I don't want to hear your big mouth. I love hockey playoffs, man. Yeah, well, I, I, I love you sometimes until you piss me um, off, okay? I, I love you uh, a very minuscule amount of time. Well, so thank you. I don't I love, love you a long time, that's for sure. <laughs> Ben's back in the comments section laughing and uh, giving the emojis with eyes and popcorn. Jeff says, remember when the hockey game was tied? Mm-hmm. It's been tied many times. Snug says, yeah, go Pens. Like ben says, go Pens. And Jeff says, what a fun time that two minutes were when it was tied. 
Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for sticking it in and making me pissed off. The game's not even over yet. The game is over. That's because of Alamov. He stinks. Dude, it's, they've tied the game like four different times. Yeah, tied it's the game in four different times. Why is the game over? Why is Volamov in the net? He's given up three goals in less than five minutes. He I'm stinks. Not coach, man, I, didn't, I, I agree with you. I said it should be Sorokin in net. Mm, well, I said that. If Sorokin is not playing in game number in game number he three. He will. He'll be in that game four. Yeah, he better. He better. He I, I don't want to see Volamov anymore. Five goals at home. By the way, I would love to hear Lyle's reaction to this one. Lyle was screaming at me in the car that I was nuts for saying Sorokin should be in over Varlamov. He said Volamov should be up for the Vezina this year. Get the fuck out of here. Excuse and my I language. Said <laughs> Get the hell out of here. I, I, I'm an yeah. Islander and fan. Then, and, then I said this, and then I said to you guys in the car, I said, go look at the numbers. He goes, how many games did Varlamov play in this year? Speedy, what was it, 40? Yeah, it was it was 42, I think. Versus, or, how many games or were there total Vasil- in the season? Yeah, no, you were talking about Vasilevsky. And Vasilevsky played 42 games. Varlamov, I think, only played... They only played a little more than half, if I remember Dude, correctly. Dude, Vasilevsky's winning the Vezina. I mean, I it, it, it was, and he's arguing it. And if anybody else is going to try to get it, it's going to be Grubauer from Colorado. Yeah, I mean, he had one of the most insane second halves. Yeah, I think. I, mean, it, it, I think so. Well, and, and then he goes into Crocker. You know we, what? You it know, we went from hockey. We keep going back into hockey. Okay, I love hockey. Well, man. good. We're not talking hockey right now. It's a basketball segment, and you all keep right, going back into this. We're back on basketball. First of all, the the chances of an Islander goalie winning any cha- any kind of uh, any kind of trophy, it's Sorokin winning Rookie of the Year. That's about it. Hold on, Leonard won Vezina a couple years ago. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about this year, you idiot. No, but you're, no, but you're saying any Islander in general winning a trophy. Oh my god! You didn't, you didn't say what I've year. Lost, I've just completely lost my mind with this guy over here. He is pissing I'm, me off tonight. I'm not missing any points. Yeah. I'm just saying the points. I'm trying to clarify what you're saying and understanding. Well, here I'm going to clarify. I'm going to clarify this. Here we go. He's going to curse at me now. Uh, no, I'm going to. I'm going to explain something to you. We're going <laughs> back into basketball, you moron. Okay. okay? Let's okay. let's go back into basketball, and then we'll go into your goddamn hockey. Okay. Uh, anyways, to Nobody finish up, hockey, Boomer. No, no, I, I never said that, and this is not Boomer Esiason or Boomer and Geo, okay? But anyways, uh, to get back into basketball, when you look at the Eastern Conference, the only team that I think match up, it, it, you know, with basketball, it's all like, it's a game of matchups. It really is. It, mm-hmm. it, it really is. And I think the only team that really matches up very well against the Brooklyn Nets right now is Joel Embiid in the 76ers. I think the Knicks match up very well against the 76ers. If they play the 76ers in a second round, if they get through Atlanta, I think they can knock off the 76ers. I really do. I've said that. But uh, uh, Milwaukee, I don't know if I see Milwaukee knocking off the Brooklyn Nets. I, I, I just they First of all, everybody knows how to stop uh, the Greek freak in the playoffs. What you do is you keep him around the perimeter, perimeter and let make him shoot the ball. If he can't shoot the ball, and he's not a perim- good perimeter shooter. The question not. is, though, will the Nets have, one, the capable defensive players to do that, and two, uh, will Steve Nash actually be smart enough to actually implement a game plan like that? Mm-hmm. I think the X factor are two guys. I think it's, it's Chris Milton and it's Drew Holiday. Right. Is, are, are those two, is Drew Holiday, who had a very good season this year, is he going to be the guy that uh, everybody thought he was coming into the season? And will Chris Milton actually show up in the playoffs, right? right? Yeah, down right. By the way, by the way, the game is over. The game is over. So now the Penguins are up two to one. And okay. if I see, 
If I see Volamov in the net... Barry Trotz should be fired. Uh, no, not Barry Trotz. I am going to go to Lou Lamorello, and I'm going to oh. take one. I'm going to take the biggest hockey stick on the bench and shove it so far up his ass that it spits out of his damn mouth <laughs> like toothpicks. Okay? I am so tired of seeing Volamov. Volamov is the reason why they lost this game. Volamov is the reason why they lost this I game. I would say that, and there were times their defense break. Oh, down. get out of here. Volamov gave, he gave up four bad goals out of the five. Four of them were bad. Okay, that me and you could have stopped. And by the way, yes, Ben, the Penguins win. Okay, <laughs> Jeff said the Islanders lose. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Jeff. Thank you for sticking it in. I uh, can't wait. I I, can't... I, I, I will say, this. you act like I want the Islanders. You don't think I would love to see Islanders Bruins next round and see you and Jeff go at it on the show? <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> happen. Trust, trust me, it's gonna happen because the Islanders still gonna win this series. I mean, honestly, we might have to have an episode off off the mat with you guys doing it and me and Alex doing commentary. I mean, it was wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it would be just wonderful. Wow, look at Minnesota already beating the uh, the, the, the Golden Knights. Just Golden Knights. spit it out. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, forgot, I forgot the name, the Golden Knights. I forgot the name for a second. Anyways, uh, getting Boy, back, finish, <laughs> finishing up with basketball, okay? And and, and, the, and a lot of people aren't giving Tom Thibodeau a lot of credit, okay? And, and I, I think, to me, he is coach of the year. Now, I know a lot of people are going to give it to Monty Williams because of what he did with the Suns. The Suns have a lot of talent, Look at yes, the talent. They, they have Chris Paul, they have Devin Booker, and they have DeAndre Ayton, okay? And they have a bunch of great bench players. and great for, They have a, how many first-round draft picks on that team, okay? The Knicks have Julius Randle and R.J. Barron and a bunch of other players that you probably wouldn't see as a starter on another team, okay? And the fact that Tom Thibodeau had over, was 10 games over 500. And by the way, Vegas had them at 26 and a half in the beginning of the season. They won 41 games in a short season. It's 72 games, 72 games a season. The, the Knicks probably would have won 45, 46 games this season if it was um, an 82-game season. So it is very impressive. It's very impressive what Tom Thibodeau did with the New York Knicks. Now, do I think the Knicks are going to win anything this year? I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready to do it. But I think that the Knicks are on their way. I don't know if they're going to be a destination yet. But I think there are a lot of players that are going to look at the New York Knicks in the next year, year and a half, uh, uh, as a team that they would possibly want to go and play at Madison Square Garden, play with Julius Randle, play with R.J. Barrett, play for Tom Thibodeau and Rose in uh, a Rose or, or um, Wesley or whoever whoever they love so much over there, Payne, okay? But... Carl, sa- Carl says, uh, last night you said the coaching makes a difference. Now it's just the matchups. Uh, the NBA is all no, about No, the match-ups. coaches are, do make a difference. Coaches, first of all, now, now you're taking words out of my mouth. I said there are five coaches, five to four coaches in the NBA that can change the outcome of a game. Did I not say that last night? Yes, you did. Yes, I you did. said that, okay? Now, I did not. Now, coaching it only makes a difference with, depending on the coach that is coaching that game. Okay, and I told you there are five coaches that can change an outcome of a game. If if it's not the coach, it's all about matchups. And yes, Carl, you like taking words out of my mouth and spinning them around and, and like spitting it out and try to play me like I don't know what I'm saying or remember what I say. I know what I said. I know what I said. Okay. Now, again, I think that when you look at Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau can change the outcome of a game. Not by much. If the Knicks are down for by five points or five, uh, you know, uh, five points going into, you know, going into two minutes left of the game, I would bet that Tom Thibodeau will figure out how to get back into the game. Do They've I done think, it a few times this year. Uh, do I think Steve Nash could do that? No, I don't trust that Steve Nash <laughs> is going to figure that out. Okay? I think he's a moron. Carl probably okay? thinks Steve Nash is a good coach. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. But – 
I, I, there are only in the Western, just like in the Eastern Conference, there might be one team, two teams that could challenge the Brooklyn Nets. The the, the Eastern Conference is weak. Okay, I I, I think the Boston Bruins are going to give them a run for their money. I, I really do believe that. Now. I don't think Boston's going to win more than two games, but don't be surprised if Boston wins the first game or Boston wins uh, wins uh, the first two out of three games. And the reason why I think that is because I don't know how good this team is going to play when all three of these guys are going to be playing on the court and asking and wanting to shoot the ball. What is Chuck Carl saying now? Who is not giving Thibodeau credits? Oh, who's not giving Thibodeau credit? Credit? Go go read uh, Bleacher Report. Go read CBS Sports. Go read a lot of people. Go leave. Go listen to what Stephen A. Smith said. Now, Stephen A. Smith loves Tom Thibodeau, but what did Stephen A. Smith say? You guys remember what Stephen A. Smith said? He said that free agents would not be a destination to want to come here because they feel like they don't want to take any of what Thibodeau would say because they feel like he's too much of a leader and he doesn't care about the low management stuff. He'll make players play through things. So there you Where, go. That's the problem. And Stephen A. Smith, who loves Tom Thibodeau and has nothing but his utmost respect of what Tom Thibodeau has done for the New York Knicks, taking shots at Tom Thibodeau. Carl says, funny comment about Nash, sweetie. How was the date with the squirrel last night? <laughs> Carl, if I had a date with a squirrel, I'd probably have some kind of injury. Go ahead. Read what me. Jeff is saying because he's trying to be an, a smart ass again. <laughs> Jeff says, Tom Thibodeau mm-hmm. is just the best head coach of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the greatest of all time. Nobody better. Red Auerbach is a bum. Tibbs would have ran circles around him. Hold on one second. So because I'm saying that Tom Thibodeau deserves to be coach of the year, I think he's Red Auerbach. Come on, guys. Why is everything – first of all, I sit here and I talk on this show. I am not. I, I repeat. By the way, Brett Goldstein, Todd, I don't know what Todd is, but what's going on, Brett? Um, I, I, I Going back into this, I am the least homer on this show. I am the least homer on this show. I you have to give a coach when it, when when he it, when it's due. You have to. You have to. And by the way, if you want to chime in, you can call the show 631-965-4990. Again, it's 631-965-4990 to call the show. Uh, by the way, uh, Jeff is saying Tibbs could turn water into wine. Okay, whatever you say, Jeff. <laughs> whatever. You know what? You know what's so funny about Jeff? He's got a lot to say, but he loves his teams. He besides the 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 Boston Celtics because he thinks they stink. He thinks the Boston Bruins are going to win. He thinks that hey, look at what the the Patriots did this year. To be fair, he did say the Red Sox suck though. Yep, the Red Sox suck. Yeah, he says that now. And if the in the beginning when the Red Sox were up six or seven games, he was taking shots at the Yankees. Was yeah. he not? Was he not? I mean, he was taking shots at the Yankees. He still was never high on the Red Sox. So. Yeah, he's yeah. not high on the Red Sox, but he was making fun of the Yankees. He was. No, he, oh, he definitely he was. making was. fun he of the Yankees. He he's making fun of them. And where are the Yankees right now? Catching up to the Red Sox. So, I, I and I told him that was going to happen. Did I not say that? Jeff says, Jesus wears Tibbs' festy pajamas, feety pajamas. <laughs> Snug says, Tibbs is a better coach than Jason Garrett. And Carl says, we say Steph Curry is a great player and you bash us. So, why can't Jeff come out you over your Adornment, adornment of Tibbs, and then Ben says Brewers are going all the way. No. Ooh, Brewers, good. that is a bold statement. I though. think Saint, I, I think St. Louis uh, out of the uh, the NL at the NL. I think they're going to come out of the uh, NL, and I think it could go either way in the American League. You just don't know with the American League and who's coming out of the American League. So Ben must be a Wisconsin fan and a Penguins fan. And first of all, what did he say with Steph Curry? Uh, what, what is this that Carl is saying about Steph Curry? We say Steph Curry is a great player, and you bash us. So why can't Jeff come Steph, at you over your Steph Curry? Of tibs? First of all, Steph Curry is a great player. He's not a winner. 
okay? He can't take his team and put them on his shoulders and win those games. He has never done that. He's never done it by himself. Tell me, tell me in the playoffs where Steph Curry did it himself. Tell me. I've seen LeBron James do it. I've seen him do it. I've seen Kevin Durant do it. Okay? Steph Curry, who everybody compares to be a top five point guard of all time. I've seen Jason Kidd do it. I've seen Chris Paul do it. Chris Paul never wins a big game. But I've seen him in the playoffs put his team on his shoulders. If you remember with the Pelicans, remember that? Uh, He still did it. He put him on his shoulders, and he won a game. Have we ever seen Steph Curry win a series by himself? The answer is, uh, no. And that's why, because I don't think Steph Curry is as great a player as everybody thinks he is. He's a great player for what he does. He is not a winner. By himself. Ben says uh, Reggie is better than Steph. I'm assuming referring to Reggie Miller. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Carl says Howie's not a winner. I like Reggie also. <laughs> Jeff says MSG should have a Tib statue out tonight. He should. Or if they front. win, I'll tell you this. If Tib ever wins the championship, oh, they yeah. will. Absolutely. They will. They will. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I, again, I don't, I, don't, I don't even want to get into Thibodeau because this, is, this has nothing to do with Thibodeau. I just think that when you watch basketball, and this playoff is going to be very interesting because even though the Eastern Conference is practically won by the Brooklyn Nets and everybody thinks um, they're, coming out of Brooklyn, they're coming out of the Eastern Conference, there could be a surprise team that could knock them off because I just don't trust that these straight players are going to figure things out this year. I think their year is next year. If they have a chance to win, it's a full season and next year of basketball. That's what I think. Uh, what, is, what is Carl saying over MSG here? MSG will forget, with, forget about Tibbs like they did with Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I never know what James Dolan. Carl says you brought up Tibbs. So, yeah. I brought up Tibbs? I'm just saying that nobody gives him enough credit. Nobody gives him enough credit for what he's done. And it, it really is pathetic. It really is. And as a basketball fan, if any of you guys are basketball fans, you would know that everything – if you go to Bleacher uh, – what was that? Uh, Bleacher Report. Bleacher you, go Report. To, you go to ESPN. Everybody put Steph Curry in the top five. Steph Curry, when he came to the league, wasn't even a point guard. He was a two-guard. Two okay? He was, a, he was a shooting guard. They moved him to the point guard position. He's not even a point guard. He don't even pass the ball enough to be a point guard. What is he? I think he's in a top 10 in assist in percentiles. If you're, if you're the best point guard in the NBA, which everybody puts him to be the best point guard in the NBA, don't you think he should leave and lead in assist? Don't you think that? Or at least be up top three, at least. Yeah. He's not. Right. He is not. And, and that's what a point guard is. You want to say he's the best shooting guard in the NBA? Fine. But he's not even a shooting guard. So... To, to put him there as a point guard is disrespectful. Ben, ben uh, trolling all Knicks fans, saying MSG needs a Reggie Miller statue out front. Mm. Pay tribute Thank to you. greatness. Thanks. Thanks for uh, giving, Thank you, giving all Knicks fans uh, deja vu on that one. Thank you very much. Jeff says, Errol knows way more basketball than anyone. Well, anyone except Tibbs. Mm. Thank you, Jeff. <sighs> Thank you very much. Maybe I should be coaching. Maybe If I was coaching, I would make sure that Jeff mm-hmm. doesn't come into the stadium. And ben, ben, good point. Says Steve Nash is better than Steph Curry. Yes, we would agree on that. I you know what I, what I would do is I would get like a big pool on the outside. You know, now that there's not a lot of people that can come in, we'll set up a nice little pool for Jeff so he can sit in the water of his pool and sink to the bottom of the pool, okay? Because that's, you know, with all that fat, you know, it'll go right to the middle of the pool. Maybe we'll tie bricks to him, so maybe he'll sink even further. Anyways, um... Let's go to a quick break. We'll go to a, a one-minute break. When we come back, we're going to get into some football conversation. There is a player that could be heading to the Raiders, and he's a big-time wide receiver. There are stories coming out from this particular team that he might be moving more sooner than later. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why this player 
could change the outcomes of the Raiders when we come back here on the Sports Loud Mounts. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the Sports Loud Mounts. What? What? Now listen. Jeff, 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 you moron. Jeff, 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 you moron. Snug cat, snug cat. I got a golf ball in my throat with snug, 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 snug. Jeff, Carl, Carl, where's your wife, Carl? Carl, anyways, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Errol Marks, the Sports Loudmouths. With little Jay himself, Joshua Silverberg, and Mr. Tidy Whitey Man himself, Speedy Petey. Remember, you can call us at 631-965-4990. You can go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. iOS, download our goddamn app, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done it already. You go to iOS, WWSRN, or Android, Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Well, I before we get into some football, I will say this. I have had a tremendous week. And I and I don't know what Carl is saying. I have not gotten laid, okay? So I have no idea what he's talking about. But if that's what he thinks and he thinks that that's why I have so much anger and frustration, here's the anger and frustration. I just can't stand reading stupid things when it comes to the internet and everybody's trying to sell something to the public. And I think it's ridiculous. That's just my opinion. Um, let's get into some football. And... I was reading an article, and uh, yes, I was reading, by the way. Uh, and Uh-oh, don't spread any rumors. <laughs> it's just a rumor. This, this is a rumor. No, oh, this, I want to take note. This isn't I'll, a rumor. Get on, I'll get on it. <laughs> this isn't a rumor because they said, uh, first of all, this team has come out and said that by, by June, June time, they're going to be looking to move Julio Jones, and that's the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, there was uh, a story coming out uh, from Atlanta today that the Raiders – are the lead team to land Julio Jones. And I was very surprised because there was a story coming out a couple of weeks ago that it was the Patriots that were the lead team to get him. Not, not necessarily. Uh, John Gruden, he loves his stars, as everybody knows. And why not getting Julio? They, they, they struck out with Ruggs. I don't know if Ruggs is any good. Now, I know Car- I know Carl. I, I, it was either Carl or Jeff that has told me that they still think Ruggs could be Jeff, good. Jeff, I think it was Jeff. Yes, Ruggs, Ruggs could be good. But to land Julio Jones, if, if Julio Jones is healthy, to get a player of this magnitude could really set. Derek Carr could finally get a player that he can actually throw the ball to and actually can catch the ball. Right. Okay? And if this is true, uh, insiders are saying that this, this could be a blockbuster trade. It, it's not going to just be Julio Jones. It could still it, it could be three, four players going in this trade. So, mm-hmm. And, yes, uh, by the way, Ben is right. The Packers are the other team that's yeah. interested in Julio Jones. And, Wouldn't and that, that be a turn of events, right? That would shut Aaron Rodgers up real damn quick if the Packers got Julio Jones. He's always, uh, Aaron Rodgers would quit the rewind button. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Didn't mean to say anything. I'll sign that extension now. Packers Thank fans you. who watch Julio Jones destroy their team will now embrace him. <laughs> You don't think Aaron Rodgers would sign that extension? Oh, I think he would in uh-huh. two seconds. Right. <laughs> well, my opinion to this is Julio Jones has been fighting injury year in and year out. Okay? This guy can't stay healthy. Now, he just got a contract, what was it, two years ago. I think he's, it was a four-year deal. Right. He's got two years left on his contract. 
Uh, he's still capable of getting getting you eleven to twelve hundred yards. He can get you between nine and ten touchdowns if he's put in the right situation. And I think that he could be a missing piece of a championship competitive team, aka the Packers. I, I don't know if the the Raiders are a championship no, team. I don't think so. so. No, they're not even close. Their defense is putrid. Yeah. They're so so to me, Julio Jones should be going to a team that needs a missing piece, a miss a missing. Uh, offensive player. And I think the Packers, the Patriots are a team. The Ravens. The Ravens are another team. What else? Miami? Miami, yeah, definitely. I, I could say Miami because if they again, got Julio Jones and, and after they just they added Wolf Fuller, you have Deion, you know, you have um Wild. Parker there, Devontae Parker there. That mm-hmm. would be a really nice tandem with those three. Mm-hmm. And they drafted Waddle too. It's Julio and Jones at this point. Yeah, I forgot. It was a good compliment to what Waddle yeah, is yeah. because he's got the Hold size. on. Let each other speak. Why do you guys always undertone each other? One speaks, then the other speaks. That's that's what the what the show is supposed to go. Okay. Uh, Jeff says maybe Julio Jones could play net for the Islanders. He might finally might be able to catch a puck. Uh, Carl says like Speedy with the dark sausage get in and out. Well, I, I guess Speedy likes the spicy dark sausage. I do. We yes. already went over this. We don't he need to rip the spicy. You don't need to repeat things in your head. But it's true. Is do you not like him spicy? Yes, I do. Now All right. solidify that and stop. stop do you want to add a little amnesia. bit of salt? A little salt on no. that? Why? What? I don't need a it. salty. It's flavorful enough as it is. Not flavorful enough. How about just adding a little bit of salt? A little pepper? You know. No. I give it some tangy feeling, you know. Nope. How about you? You dip it in some hot sauce. Would you like that? That wouldn't be bad. No, you like hot sauce. Mm-hmm. No, okay. I love chipotle mayo. No, ugh. Oh, I love chipotle mayo. I do, but not with sausage. Uh, no. Can we stop talking about sausage? It's making me you call. brought it. No, well, it's we'll Carl's fault. Carl, Carl, Carl brought it, it up. You, tra- <laughs> you tried to bring me in. By the way, Brett Goldstein says, "Speedy, look at you today." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brett. I already know. <laughs> I know Brett. I work with Brett there in the summer. He's a funny guy. Yeah, I, I like that. Anyways, uh, getting back into this Julio Jones thing. When you guys look at Julio Jones and you, you, you try to compare and contrast some of these teams that we just mentioned, even San Francisco would be a great fit mm-hmm. for him. Um, you look at why would Julio Jones want to go to the Raiders? Okay, because if Julio Jones wants to win a championship, he has a chance to win a championship in the next two years. Is the Raiders one of those teams that are going to win a championship in two years? I, I mean, maybe if they had a defense, maybe if they didn't trade their best defensive player in I don't know in the last fifteen twenty years to uh, you know to give up uh, you know to get first round draft picks. But by the way, did nothing for them. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. Now I think John Gruden is a great coach. I really do. I think he's a great offensive mind. Uh, defensively, I, I just think that they, they're lackadaisical. And, and I just – I look at Julio Jones. He would be a great fit for the Packers. But the question is, would the Packers be willing to trade off pieces to the team that they have right now when they're ready to win right now? I, I, I mean, what is Atlanta asking for for Julio Jones? They want more than a second-round draft pick for Julio Jones. I don't think they're going to get more than a second-round pick. Really? They're Between the about- contract and his injury issues lately, I don't think they're going to get any more than a second. If your terms of what maybe they want from the Packers, it could be secondary help because Atlanta does need defense. And Green Bay's defense is actually pretty good in the secondary. They're just bad in the front seven. So maybe they go that direction. Maybe they go... Maybe they go with one of those running backs because the, the Packers have a bunch of running backs that they could they could sell off Jamal. Oh, no, Jamal Williams is gone. A.J. Dillon maybe is c- included. Or it's just draft picks at that point. But I don't think they're going to get anything more than a second in terms of the primary pick. I, I also think that when you, when you look at some of these positions and, and you're trying to fill in positions right now, uh, being that they're, a lot of these players are going to these practices. This is the first time that I can honestly say in an offseason that 
these players are anxious to go to the facilities and start to learn the offense, start to learn the defense. There were 80 players that went with the went to the Jets facility to meet the coaches and sit down and learn the offense and the defense, which is incredible. And it's not just the Jets. Giants had 60-some-odd players that went to the facilities early in the season. The Packers had about 50. So it's crazy when you look at the this offseason and players are really pushing forward, maybe because COVID-19 is slowly but surely subsiding. So I don't know what it is. But this is a story right now. And, and the fact, could Julio Jones change the outcome of a team? Could you imagine Julio Jones going to Tampa? Could you imagine that? Julio I Jones? Think, I, I, I will tell you this. If, if Julio does go to Green Bay, which I think would be a really good landing spot for him, I am very curious to see what Aaron Rodgers' reaction would be to that. Would Aaron Rodgers then backtrack everything he said and say, okay, I'm back. Okay, like nothing ever happened. I'll sign that extension now for you. I mean, then it becomes to the whole situation of was maybe this was the plan all along for Green Bay. They were interested in Julio Jones. They were waiting for him to be available. That's why we didn't draft the wide receiver. Uh, ben, Julio Jones was there. Ben says we, meaning the Packers, need something in the front seven. I've said that for a while. Their run defense is horrible. Even over a receiver, I thought that was their biggest need. Uh, Carl says Julio would be great on the Rams, but their cap is too tight. The Rams don't need a receiver. They, one, they I don't know why. They drafted too many receivers in this draft. They they have Robert Woods. They have Cooper Cup. They're fine for what they need. The Rams can't take on that contract, like you said. And uh, one of the guests of our show, uh, Laquan Jones from a couple months ago, fantasy guy who's a big Rams fan, uh, he was saying the same exact things. There's no way that the the, Fal- uh, the Rams should pursue anything from the Falcons because the Fal- the Rams might have to give up some pieces too, and that could be a detriment to their defense too, especially if they have to trade that to the Falcons. So I don't see that kind of fit at all. Ben says I would enjoy him on the Packers, but the cap space is a problem. Yes, that's just what, which is why we're saying they're probably going to have to trade pieces on defense. Absolutely, going to have to trade pieces, and and it could affect their defense. And their defense isn't good as it is. I, I mean, they have a lot of weaknesses to that defense, right. and you saw it in the playoffs, especially against Tampa. Tampa. E- ate them up alive on the defensive side of the ball, on their offensive to the defensive side of the ball. So uh, the question is, where does Julio Jones fit? How about this? If you were to look at a player in the past, could looking at Julio Jones' skills, okay? Now, this is a good question to you guys and, and for the fans. Who could you compare who could you compare Julio Jones' skills to to an ex-wide receiver, a Hall of Fame wide receiver, a wide receiver that actually played uh, a significant long time, a significant long time in the NFL? I got one. Move. Anquan Bolden. I think very similar to Anquan Bolden. I think Bolden. He was be- he's better than Anquan Bolden. He was. I, I think he was, but I think his skill set was very similar. Fast for his size, great route runner, did a, did a lot with a lot of tough catches, was great in the playoffs, as Anquan Bolden was too, has always been great in the playoffs. Even though they, obviously they didn't win a championship, but he's always been been clutch like I think they're very similar I think you're right he's faster which makes him better in the end but I think they're both very similar levels to what they were in their career and Bolden will be a Hall of Famer at some point as well so I think it's very similar their career paths so far and I yes Julio probably will end up being better at the end of his career how about you Josh for me at the chain the two names I think of instantly they're curious one for me is I would say he didn't play for a very long time but Calvin Johnson I was me, just about to say Calvin Johnson that's big very... bulky guy guy that could get open down the field. Another one I don't think enough people bring up is Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison to me was another guy that he was a big muscular guy that was able to get open down the field and win the win the one-on-one catches all the time. That's why he was so big for Peyton Manning, right? That was what a huge part of his asset was. He was a great outside receiver. But Calvin Johnson to me is the perfect comparison, I think, to him. I think it's Calvin Johnson too. But another player that really uh, I, I look at his skills is 
Chad Ochocinco. Uh, when Chad wow. Ochocinco was at the top of his game. I'm not talking about at the end of his career. I'm talking about the, the first five, six years of his career when he was a dominant wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Calvin, uh, you, when, you, when you look at his ability and what he did, what Chad Johnson did on the field, his long length, his speed, uh, his great hand coordination, I, I think Chad Ochocinco was another guy that you can compare his skills to. Now, Chad might never make it to the Hall of Fame, even though he was, right. for five years, he was a dominant wide receiver. Yeah. The only reason why I think he, he doesn't make it to the Hall of Fame is his longevity. Right. I, he just didn't do it long enough. But, I, I mean, you guys are... Denzel, I, I, Jeff, stop making jokes. Julio Jones is most like, like Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims is a rookie, you moron. <laughs> ben, ben says, uh, going back to the Packers, the Packers secondary was horrible versus Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, Ben, that's on it. Roster-wise, it's not even the biggest weakness of their team. They need uh, three, four defensive ends because Kenny Clark's good, but that's really it in the middle on the interior defensive line. They don't like have anything else, like power rushers. And middle linebacker is awful for them right now. They lost Blake Martinez in the offseason to the Giants, replaced him with Christian Kirksey. Christian Kirksey, who was good with Cleveland, didn't do anything with Green Bay. And that's a big issue for them as well. And that's a big problem why they've had the run defense issue. But you're right. King did definitely struggle in that game. Uh, Kevin King was the reason they lost that. He was one of the reasons they lost that game. They targeted him on every single play. And you look at it, too. Uh, to me, they still need another pass rusher. I agree with you, Speed. But what was the kid they drafted from Michigan last year? Rashawn Gary, but he's kind of a hybrid type thing. He was a hybrid, but at the same time, he did put up pretty good numbers this year, though. He, he was better, but again, it's still not completely solving it if they don't. If they have a guy that's only rotational, the Packers have had an issue in run defense, and well, you know what? They might make him it. a full time guy now, right? That might be the thing. You might see in the, you because now you have to remember Mike Pennant is now out as defensive coordinator. Thank so God, <laughs> he's horrible. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, look. That's the thing, right? The last two years, we've heard Dom Capers and Mike Pennant. They stood way too long there. They they overstayed their welcome, and they just kept keeping them and keeping. I was surprised Lafleur kept Pennant as his defense. See, I think Capers though was a good coordinator too, though he just you're right, he At overstayed times. his welcome. He was creative though as a coordinator. Well, I mean, it, it, it was all a matter of what he did, right? I mean, you look. I mean, look at what he did with Clay Matthews. Okay, like we we, we take a lot of credit into. I mean, and look. Um, who was the linebackers coach? He was on the Jets for a little bit. Kevin Green. Kevin Green was a big part of that reason why Play Matthews really developed well. Uh, even though you look at back at BJ Raji, who didn't really live up to the draft stock that he was picked at, but he did in the playoffs in that Super Bowl run. I remember Raji. He was good. Big man interception. He was good. He had, like I said, he didn't live up to that hype. He had about two, three good, really good. I mean, dude, that, that. Everybody remembers him for that interception dance that he had against the Bears in the NFC Championship game. I mean, let's 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 call it what it is. I mean, like he was diamond on that line, and you know, it's just a matter of Green Bay has to. That's why they draft another corner because all you have to do is look back on that NFC Championship game, and you look right before the half, mm-hmm. and you see Kevin King getting burned not once, not twice, but three times in that game. Or there's team. one, two, three strikes. You're out at the old ball whore game. Yeah, that's uh, ben, ben says, yes, King uh, cost Green Bay the game. And he also says Rashawn Gary needs to develop more. Carl, our fellow Bears fan, rival of the Packers, says that Gary will be solid this year. Ben says he has burst of greatness, which is absolutely true. He did a lot better, especially in the second half of the season. Big step up from Carl. Uh, Carl says, shut up, Josh. And Jeff says, Julio would have been a Hall of Famer if he had just played for the Jets. Wait, what did Carl say? Wait, what did Carl say? Shut up, Josh, or shout out, Josh? Yes, shut, shut up, Josh. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
Carl also says picking off the number three quarterback for a big six. Yes, Caleb Haney. I remember that, Carl. Well, you know, maybe if Jake Cutler didn't, you know, pussyfooted out of the game and, you know, decide to call it a day in the NFC Championship game. I like that, pussyfoot. I like that. You You like that word? You like pussyfoot? I'm just – look, I'm – you can't deny what he did. I mean, who does that in the NFC Championship game? Just say I'm out. Uh, ben also says that? no adjustment at the half with King. Em- embarrassing. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, guys, be- before we get back into football, I-, I actually went out yesterday to buy some new underwear, and I had these Good box briefs. I did. I went to get. Re- I-, I bought these Reebok underwear. By the way, stay Good. away from Reebok boxer briefs. Okay, they crank up your ass. Okay, I- I've for the whole show, dude. For the whole show, my ass is sweating between my legs. Okay, no, I am trying. Horrible, I'm man. trying to crank. I'm trying to crank this underwear out of my ass okay Ugh. so it's terrible it's better off i'm probably better off sticking oreos over there okay uh, i'm probably better off anyway i thought this was going to be a speedy story when you said you were you were you were uh shopping no. for underwear i, I really did didn't. i went i went by the way i it was late last night before before the show so i was trying to find a place open i went to marshall's and i'm going up and down and i'm trying to find certain That's the best place by the way yeah, sales but, more at that place yeah but I, I bought the only ones that they had was reebok underwear and they were boxer briefs and by the way they're tight around my thighs okay and they crank up my ass it, it, it's <laughs> it's annoying and i, I i'm telling you cuz i didn't i didn't actually uh, Brittany didn't wash my underwear the other day so my underwear's you know, is sitting in the, you know, the, uh, you know, you don't do your laundry. No, she does it. You know, that's very nice. of her. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like doing laundry. That's the one thing I don't like to do. By the way, I like washing dishes, vacuuming the house. I do all that stuff, clean this and clean that, but I hate doing laundry. I don't know what it is. And by the way, I know uh, it's funny because the beef has a friend, James, I call him uh, Jamie Lee. Uh, this guy likes to smell his dirty underwears before he washes them. So he actually admitted no. to that. He Why? Does. I don't know. You ask him. I don't know. I don't want to ask him. He's going to give me some weird answer. It's going to make me no, scared. No, there was no weird answer to it. He just likes to smell his dirty underwear. Carl says that Cutler sucked. Uh, Jeff says Mark is reporting that Julio was giving a professional status to go back to Alabama. Roll Tide. Carl <laughs> says Reebok underwear. Is this the early 1990s? Just uh, ben, ben back in Reebok Insert crying Jordan meme here. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, don't go out and buy yourself Reebok underwear. I'm, I'm just trying to give you How guys much did the whole – what was it, like a set of five? How much did it cost, like three. 10 bucks? It was a set of three, and I think it was – I think it was eight bucks. It was about eight dollars. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't buy Reebok underwear. I'm you telling go to you – those places, right? You go to, like, what, Marshall's? Dude, I'm, I'm pulling on my junk the whole freaking show so far, okay? So what are the what are those stores? What is it? It's uh, Marshall's, Burlington uh, – TJ Maxx, you go to all those stores. They're going to sell all those brands for like nothing was open when I was going out before the show. I was I, I went out. I told Speedy I was I was going out quickly. I went out. I picked up underwear, and my my, my underwear has been bugging me since. I mean, but since. what made you say at that moment? You said I got to go out and get some underwear. I had like, no underwear. I wasn't going. I was going to do the show like Speedy did, going commando. I mean, seriously, wearing pajamas. They're not specified. You were specify that. I I know. I didn't have. I had pajamas on. No, is that what it is? Well, hold on one second. So you think I did a show naked? Hold on a second. So Speedy, hold on a second. So wait. So you had pajamas on, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Was it, it was like those. It was like those flannel pants you were probably wearing, right? 
I don't remember. Let me ask you this. No, there, there, there were long, like, yeah, there were long pajamas. What if they have like the little button thing, right? And the button thing just like snap off and the, your slong just bobs out. Oh, and man. then arrow goes like this. Arrow goes, oh my God. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be looking at a schlong. I wouldn't look at I would not put it on camera either, oh, but okay. <laughs> First of all, we first of all we sit at a table. So how? Unless I'm going under the table and looking at. No, 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 no. This is when you were sitting next to each other. Yeah, but I'm not sitting next to him. So how? Yeah, I wasn't. I was at my house. At that time. No, I wasn't. I was. He wasn't. I was at my house. He was at his house. He was doing a show at his house. It was because it oh, was a be- it was the Thanksgiving break. Yeah, it was. So a, I was getting a COVID. Family, right? It was the beginning. of No, COVID. it was over the Thanksgiving break. I was with my family that whole week. Yeah. Well, by the way, you like dark sausage, right? Why are we bringing this up again? Why don't you Damn like it, Carl? Why don't you? Also you... Cu- he also no. likes cucumbers up his ass, so there's that. No, I don't no, even no. like cucumbers as it no, is. But why, why would I like it up my ass? Before we get back into football, why do you not like white sausages? I don't I think they have <laughs> as good of a flavor. What do you mean you don't like it as good as a flavor? I don't think it's as strong of a flavor and just tastes good. Well, I, it, it, how, wait a second. So you like dark sausages, but you don't like white sausages. I don't mind them. Like... They're just not as good as the, <laughs> as the spicy <laughs> ones or the dark ones. Do, do, do you like the, the tip of the sausage? Is, is that the oh. favorite part? I don't know. I don't have that much analysis on my food. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, do you, do you at least like to masturbate? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just I'm not asking. doing this now. I'm just asking you. I mean, it's a good question. Listen, you know? whether you ask it now or you ask it on the Snapchat speed, you're going to get asked the question, yeah, so you yeah, must yeah. answer it now. I think so, too. I, I think there has to be some kind of thought to it, you know? It, it and has how to do be you a... actually have an audience that will actually be able to really see what your answer is? Because some people might miss Well, he don't shave his balls. We all know that. And he has never shaved his ass, so it's and he probably likes the, and he Amazon. And dogs like his asshole. Well, that's true, too. Well, again, I was blindsided, so stop twisting <laughs> things <laughs> again. I how you were blindsided, dude. You don't hear your dog going into the room, like trying to get. Like you don't hear, you don't hear a knob being like clanked. Like, <laughs> you hear it. You like, hear it when the. Well, you hear it when the door what, makes. What he got? Maybe I don't remember, but it's possible. <laughs> Wait a second. But he has on while changing his pants. Uh, <laughs> why, what am I gonna put? I'm gonna, what, what am I gonna put my headphones on? You probably uh, had the beat I, headphones. What, what, what is my ear attached to my leg now? <laughs> you probably had the beat wireless Bluetooth headphones. No, on I don't. Like, no, I never. I never had any. Of those. <laughs> I never had any wireless headphones. Nope. Well, first of all, what kind of dog actually opens up a door when it's closed? Okay, he must have magical powers. What he what just has it? extreme separation anxiety. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm sure he does. He does. Especially when he definitely does. Especially when he has his nose in your ass. I mean, seriously. You know what it is, to be fair? Because you guys, you've seen my dog before. So my dog, when she, like, leaps up, like, she gets on her hind legs. Like, when she's on the door, she'll actually, when she comes down, she will get, like, she'll hit the knob. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes the door will open. But it's, like, one of those knobs where it's, like, really long. Like, what kind of knob was it, Speedy? Was it, like, the round one? Or was it, like, the really... It was No, it was a round round knob, but he... That's even more... He knows how to barrel through. He knows how to barrel through that one particular door. So your dog likes to... Because so, it's on, my brother's, on. it's my brother's room, so my on. youngest brother, and when I when I was in college and sometimes I visited for the weekend, I would stay in his room because I gave my room to my one of my other brothers. So I I stayed on the top bunk of his room. So whenever I got changed, he was at school because my dog always slept up there too. He's he's used to that. He's used to going in there, so he knew how to barrel through that door. Mm. Guess who's on the know. phone? By the way, guess who's on the phone? Our boy Lyle. What's going on, Lyle? Hello, how's it going? Well, oh, Lord. <laughs> well, I will say Hello? this. I, I hear you. We hear you. Yes. Hello. Okay. Uh, 
I wanted to call in and kind of vent a little bit, and it might be very entertaining for the radio. Mm. So Can't wait for this one. Obviously, you wa- you're probably not watching the game right now. Oh, we watched the game. The game when it was I was. I, I will tell you, Falamov should not be in net. I don't know what you were smoking. He stinks. Okay, and Sorokin should have been. He, they should have pulled Falamov going into the third period. They and- should have. But I want to rant about something else really quick. I want to know what rule they made up in the middle of the game where you can serve two penalties at the same time, where Crosby was serving Gwensel's extra penalty and his own penalty. And was able to come out of the box early and never finish the coincidental that he was given. Because the Penguins are supposed to put an extra man in the box to serve Wenzel's extra penalty when it's coincidental. And they never did that. And they let Crosby out of the box. And then two, not even a minute later, there's another penalty, power play for the Penguins. And then they score. Come on, Lyle. We all know the refs love Crosby. <laughs> came up with that to let him out, out, out of the box. Because that was bullshit. <laughs> we all know so the refs love Crosby, Lyle. You don't have to tell us what we don't know. <laughs> First of all, I don't know what uh, Barry Trotz was doing at, at the half after after the second quarter. He should have taken out Falamov. Falamov just didn't have his game. And if I'm no, telling, he should not have played today. He should have been pulled today. And I'm and telling, should start on on uh, Saturday. If but, Sorokin doesn't play like, on when Saturday, you have McGuire on national TV saying that the referees are being biased to the Penguins. Oh, that's Can nothing you know new, <laughs> Lyle. That's nothing new. They're always the biased to the Penguins. That. <laughs> They were, uh, they were phantom calls every time the Islanders got momentum. Well, I, 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 I don't like bitching about the rest because they're doing their job. They're not watching everything they can. I think it's become the they, loudest. We have, different, we have better views than they do. Mm. It's different when you're all the way up, up top and or watching on TV. So I really don't like to complain about them. But By the way, when what, you what? have national writers complaining about it, when you have Pierre Maguire, who is no, everyone makes fun of, for being biased towards the Penguins, say that the referees are being biased towards the Penguins, then you know it's bad. By the way, and Lyle, we got two guys in the comments section uh, giving you a w- warm welcome. What happened? Where I don't even yeah, know how the hell Coffee gets out of that box. I don't. It was bullshit. Lyle, you got uh, two guys giving well, you, you a like warm welcome in the comments section. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, that's good, good vocabulary. I, I, Jeff says, add Lyle to the list of people who cry on the network. Typical Islander <laughs> fan. And here, here's one. Uh, Alex Slows. Lyle's a fudge packer, too. And he also said I was. <laughs> Alex, oh Alex Slows said I and Lyle were both fudge packers. Errol, that's on. I can't even hear you anymore. You're all breaking up. Uh, no, because they have these two idiots talking over each other. Uh, they always do. They, they, I tell them all the time, this is three guys on a show. One guy talks, the other one spe- doesn't speak. But they, I was just laughing, like, first off. Well, the, the, the mute your damn mic. I, I mean, okay. seriously. Carl that also way. says, if you, blame, if you go five goals, don't blame the refs. And then Ben's back in with the, uh, the popcorn emoji. <laughs> First of all, and Lyle, I'm gonna I, I I'm, I'm gonna speak as an Islander fan. The reason why the Islanders lost this game had nothing to do with the refs. There were three bad goals by Volamov, and after the second period, I don't care. I love Barry Trotz; he's a great coach. Barry Trotz should have pulled Volamov. If Sorokin was in the game, I guarantee you the Islanders would have won this game. I would have guaranteed you. And for anybody that any Islander fan that thinks that Volamov should play again in this series. I'm telling you right now, if Sorokin wins in game number f- game number three, they should absolutely they should absolutely keep Sorokin in for the rest of the series. I don't understand why Barry Trotz com- completely thinks that Volamov is the guy. Volamov was the guy. He was the guy. 
last year. He's not the guy anymore. And you have a young goaltender like Sorokin, who looked good in game number one. He did. He gave up a couple of goals, but he looked better. Well, here's the thing. Varlamov is a visitor candidate. You cannot play him. In the first game, the only reason they were in it in the third period was because of Varlamov. Mm-hmm. And this third game, he played. He went in a few really bad goals and should have been pulled. But I, I don't think Barry Trotz would ever really do that in a playoff game. I, I don't, I've never seen him do it. I didn't do, he didn't do it last year when Varlamov wasn't playing well. I don't think he'll do, he would have done it tonight. Sorkin, I think, will start tomorrow. I, I personally feel that Varlamov is still hurt, and he's not 100%. By the way, by the way, I'm sorry to that, cut you off. Lyle, I'm sorry. playing the same way he was. Lyle, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Jeff keeps saying, boo-hoo, I'm sad that you're trash hockey team. Boo-hoo. Let me tell you something. Stop calling them trash, Jeff, because they're not trash. They went to the Easter Conference Championship last year and took your lightning, who you think is so great, to six games, all right? What did the Boston Bruins do last year? Ah, nothing, okay? So stop with your stupid Bruins. Stop with your stupid Boston teams and eat shit, okay? That's what you need to do. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of him going in and taking shots at the Islanders. What did the Islanders do to him and for, for to hate the Islanders? By the way, what was the Boston Bruins' record against the Islanders this year? I wonder. I, I, I would predict to think that the Islanders had a winning record against Tell the Boston Bruins. Tell the Bruins fans to worry about their own series. They have enough of a problem. <laughs> I mean, they are winning right now. they got 2-1, right? No, no they're, they're up 2-1. They're up they won in double overtime yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah, we're here. We're here. <laughs> Are you are you here? Are you listening to us? He's definitely not here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, really, you're going to ask him that question, Arrow? You're going to ask him if he's here? Do you hear us? That's a no. That would be a no. So, there we go. Lovely uh, phone call. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> the great and powerful Lyle. Okay. Oh, one in, there's only one, one available. That's for damn sure. Well, again, Lyle is a, is a passionate fan. Yes. And he has his own thoughts to it. And listen... I don't know why Jeff keeps attacking the Islanders. I don't know what his hatred <laughs> to the Islanders are. Maybe he could call in and, and, and ask. Uh, speaking of which, we got him. No, we got uh, Jeff. What's going on, Jeff? Are you going to say something stupid again? Let's hear it. What are the Islanders going to do? Are they going to hang a conference finalist banner up like the like the Colts did a few years ago? That's their big accomplishment. We conference finalists. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hold on one second. And what are you guys laughing at, you Ranger fans? What have they done? Whoa, okay. he's taking it personal. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm not taking it personal. I'm sitting, I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here listening to this crap every single time that you talk about the Islanders. First of all, uh, the Islanders have a winning record against the Boston Bruins this year. Uh, and by the way, what has the Bruins? What is, I don't give a sh- I don't give a crap. I, I really don't give a crap because the series isn't over. It hasn't over. When Jeff made fun it of me the first week, you sat there laughing. What did you say, Jeff? It was over before it started. Do you want to bet on that? We already did. No, I, I know, and that's why that's why I'm going to win because I'm definitely going to win. Woohoo! Islanders are down. Oh my God! High sticking Crosby in the box. Why did they let him out? Oh, I don't. I don't care about that. I, that's not why the Islanders lost. Vlamov couldn't stop a lick. That's why they lost. Right. See, see, they, see Errol, you want to know, i got to give you credit where credit is due. You didn't whine. You didn't cry. You're saying, hey, my goalie didn't stop pucks. 
And that's the way to take a loss like a man. Credit to you. But Lyle, woohoo! I can't believe they let Colin Piel, the refs are biased, burn the building down, series is over, and life stinks. <laughs> no, and I, I laugh. I laugh because when Jeff made fun of me the first few weeks, you were sitting there, you were laughing as well, my friend. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm laughing. No, that's fine. It's fine to laugh. The, 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 the reason why the Islanders the lost have nothing to do. The, with the reason why the Islanders lost this game is because Barry Trotz should have pulled Velamo off after the second period. I said it to Speedy. What did I tell you? Mm-hmm. I said pull Vol- pull off, put Sorokin in in the third period. He didn't do that. I think Barry Trotz made a big mistake, and now you're seeing the big thing. Actually, hold on. We're going to put Lyle on with you. Hold on one second. Jim. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hold on. We're, we're going to try to put these guys on. Hold on one second, Lyle. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. He's, he's going to be singing a song here. I want to tell. I want to talk to Jeff. All right. Jeff's on the phone with you. Hi, Jeff. Now you shut the hell up, boy, okay? I'm thinking. I never played loss for loss for what Cosby came out of the box. I pitched because it was a bullshit thing that never should happen. Okay? So you shut the hell up. You know what we're doing. I never said that. That was error. I never said we lost tonight because of that. Sidney Cosby out of the box. The rest is an inch ring. The rest. Oh, my God. The rest. <laughs> Are you done acting like a bitch? Oh, hey, I'm only acting like you. Did you see? Did you, could you hear yourself when you called in, all crying and whining? Jesus, I wasn't crying. Ask this guy a tissue. I wasn't crying. <laughs> I were. No, I wasn't. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Come on, this I mean, it started off great. I mean, what? I was never, I wasn't crying, but I'm sorry. I was not crying because we lost. I wasn't crying because I was saying that we never should have. They never should have allowed it out of the box. Period. Which is a fact. Never should have allowed him. So you get a life sentence for hooking. <laughs> never allowed him uh, out of the box. Do you even know hockey? Because you're like an idiot. Oh no! See now you're not oh, talking. Because wow. oh, we've explained hockey to you. When you get a you point, you got to explain hockey to me. Get the fuck out of here! I'm going to explain hockey to you, you moron. You shut the hell up! I'm speaking. This is how hockey works. This is how hockey works. Shut the hell up! As Josh is gone, I roll off the couch. Shut up! Oh my god! I thought we were the loudmouths. I never cried. I complained. Difference. All right, let's interject on this and, because Carlos some funny comments in this uh, section. Yeah, what is Carl, better, oh. Lyle's burner phone service or Islanders goaltending? Stuck <laughs> says Lyle is the Bobby Hill of worldwide sports. That boy ain't right. Alex slows times back in. Oh no, lol. Carl says <laughs> burner phone. Uh, ben with more popcorn emoji says uh oh. Carl uh, accuses Lyle of blaming the refs. Uh, ben, oh, I'm gonna finish talking and explaining hockey to this idiot. Okay. <laughs> uh, J- uh, Alex so back in. When people get going with angles, but one gets an extra penalty, the team has to send an extra guy to the box to serve that extra penalty. Uh, That's how it works. Josh, or, and they Al- never did that. Alex says, Josh has died. You broke him. Ben says, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Put the uh, Alex says, put these two in a wrestling ring and have them go at it. <laughs> Carlos says, he was talking, Lyle, your phone is trash. Ben just said, I fell out in my wheelchair laughing. And Snug says, Lalo cries as he strokes it to his favorite wrestlers. <laughs> ben, ben really in a wheelchair? Someone should send him help if Ben's really in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope not. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, Lyle. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. You guys are talking. I already said it. I explained to him how, how it works. Like, I didn't, wasn't yeah. saying that's why we yeah, lost. Got, it had no wasn't, wasn't why we lost. Like I said, I agreed with, with Errol. We lost because Marlamoff didn't play well. I said that on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that, said, that. You said that. You only said that after you blamed the refs, Crosby getting out of the box, um, um, the Pierre Maguire uh, saying stupid bill, and they expansive penalties, all these other things before you said, oh, my goalie, I got uh, donkey ball. I, all I said was that the refs were not good tonight. I did not say it's why we lost. I never said that. You didn't call the. You are twisting you my words. You, you no, you're twisting my words. And, and you didn't say that the Islanders lost because of the refs, right? So Errol would have had. I did not say that. I did not say that we lost because of the refs. I never said that. You assumed I was saying that. Please run back the tape. You absolutely said it. <laughs> I'll ask Josh. Josh, did I say we lost because of the refs? Uh, I mean, it was blaming the refs at first. But at the same time, look, let's call, it what, let's call it what it is. Varlamov was the reason they lost this game. It's a fact. Yes, I mean, the first thing you vented about was the refs, though. You, you, I did, to be yes, fair, they were fine, you hold on, the refs hold, hold on. You guys got to give each other a chance to speak so everybody can hear you. Go ahead. You first, Josh. Then Lyle. Then Jeff. You guys got to share the. You got to share the time. Go ahead. I'm. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is because you came on, you were upset about the referees, and that's fine. Listen, when you have a tough loss in the playoffs like that, you always you, you always are going to blame the refs. I've done it many times in my life. I'm sure Speedy has. I'm sure Arrow has. At the same time, you have to look at – you have to call a spade a spade. And what it was was Sorokin should have been the one that should have been playing. He won game one. The guy won game one. You should continue that streak of letting him play, right? That's what it is. You don't want to ruin any momentum. There was no reason to bring back Varlamov. If Varlamov is still indeed hurt, then this is more of a reason why Sorokin should have played then. Go ahead, Lyle. I wasn't blaming the refs for the loss. I was blaming... I was saying that they were a factor, which they were a factor. That's how sports work. It's baseball both teams and football. Have the same both, both teams had the same refs. They did, but they were obviously. No, and you're right about that. But when one team is getting the benefit of everything, it's a factor. Not saying that they that they were the reason why we lost. Those words never came out of my mouth. I, I mean, agreed with Errol multiple times that Balamov wasn't why we lost, and I agree with that, and it is the reason. You let in three goals that he easily should have stopped. Right, but there you go. When you, but when you are getting calls, but when you are getting calls against you that are making it more difficult to have a fair balance game, there has been a factor in against you. That was my point. Well, listen, I understand that completely, Lyle, and you make a fair point. But show me one hockey game that's ever been played where one team hasn't benefited from the refs or another. Like, it, the, the calls are so inconsistent. It happens every night. And the Islanders need to be a little tougher and have some perseverance and not fold like a cheap lawn chair. Well, now, you are right. Every game, referees play a factor. But when you are letting players, who's one of the best players in the world, 
out of the box when he never should have been to immediately go on onto a power play. That's different. That's not something that they do. And that him being out there was not why they lost or, or why they scored that goal. All, all of that but, means all of that means absolutely nothing because the fact of the matter is the game was tied. The Islanders had a chance to win. The Penguins, by the way, high stick the puck into the net, and your bald Willy Wonka looking coach didn't have the balls to challenge something. So you can blame Barry Trotz too. No, yep, I blame you for that too. I, I, I was there. I couldn't see a replay, but it immediately looked like. High stick. It was everyone in my section thought it was. It, it was, was over. Stick. At least it was a high stick, and and they should have absolutely challenged it. I, I don't understand what Barry Trotz was doing, and and but it, it looked never, like it was over his uh, but, but honestly, so, so you could go you could go on and on about how the refs did this, the refs did that, you know, whatever you want, right? The fact of the matter is, it was a tied hockey game. Barry Trotz packed up his balls and 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 took them back into the locker room. Right, because look, I understand they would have gotten a penalty if they had ruled that uh, it wasn't a high stick. But what did you have to lose at that point? There was two minutes left in the game. You're probably going to lose anyways, right? Because what's what are the odds you're going to score? Pull your goalie and score, right? Mm-hmm. He should have challenged it and at least taken the risk. They're down two one now, mm-hmm. and he didn't take the risk. He should have taken the risk and maybe given his team a chance to win. And by the way, when coaches stick up for their teammates and go, "Oh no." Sorokin allowed a crappy goal that shouldn't have been allowed. Players respond when when coaches do things like that and and stick up for their team. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is, Aaron Trotz is a pussy. I I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't actually fully disagree. I wouldn't say that. Like why the why the hell is Leo Komarov on the first line still? What? Like why is Leo Komarov still on the first line? Everybody makes come on, Jeff. Everybody makes mistakes. And wait, we're not really complaining about Barry Trotz, are we, Lyle? Listen, man, that's that's not a mistake you can make. And the series was tied one one. Yes. Now you're down two one. Yep. Pigeonholes you, right? Like and not for nothing. The Islanders hire a whole staff of people that stare at screens looking for high sticks, offsides, everything. Get your shit together and, uh, you know, challenge something. Hmm. Uh, by the way, Carl says, Lyle, five goals were a factor. Uh, Snug says, I think Lyle has confused the NHL refs with the WWE refs. Uh, ben, back in, <laughs> all I'm hearing is excuses. Snug asks, is it legal for Lyle to drive a car? And Carl asks, how much is parking, Lyle? Parking <laughs> <laughs> was free. I parked at the Marriott. It was free. <laughs> I mean, the, the Islanders think they play at a dog track. Take your shitty arena and go home, Lyle. <laughs> dog track? We were doing along so well. Oh, I'm sorry. Horse track. Horse track. They play yeah. track. I, I think both. I think both illegal. Jeff, they're not playing at the Belmont yet, and it's a beautiful stadium. It really no, is beautiful. Not. It is. It's really beautiful. And I think, Jeff, if you ever come to New York, you have when it does open up, you definitely have to check it out because it, it's it's very why, impressive. Why would I it's, go to? It's <laughs> very. Jeff, you don't have to go for an Islander game. You, you don't can, have you can to bet go on, bet on, go on to a the horse races. <laughs> go to a concert. I, I mean, it, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful. I'm going stadium. to a concert there in December. Yeah, it's it's going to be beautiful. Oh. All, all New York is, is New York City, 100 miles of bullshit, and then the Hamptons. <laughs> well, thank so you. you're a Bruins fan, right? Thanks, you're man. a Bruins fan? That's, that's what I'm yes, getting? I'm a, Bru- I'm a Bruins so fan. So when they play the Bruins, come down to a game. They're going to have a hotel right next door eventually. So you can stay at the hotel, and I'll buy you a beer. How about that? Well, I can't wait I'll to see I'll buy you a beer. breathing on me. 
Well, if it's still uh, half unvaccinated semen, you can, you'll be six feet away. You're, you're a filthy people, Islanders fan. Filthy. I think, Jeff filthy. Will, I think Jeff will gladly go six feet away from you. <laughs> I think as long as Jeff gets Jesus. the beer, that's what he cares about. <laughs> filthy. And by the way, the Bruins, and, the Bruins and the Islanders are not playing. I don't know if you've been watching hockey, Lyle, but the Pens, even with a crappy tr- Tristan Jarry, are handling them. Well, Jerry didn't play. Jerry didn't play very well tonight. If anything, he played awful. No, dude, he played awful. Game one was awful. Game two, he was allowing cupcakes in. Tristan Jerry thinks out loud. I I think Tristan Jerry is not a good goalie. That's right, and you're down two to one to not a good goalie. Well, they're down two to one because Valamov should not be playing. Pittsburgh plays a good defensive game. Valamov plays a good defensive game. Well, let, let me say they something. They have to play a good defensive thing because their goalie is Swiss cheese. He's an absolute Errol, before you say something, uh, Ben comments <laughs> back in. Uh, if you're buying, I'll fly in from Arizona. I guess, I guess referring to the beer. <laughs> Snug says, Josh has the MVP backstage passes for the Barry Manilow concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. My mother does like him, so, you know, there's that. <laughs> is there any rumors <laughs> about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you many as you are, pal, with you your duties and notes, so you guys might notes complain about Barlamov and all of the Islanders' goals, and you guys can complain about that. Tristan Jarry's the worst goalie in the playoffs. Yeah, he is. But Valamov, Valamov was horrendous. And I'll tell you this: Valamov was really horrendous in the first period that cost the Islanders game number two. So uh, that still doesn't change the fact that Tristan no. Jarry is the worst goalie in the playoffs. He probably is. Yes. He probably is. Yes. And and right now the Islanders are down from the Pittsburgh Penguins and Jerry. And they better Barry Trotz better freaking open up his eyes and say, you know what? I'm not putting Valamov in in game number three. I I mean game number four. I'm putting then again, in, the Maple Leafs are already down one nothing. So that's <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> so here we go with that. Sounds about right. <laughs> well, nobody nobody thought that. And now that Tavares could be hey, out for the rest of the playoffs. I think you'd be out for part of next year, too. I'm going to be honest. She was seizing on the ice in that video. It, it looked really bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't that he was she seizing. Uh, the problem was the trainer. When you get a concussion, the worst thing you're possibly – you're trained as a trainer. Training 101, you don't pull up a player by his neck and hold him up like that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, no, that, that was, was the right thing to do. That was the no, right thing to do. No, it was not. It, it's not yes, because, it was, because it, 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 it's not because if he slips like, off of his hand, he slips his head. Yes, smacks because he was seizing, and if he was still moving his neck around, he could have got it even more. If injured. you're if so somebody is him a seizing, Lyle, somebody is seizing, you leave them there and let them seize for the time being. You don't pick them up by their neck because what happens if you he, stick your finger in their mouth? Place, they they can bite your fingers. Left. No, it's that's not right, Lyle. You're wrong. <laughs> First of all, you, the best thing to do is to, to make sure that his teeth, if you, you put a mouthpiece or put something in his mouth so he doesn't swallow his tongue or something like that. Because when, you're, when you have a seizure, you, you can absolutely swallow your tongue and it can kill you. Hey, That's what one. What are we talking about? The dude that got, got slammed from the blues from Malcolm Cotton? No, Tavares got kneed in the face. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that hit. I heard it was bad. Yeah, uh, he got a hit. He fell down <laughs> to the ice and... Uh, Corey Perry came by and need him in the head by accident. And uh Yeah, okay. I actually yeah, then, Corey Perry, what a gentleman. <laughs> no, he tried, he, what a gentleman. <laughs> no, it was pretty obviously an accident. He tried to lift his knee over him and his like like lower shin accidentally got him in the head. 
and you know, I understand you have a static party. We're no. not a group of trash fans throwing snakes at him and stuff. You trash group of fans. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't want him getting injured. I don't want him getting hurt. That's not. That's what I that's say. Not, Arrow was you know, Arrow was no, at the beginning of the show. Batteries and shit at him because he he left us. No, I I was pissed off that what John, John Tavares did for the way he did it. But if you were fine with him getting hurt, though. I told yes, you. you were yes, like, oh, I was. yes, I was. Yes, I was. See, okay? that's not right. Oh, well, I don't care See, what you think. You don't wish you for players to get hurt. That's not right. Well, that's not being a I was a, I, First of all, I was a hockey player, okay? And I oh, – and when a, uh, yeah, here, what I, here we go. Yeah, we, what sport did you play, buddy? What sport did you play? What sport did you play? I played baseball. He played baseball. I played tennis. Well, I played – Top end hockey. I play. <laughs> I love cornhole. That's the best freaking game, man. They should make that an Olympic sport. Kidding me? That's the curling. No dodgeball for an Olympic sport. Everyone wants dodgeball for an Olympic sport. Dude, he's his barbecue's champion three years running. Uh, I love it. I got a cornhole set in the back. <laughs> I don't even think Josh knows how to throw a cornhole. Oh, trust me. Let me tell you something. Uh, Pally boy, you I can't throw a bean bag. Yeah, I watched you play cornhole in Austin. And- Don't toot your horn, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Errol, here's the thing. You can be upset about how John Tavares did it or why he did it or whatever. You're completely in your rights to have your opinions about how he did it. Yes. You're a trash group of fans and you're throwing batteries and shit at him. No one deserves that. I would no throw one. batteries at him, but I would tell if I ever saw John Tavares in the public end, when, when, a public when, eye. When he, came, when, when he came back to the island, what were they throwing at him? They were throwing things at him. Rubber snakes. Rubber snakes. Rubber snakes, batteries, anything those trash people could get their hands on, they were throwing at him. No one deserves I'm sorry, that. rubber snakes is funny. Rubber snake no. is funny. No, sorry. No one deserves to have anyone throw it at him, right? You can boo them. You can scream stuff at them. That's what your ticket entitles you to, to voice your opinion. You're a trash group of people when you start throwing things at, at people. Wait, like are you from Boston? Yes. Of course. Yes, he is. Providence. Okay, so you're going to say that we're trash when, you're fit, when your city is known to be you know, racist remarks to ballplayers? Listen, really? Buddy, Listen, so you're gonna call us there's, there's, there's certainly been instances, and because one drunk idiot said something to Adam Jones, what happened the next Thank you. The because of us. The entire Fenway Park well, We're getting along so well. Did they not? Because of a small few. Because of a small few, it's not like everybody trash. Thank you for proving my point. Well, guess what? If you're going to judge Boston because one idiot said something, you should go listen to the previous shows and hear what the beef has to say. <laughs> How did the beef get put into this? It was only a matter of time, Josh. Come on. Oh, my God. By the way, uh, Carl says uh, Lyle has mosh pit passes for Michael McDonald. <laughs> if, someone... so if, we're, if we're judging entire communities because of a couple of morons, I'm gonna treat you like I treat the bees. You just did that, though. You just did that. Yeah, because yeah. of a small couple of people no, 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 no. who no, did something, you trashed the, the entire arena, family. Dude, the whole arena was throwing things at him. It wasn't. No, they weren't. It was a couple, one or two people sitting there down there warm-ups. I was there. I watched it. Yeah, of course. You're telling me I watched it happen. It was not yeah, everybody. Okay. It was a small couple group of people. 
It went from one person to two people to a group to a couple of groups. It was the entire place. Just go with it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like three people who came together who were doing it, who were throwing stuff on the ice. Besides that, that was it. Honestly, honestly, a beer opening. By what, the way, watching and and I, I don't want to keep going on with this John Tavares thing. I, I John what what John Tavares did was wrong. When the Islanders came to him and they asked him, listen. We're, we're, we're looking to move you, and I want to stay here. I, I plan to be an Islander for the rest of my career. When he knew that he wasn't staying there, he knew from day one he wasn't staying there, he screwed the Islanders, which could have set the Islanders back. Thank God it didn't because they brought in Barry Trotz. But they could have gotten two first-round draft picks for John Tavares. They could have solidified well, me, themselves. Can I just ask you something, though, Errol, seriously? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, the Islanders could have gotten something for him, right? A lot why, for him. Why? Hold on. But why would it be in John Tavares' interest to go to a team that would be giving up assets when he can just wait two months and do it? Like, it's a brilliant move for John Tavares to be like, I'm staying and then split town so the team he goes to but that's, doesn't have to give up assets. But that's why the Islander fans can't stand him, because if he didn't want to be here, let them move you and try to get assets back for you so they can rebuild. So he, doesn't have, he doesn't have to let them do anything because guess what? The team could have just traded him to anywhere they wanted to and told them to shove it because that's the team's right. And John Tavares' right is to say, so, well, screw it, I'll stay. Hold, hold on, hold, hold on, Jeff. And, and, well, what and, if is, I want to Josh, and I don't want to hear you because I see you shaking your head because if John Tavares played for the Rangers and he did that to the Rangers, you would be fucking pissed off. I didn't even You would be pissed off. You would be pissed off. Why I, are you, I didn't even shake thing. my head. Why so, are you getting I saw what you did. You put your hand up and you shake your no, head. No, I, I was raising my hand to make a point. Let's go. Let's go watch. Man. Let's go watch the replay. Let's go watch the replay. Go watch the replay. Let's go watch the replay. Okay, hold on. I want to add. Holy moly. I want to add one thing about the Tavares situation when he left. So it was known since the middle of the season or rumored that his wife was the one who didn't want to stay here or his wife to be. She got a job in Toronto. As a nurse. John Tavares wanted to stay here. I don't but believe when that. When you're about to be married, Mm-mm. when you're about to be married, and you, and you have a wife who does not want to live there, you're not going to go there. John Tavares was never staying here. The other team, there he were was, two. He was with by was, his wife. It was not. It was Toronto. If it wasn't Toronto, it was San Jose. I know. I'm telling you, I had an insider. I had an insider. I have I, I have I've interviewed the insider that was telling me the San Jose Sharks gave him offered him the most money. It was either yeah, it was I think two million dollars more. Yeah. yeah, it was either it was thirteen. It was Toronto or it was San Jose. It was never the Islanders. Never the Islanders. He never was coming. That's not at all what he said. I, not what he, he said. Care. He said it was came down to the Islanders and, and Toronto. Don't believe that because hold, hold, hold on, hold on. I believe. Hold on, hold on. Just one second. You believe him? The same about, guy. Hold on, hold on, Jeff. The same guy that went to a news conference after he signed with Toronto and called Matt Barzell the other kid. Okay, he wouldn't even give him a name. He said the other kid. All right, so that's the well, disrespectful I, I person that him. he is. I I do believe him. I I, I believe that it was us. From what I know, Us? that he wanted to stay here, and and they and his Who wife cares? Good, good riddance. That's we're talking about something that happened a couple of years ago. Can we talk about how trash the Rangers fan base is? What a bunch of mouth breathing <laughs> losers! Uh, I can't. I can't that. say anything about this one. 
Errol and I, Errol and I talked about this the other day, right? I, I just want to shove Josh in a in a body bag right now, being a <laughs> pussy, right? And part of that pussy fan base for a second here, right? Rangers fans crying that Tom Wilson should be suspended because he dropped fucking Panarin on his head. Guess what? Maybe he could have gotten suspended for the cross-check to the back of the head when Buchnevich was down. But Panarin was a willing combatant going in there to try to fight Tom Wilson. And just because Tom Wilson picked him up and dropped him on his head doesn't mean... Well, hold on. Did you see what Tom Wilson was doing when Buchnevich was on the ice, Jeff? Did you see what was happening? I didn't realize it was MMA. I thought this was hockey we were playing. I didn't realize it was a free-for-all and Tom Wilson could do whatever he wants. Which, by the um, way, if you I look... I want to add Coyle, one thing really quick. Hold Coyle on, Coyle almost got um, paralyzed because of Tom Wilson. So, if anything, you should be fighting about Tom Wilson being a little pussy vagina head. Which, by the way, he could have come back to the game because of a lower body injury. By the way, boo-hoo! Tom Wilson, I hurt myself. Boo-hoo! There's your little mark. Hold on. I want to say one thing, Jeff. After you just said that, I want to apologize for calling at you at the beginning. You just became my favorite person on this show. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeff's not going to agree with you on that. I one. love you now. I, you are my favorite. I'm sorry if I came at you. You are right. Uh, yep, I'm not disagreeing with you ever again. Hold on. Josh is sitting there bitching. Oh, he could have paralyzed him. Well, guess what? If you're a pussy, stay out of the scrum. You know what the problem is? Rangers fans, because they're such pussies, they want to be like, look, Panarin, he's our hero. And then I don't even understand what this has anything to do with the Rangers. We're talking about the, the Islanders and the and Brewing and this and that. This has nothing to do with the Rangers, Jeff. I don't know why. Clearly, they're living rent-free in your head. <laughs> Bunch of pussies, you Rangers yeah, fans. Clearly, you, you talk about them. You brought it up. They're living rent-free in your head, buddy boy. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Well, Speedy, I know. This, Speedy, this is a hockey segment. <laughs> yeah, really. He got up and dropped on his head. He was a willing combatant in that scrum. Well, what would you like him to do, Jeff? You want him to just sit there and punch his teammate? Is that what you want? You talk about toughness about the honors toughing up, right? You talked about that earlier. How they need to toughen up in the games. I have. No the Rangers tried to tough up at that point, didn't they? <laughs> so you, let me ask you this: When Tom Wilson, no let me ask you this. Okay, so when Tom Wilson paralyzes David Pasternak next year, are you going to be saying the same thing that the NHL let him get away with this? You're going to be saying David that. David That's what you're going to be saying. First, first of all, first of all, David Pasternak's not stupid enough to go in as a willing combatant to take. He doesn't have to be. Tom Wilson stupid. will do it himself. That's a kind of he's dude. Tom Wilson does whatever he wants. Go you know, look at his videos of what he's done in the past. You want to know why Tom Wilson hasn't done anything in this series? Because we actually have tough hockey players that can do something. The Rangers, pussies. And they left rent free in your head, Pally. They let Tom Wilson get away. Yeah, they left Tom Wilson all right. I think you got a bank run on Tom Wilson personally. You have a dropped him right on that. Yeah, you like it, right, Jeff? You like it rough with Tom Wilson. I can hear it in your voice. It's all right. Don't worry about I it. I love, I love. The I know you love Tom Wilson. You love him real good. I know it. Oh, man, you love you it like speaking in his asshole. Yeah. You love it. I know it. <laughs> Get him back. Yeah. 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 No yeah. more. <laughs> By the way, Carl says if someone is seizing you, you leave them alone until it's over. Ben yeah, says, exactly. "Have fun losing a finger, a finger from a bite." 
Snug says, good old first aid, Lyle. Ben says, Cornhole's the best. Pistons fans would disagree. Carl yeah. says, please get Lyle a better phone. <laughs> Alex says, Lyle wake, my wake the dead if, might wake the dead if he screams any louder. Ben says, hashtag malice in the palace. I have no using my Bluetooth in the car. Uh, Snug says, oh God, please do and Lyle a beef hour. Oh God, I don't think any of us would survive that. that uh, ben, time, ben. Right? No one cares. That's what happened. No one cared about Bucinavich's face getting driven into the into the ice. Everyone was like, "Oh my God, why are you?" See, Jeff, I don't understand it. Why are you still bringing this up? If we're talking about the Honors and the Bruins are in the playoffs, the Rangers aren't even here. No, 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 no. We're talking about about you butting into a hockey conversation when you watch trash. I didn't butt into the hockey conversation. You brought my name into it, buddy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you rewind the tape, you hypocrite? That name. (laughs) Ben says, "A chill." pills fellows uh carl says somebody well, call mark uh mark was gonna be on but then i uh, said it wasn't and of course well. Well, i was gonna suck yeah. jeff's balls because he made fun of the ranger so of course Lyle loves it but the funny thing is jeff still wants to be six feet apart from Lyle. Ben so don't sa- even make a damn difference and says wowza <laughs> carl says speedy says mark on uh carl, mark was not feeling well tonight snug says his wife's yeah. tired of some crazy islanders fan named lyle that stalked her all the time that's why they left Ben laughing emojis. <laughs> what just happened? Carl said Jeff wanted a Brad Marchand slash, and Ben says I'm loving this. <laughs> I love to see that fight, Tom Wilson and Brad Marchand. I love to see where that one would go. Marchand mm-hmm. wins, dude. I'm, I I love I love that Mark comes on the show. He's a real celebrity. He's one of the very few people in Alabama with Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> are you still ask Jeff? Are you still going to ask him the next time you see him who Quinny Pay is? <laughs> I you listen, and I I understand. Jeff, I have no idea what he said. No, he said, "Are you gonna the next time he comes on? Are you gonna ask him Quinny, who Quinny Pay is?" That's what he said. Uh, dude, but first of all, I could I could tell you where Quinny Pay went to high school. What dude? Quinny Pay was a running back in high school. Mark only knows tied players. That's all he knows. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who cares? You know what I'm saying? Stay in your double wide. Well, uh, well, I will. I will say this: He doesn't know a lot about college football besides Alabama. I, I, I can honestly tell you that. But when it comes At to the, Alabama. but when it comes to the NFL and 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 know about you know the past and and the present, he he knows his stuff. He does. He definitely yeah, yeah. does. He, he's seen a forward pass before. Good for him. But he, to me, he should have came on last night, and he. You know, he, he respects your knowledge of what you know. He just... I don't know about that. I don't that. know knowledge. I <laughs> people. No, you, but you have knowledge. You, you know you what you... You do a good job of that. Yes. He's got knowledge. If, oh, Lyle. Lyle is sucking up to Jeff now. No, no, oh, no, no, no. But, 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 Jeff, oh, that's right. Because once I put you in a body bag, Lyle came over to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's 100% correct. He's 100% correct. Yeah, I can Lyle, feel I'm it. Oh, boy. Beer I swear to God. I, I'm telling you right now, if Jeff pulled oh, his hand, I, so I would do it. <laughs> what was that saying, Jeff? What did you say? What did you say? What did I say about what? Lyle, you're going to go get a beer or something like that? I, Josh was talking. Oh, no, so. yeah. No, I'm coming to have that beer with Lyle now. We're homeboys. We're going to just call, call Josh all night from, from Islanders games. And I hate That's the fine. Islanders, but you know what I hate more? Rangers fans. You're trash. <laughs> you're you're absolutely And you know what garbage. I hate more? Guy Fieri wannabe lookalikes. They're trash. Guy Fieri wannabe. Yep. I saw those <laughs> pictures, Jeff. You and that hairstyle yeah. oh, look what? like. Oh, oh, what? Because I have <laughs> hair that goes up in the front. 
I don't right, know where you were in the seventies or today, buddy boy. You better get that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Back. I think you and Bob Baffert were hanging out doing some druggies last week. I wonder why. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna, dude. You're gonna wish you look as good as I do when you're my age. Let me tell you something, you're Jeff. I don't want to look any part of you period, pal. Jeff, if I look like you, I would say, can I please get reincarnated and come back to life again? I don't want to look anything like you. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, brother, say what you want, man. I still get it sucked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you didn't say who you get it sucked by, though. Was it Quiddy Pay? Yay or nay? <laughs> Buddy, you, you, you wish you could have lived my life. You're sitting on a couch. In your yeah, I know. I wish I could have lived your life. What, watching men playing high school in shoulder pads all the time. I love doing that. Jesus Christ. Get me, <laughs> I, get my fannies in the I think, I think my resume. I think my resume goes a whole lot deeper than that. Oh, does it? Your resume goes deeper? Tell me more. I'm dying to know. <laughs> Everyone knows? No. Oh, yeah. that's fine. You want Errol to stick up for your battles. That's nice. no, 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 no. no. I, and, 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 and everybody, and, and, and let, let me tell you something. And That's this is, no, 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 no. Let, let, no. Hold on one second, Josh. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to step in on this. I, first of all, if I think jo- Jeff is wrong, I will attack Jeff to the heart. Okay. That's I don't give funny. a, I don't give an F what Jeff says. So if Jeff says something and I disagree with him, I will attack him. I have no fear to, to attack him, but if you look at his resume, his resume. I is, agree with you with his resume. Yes. I was messing around. His with resume is is I there. I know he yeah. does have a good resume. I've told I've told him this in a phone conversation. I've told him he has his a resume good, is there. His resume yes. is there. Okay, I'm so, just messing around. That's what. As far is. as as far as fans that listen to the show and actually calls the show, Jeff is probably the most. Uh, um, as far as uh, statistics and information when it comes to college sports, college football, college basketball, there's probably nobody, nobody that's you know even people that we've interviewed, um, uh, um, program directors, um, we've had coaches come on the show, broadcasters, broadcasters yeah. come on. He knows more than all of them when it comes to college sports. So uh, I, I have re- I have real sources. <laughs> Well, I, Speedy's got real sources, but they're in his no, pants. No, no, that wasn't a shot at me. That was a shot at Josh. <laughs> no, that's fine. You can have real sources. And I'm not the one who spreads rumors. That's funny, and I respect that. That's great, and I understand it. I understand Jeff's knowledge. I do. But if we're going to constantly make this a weekly thing where we are just going to come on and just be the banter and everything like that, listen – I'm here. I'm not going to be, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say names. I'm not going to be the Beave or Mark and Shy Away. I'm not. You shouldn't. I, what, what, why, why am I going to do that? It makes you look, I'm going to, it makes you look like a pussy. It does. And that's not what I'm, what I am and what I'm here to do. And you, you should. Already, and that's it. You already, you already look like that when you wear a Rangers t-shirt. <laughs> that's fun. And I don't even know so- what you know. How I did this turn into? Time, but I might have I might have to gouge my eyes out and my ears as well. So I don't want to ask you for anything. How did this go? Wait, from... Call on the horse race, Jeff. That was a good call by you on betting the horse race. <laughs> Thanks for that. You want you want you want to know how it turned into this, Lyle? I'll tell you how it turned into this. A Rangers fan got his feelings hurt. Now, do you want to know why it turned into this, Lyle? I'll tell you because I didn't know Julian Edelman had a stupid brand or a YouTube show about a cheeseburger. That's how I didn't know about this. <laughs> I, by the way, the cheeseburger I, I, probably I, I, sucked. 
I, dude, I only hope next season Tom Wilson hits Panarin with the Stone Cold Stunner, right? <laughs> I, hey, listen, let me tell you something. I love wrestling. If you want to talk wrestling, Jeff, let's all be it. Let's have at it. I got three Stone Cold shirts. I could talk wrestling with you all the time. I got the wrestling show on Tuesdays, but you won't listen to it. You'll probably be smoking a doobie. <laughs> He's so upset Panarin got dropped on his head. I'm not upset about anything, man. Listen, I'm just glad he didn't head. get seriously injured. That's what I'm fine about. Dude. Dude, the Rangers right now, yeah, dude, no, the Rangers it, suck. The Rangers suck. Listen, They're not good. Listen, all, I tell all this all the time, the Rangers happy. aren't good. You don't have to tell me. I don't have to hear from you. Dude, I know the Rangers we're aren't all good. Happy. Hold on, Josh. We're all happy Panarin isn't hurt. No one wants to see anyone get hurt or anything like that. But when Rangers fans cry that Tom Wilson wasn't suspended, did Panarin go in there as a willing combatant? He no, he did, but at the same time, there. but Jeff, all right, Jeff, let's let's be real here, though. In all seriousness, how many times has Tom Wilson done nasty things in this league that the NHL turned a blind eye and they said, okay, dude, it's fine. Well, dude, he's done it multiple dude, times. Dude, he, repeat offender dude, and then I mean, dude, he's a repeat offender. This he is getting to Tarbertuzzi right, territory, but, Jeff. But here's the, here's, the thing, here's the thing you're missing, though, Josh. Here's the thing you're missing. Just because the guy does dirty – and listen, I'm a Bruins fan, so I can watch Brad Marchand and see that he does dirty things and that he deserves to get – Oh, listen, he licks guys' right? ears. I think it's funny. <laughs> hold on. Well, hold, hold on, Josh. Right? But just because Tom Wilson has a history doesn't mean every single time or every single thing that he does is a dirty play. Panarin went in there as a willing combatant, and he got dropped on his but head. If you it's not even there, more – that's not more why, Jeff, why the upset. They're upset the fact that Buchnevich was on the ground, and he wrapped his stick around the back of his neck and just started beating him senseless, which Wilson what? knew Buchnevich is not a fighting vicious player. Which – Basically, which, he's by trying- the way, I, which, which, by the way, I started this whole thing by saying, if you said Tom yeah, Wilson should be suspended because of what he did to Buchnevich, I'm on board. Yes, but that he should have been suspended. For the Panarin thing, he came in like a bat out of hat, and he came hold in on, there. Jeff would say that, though. He's right. Josh, I said, if you wanted to suspend Tom Wilson because of what he did to Buchnevich, that's fair, that's fair game. He had his face on the ice and got punched in the back of the head. But when someone goes in to defend that and they're a willing combatant, you get what you get. No, I agree. And like I said, thank God the shoulders. Let me tell you this. If the shoulder didn't stop, that he hits his but head Rangers flat. Fans yeah. cried, but Rangers fans cried because they wanted a hero, right? And they didn't get a hero. What they got was a pile driver. <laughs> yes, they did. It was almost like a pile driver. And, and also, by the way, I want to clarify something very quick. When Arrow was speaking before, I was not shaking my head no. I had my hands up because I was going to make a point. That's why I got annoyed. Because my point was going to be if the Islanders should have done this. Here's what the Islanders should have done. Hold on, Jeff. Here's what the Islanders should have done. They should have traded Tavares for the picks regardless. And if he wanted to come back to the Islanders so badly, he would have re-signed with them. Look at what the Yankees did with the Roldis Chapman, right? They traded Chapman. They got a bunch of players like Torres and those guys, and they brought him back. So if the if the owner said to Tavares, "Okay, we'll trade you, but can you resign with us? You do a little deal under the under the table, then that's it." They believe the guy. When listen, you don't have to believe anybody in this business. So Nia and the owner shot themselves in the foot for believing this guy. That's your Josh, fault, Josh. You, you, Josh, you could end this whole rant right now. You could have just began and ended it with like two sentences. You don't want people to leave the Islanders. Don't be a trash franchise. That's it. 
I mean, they play in a tuna fish can right now. That's what they play in a tuna. How, how many people? How, how many people are? How many people are trying to leave the Lightning right now? Nobody. How many people are trying to leave Vegas right now? Nobody. Like people leave trash franchises. That's what they do, right? They want to go to a place where they have a chance to win. And Tavares didn't think he had the chance to win because trash. great, great, that's great, great choice of going to Toronto. By the way, <laughs> Toronto lost Listen, to a Zamboni driver. Listen. He looked at that team and saw Austin Matthews and Mitch Barner and some of the other guys and said, that's wow, not, that's not why he, really- that's not why he, that's first of all, that's not why he, I think he left the Islanders. The, he left the Islanders because he wasn't sure where the Islanders were going when it comes to ownership and wh- where, where they were coming for, for a stadium because they were right. playing in Brooklyn. Right. They, they had no idea right. that the Belmont, the I'm Belmont saying. didn't exist, you know? So that's, that, that's exactly what I'm saying, though, right? Like, they're, they're a franchise that there's always, like, some sort of turmoil or something going on, right? And, and think about this. That had a lot to do with you Charles Wong, by the way, just so you know. Uh, well, Wong tried to get – he tried to get – Wong, you look at – think about this. When you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and go, wow, that's really stable, your organization is trash. Not anymore. So, not anymore. I want to oh, add one Jeff thing. And I want to add one thing about John Tavares when he was leaving. We that could go off subject after thing. this, by the way, because we have to. That was the best thing to happen to this franchise. Because if he resigns, we still have Snow as GM. We still have Doug Wayne as a, as a head coach. And we're still probably a team that's not in the playoffs. We probably lose Bar- trade Barzil. And it's a completely different team. Well, hold on. So Wait. I think it's a good thing that he was about to leave and deciding all that. Because of well, that, that's the reason why well, we no, got Lamarell and Trotz, they just got Tavares was about to be a free agent. So they were still there. Trotz and Lamarell were trying to convince him to Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Jeff, you go. Then Josh, you go. Then... Delilah, then I'm we sorry, go off this. We go off this. Him, yeah. so. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. It doesn't matter who's running this Islanders franchise. You guys could have Scotty Bowman or Rick DiPietro's CTE, right? Like, it doesn't matter. The franchise is always going to stink. Just wrap your minds around that for a minute. You guys stink, and that's just the way life is for you. Just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Now, Josh. The thing of it is, is that... Tavares was still trying to be convinced to stay with the honors because no, Lamorello and Trotz had just gone in there. No, they were Lamorello was still in. No, he was trying to convince his wife to stay. No, he was still talking to Tavares though. They were still talking to each other. I'm so just, in the end, they, they would have kept him, Tavares. But they were trying to convince his wife to want to stay on the island because she never wanted to stay there. That but is you, the reason why he ended up leaving. That's why he yeah. waited until the last minute. Um, how much for my there. Go ahead, maybe, Josh. Maybe they left. left Long Island because they hate your horrific accents. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> again, I, I disagree with you, uh, Jeff. I, I think the organization has run very, very well. Malkin owns the team now. He built the stadium. Players want to come there. There are players that want to come there. Once the Islanders fix up the once the Islanders fix up the salary cap that Gartsnote screwed up with Andrew Ladd and some of these terrible contracts, I believe that a lot of players are going to want to come over there and play at the, the new Belmont Stadium and all that other stuff. So are you really going to screw up the cap, by the way? I'm sorry. Really hard to really hard to respect a franchise that bought the, that had an owner that bought the team on IOUs 
Get out of here, you bums. Lula Morello thinks he helped screw up the cap 100% when he signed. Uh, the cap was a, like first of all. First of all, the the, the cap yeah, was. Yeah, why didn't Kamara four years, three million? Because Kamarov is a good playoff player. That's why he brought Kamarov in. He's a good playoff player. He, By the way, not I I he's not a goal scorer. And you listen, Lyle. And I'm going to explain something. And I know you know hockey, but I know hockey too because I played. Okay, and hockey. When you go to the playoffs, you need rough neck players. You need guys that can yes. go into the trenches, and when you need to fight, you need to hit. You need to gut wrench a, a goal in the overtime. You need players like that. We have seen finesse teams over the years. Finesse teams. The last finesse team that I remember winning a Stanley Cup, besides the Pittsburgh Penguins, is you know who? The Colorado Avalanche when they beat the the Florida Panthers in 1996. They were a finesse team. You look at their team. Look at the talent they had on the team. Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick, uh, Claude Lemieux. That team was a finesse team and it, a, a mean team. They had a mean streak. There are not many finesse teams that win Stanley Cups. You're going to say the Lightning? The Lightning aren't a finesse team. They're not a finesse team. They're Go ahead. If the Islanders, if the Islanders wanted toughness, maybe they should trade for Panarin. He's a real bully. <laughs> I will tell you this. I will tell you this. The two fan bases that I think are the most annoying in the NHL, and I've been to games at both of their stadiums, Philadelphia being one, Montreal being another. Montreal, they're – I went to a Canadians game, dude. Those people are nasty mofos. Nasty mofos. Well, I will say this, and we got to get off of hockey because we got a lot more to talk about. We, we've we really sunk our fangs into this well, whole – great radio, thing. though. It is. <laughs> It's great radio, and I, I, I like that Jeff has his own opinion towards it. I think sometimes it's a little outlandish, but he's got his personality. It's not an, it's not an opinion. Panarin might be the toughest guy in the league. <laughs> I got to say, this was a lot of fun to call in. I'm definitely going to call in again. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Can't wait. So we'll put him on the block list, right? Panarin's tough. Got picked up and dropped on his stupid Russian What a bully. Yeah. I think Putin might have hired Wilson to get him. Well, uh, I love watching Jeff and uh, Lyle work together. It's like watching Dumb and Dumber three in a movie. <laughs> dude, I don't, dude. I don't give two shits what you say. Lyle's my homeboy now because we both hate you with all of our hearts. That's totally fine. Let me tell you something. I hated you the moment you spoke to me the first time I taught you about. Ju- oh, Julian Edelman. Oh, he has a brand. You didn't name it. You're a bad man. You're mean. By the way, that cheeseburger episode sucked. <laughs> By the Josh, way, Jeff, in your words, Josh, that, that, that YouTube channel, trash. Doggy doo-doo. Josh, have you, ever heard, have you ever heard the saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? That's totally fine. If you want to make Lau your friend, I've known Lau for 10 years. If you want to make Lau your friend, yeah, Jeff, yeah. let me tell you what. You know what? Hold on. You two I'm fit gonna, very well together, actually. I actually can be the I'm going to ship him some Cigar City beer now. I love um, Lyle. Lyle's go ahead. Listen, I hope you two become homeboys because you know why? I could see the vision of you two together. Oh, my Lord. That would be something to watch. It would be a reality show. Holy crap. It would be better than the Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Jeff... Uh, obviously, Sorry, Lyle... Jeff, you're not controlling this brain, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you're not controlling his Josh brain. With his half, half-wit retorts. I love it. 
Yeah, I love it. By the way, I love the compliment you threw at me yesterday. That lasted all but five seconds, nuthead. <laughs> now, I want to add one thing. Josh came up with the Guy Fury line at Errol's Cruise. Yes, I did. What was he it? He came up with it then. He's been planning it. Planning to get back. Oh, no, again. dude. I've told Errol this. Dude, the first, you dude, the first picture Errol showed me of Jeff. <laughs> I said, what's with that fucking hair? You know the photo, like the one from six years ago. That I don't give I don't know what it was. Speedy, anything is better than you and your photogenic head, all right? You and your freaking ring face. No, I'm, right? I'm giving Errol the context. <laughs> How funny is it that you have to plan comebacks? If you're looking for my comeback, all you got to do is scrape it off your wife's teeth. I don't have to plan anything, meathead. So it doesn't even matter what I'm planning is, all right? So who gives a shit what I plan or no plan? It said what it said. It doesn't give a shit. Who cares? <laughs> hey, by the way, Jeff, when are you actually going to show uh, not call in? Are you actually going to ever come on the StreamYard stream? That's not going to happen. He wants. Actually, a fun show. I can't hear anything. Jeff, Jeff, he wants you to come on Streamyard with you know. Come on, why not? With your face. That's what he wants. He wants to see your face. He wants to talk. No, I don't. I want to know why he hides. Why does he seriously hide though? He's saying that you hide. He's saying that you're hiding. That I'm hiding. Not hiding in a bad way. Like, just why are you hiding? He says. Errol, did we not did we not do like a FaceTime thing? Did you not yes. see me before? Yes. We we've done FaceTime. Do before. I do I hide? No. I don't hide. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'm not saying you're hiding in a bed. I'm saying how come you just you you don't come on the stream yard? You always you just call in all the time. Like Carl came on the stream with the draft. I, I mean I, even... I, I mean I will say this, Josh. It, and I, I don't know if you know a lot about Jeff. Jeff actually played professional golf. So Let me... I, I know you've oh, told can. me this. Listen, you don't have to suck his left nut anymore. I'm not, I'm not, right? I've heard this hold already. On, hold on one second. I already know. Hold on one second. Jeff is a there wonderful is, person. There is He's not, your biggest Hold on. Hold on, Jeff. Before you say anything, first, first of all, I am the last person on yeah. any radio show to kiss mm-hmm. anybody's ass. No. I don't kiss anybody's ass. Oh, ever. Yeah, I, all you do is yell ever. at me and call me and speedy idiots. Well, that, yes, I do. And I'm, I'm an idiot sometimes, too. That's why we're the well, I mean, loudmouths. Hey, we all know it, so we don't have to say it. Say it. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. What? That's not true. You were kissing ass before. I, I heard that in- interview with Cynthia Freeland. You were you were kissing ass. Get out! Oh, you get- every time you get into the show. Oh, we get out of here. We would love to get you on sometime again in the future. We'd love to get you on again. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's how we that's how we draw people to come back on. You know, the show. I go, I go like this. Look, 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 look. Oh, well. that's that is, is that how you kiss your wife? I'm like, I even get to kiss her every now and then. I'm like, she let me near her. Jeff, would you would you like to to share his wife with him? I don't even. I think my. Uh, I, I've never seen his wife. Where is this going? Where is this no, going? Let me tell you something. First off, let I'm, me tell I'm you something. I'm not going in on the wife. I don't know her. Yeah, let me tell you something. My wife doesn't even have to know who Jeff is. She'll probably say, oh, does he hang out with Arrow? Yes. I don't want anything to do with that guy. <laughs> oh, I, that's, nice, that's nice to know. That's the way your wife thinks of me. <laughs> First off, actually, she was very upset she didn't come on your, on your birthday uh, boat, by the way. I'm trying to get Jeff to come out on my birthday bash one of these days. He should. My 40th. I don't know what he didn't do it this year. My 40th yeah, next year. 
my forty. That, that, that seems like a good. That seems like a good time to me. I want to be on a boat for five hours. No, 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 no. It, Jeff, it was you. Jeff. First of all, the beef didn't come. It was three hours. <laughs> that is true. Come. The beef did not show up. Usually, Jeff, the beef enjoy. does come, but it, that would be funny. You and the beef on the boat together. That would be interesting. <laughs> we won't tell him. Nowhere to go. I, 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 would, I would run circles around his hamster brain. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Jeff. Would you make him cry again for the third time? Would you Would you make him cry for the third time? That's what he said. Oh, dude. I, dude he'd just see me and start crying. He'd just see me and start crying. Oh, There's that guy that went overboard. Oh, oh, oh that's, that's a beef. <laughs> It'll be in the water in three seconds. Oh we've tried to have we've tried to have this conversation like miles on and I'm on and like the whole thing. Beef won't do it because his squirrel brain would explode. I still cannot believe Mark. The moment he heard Jeff say he just said I don't have time and he hung up. Mark, first of all, and I, I, I'm going to say something about Mark. Mark is—he's a good person. He really is a good. No, kind I of no Mark. He hold is on, right. hold on. And I, I'm, and I, I talked to Mark today, and he has nothing but the utmost respect of Jeff is not Jeff's knowledge. The one thing he doesn't like is when somebody, in his eyes, attacks him when he's when he's had a long day and he just wants to talk a little bit of sports, and that's the way he felt. We'll see if Mac Jones turns out to – that would be a happy thought. Could you imagine that? <laughs> Could you imagine that? I just still think to this day one of the funniest things ever. One of the funniest things ever. Hold on, Josh. Hold on. Hold on, Mac Jones goes to the Patriots. Arrow calls me laughing with his clown laugh. <laughs> what do you think Jeff's thinking right now? <laughs> and then David Collins gets picked. And then he goes, oh, Jeff's probably punching a hole in a wall somewhere. <laughs> and he was. Jeff, I called Jeff right after I did that. And Jeff says, don't you effing call me again. And yeah, he told- <laughs> what was that? That was that night. He told me, don't you effing call me again. I don't want to hear your crap. And he clicked. And that's all I heard. That's all I heard from Jeff. There's three, there's, there's three quarterbacks in the league from Alabama that might be able to turn their fortunes around. Tua, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones. So I'm not going to – the jury's still out on this now. But Mark's saying that Alabama produces quarterbacks when their, when their pedigree is Greg McElroy, A.J. McCarron, and Bodie Coyle. Go home. <laughs> By the way, Carl, Carl says uh, Josh has so many guests on his wrestling show. Yes, he's had he had guests. You just have to listen more. Uh, ben, uh, I laughing have had a lot of guests on my yes, show, Carl. If you, you know, I know you're not going to watch. Stug, Stug says a drunken beef vomiting over the side, and show has Cowboys tattoo on his ass. Uh, ben says Snug Cat wouldn't wish that the sight of my worst enemy. And Lyle says that was fun. Lyle, Lyle got off, but th- thank you, Lyle. Um, that's just stating facts. I, I didn't come at I didn't come at Mark personally. All I did was challenge the fact that he's calling Ohio State quarterbacks trash, but he can't open his eyes to see what Alabama produced. And if he can't handle the truth, he shouldn't be in the business. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, really quick before we look, Jeff. Like I said, Jeff hasn't attacked me personally. Okay, we argue about sports. I don't attack people. Per- I, I don't attack no, people. We personally. do. We talk sports. That's what we do. We're men. We talk sports. We fight. If they, you know, whether we agree or disagree, that's what we're doing. We're not 
we're not calling each other names or anything nasty like that or they do which is we can all agree Panarin's not tough right all right oh a hundred percent that was ridiculous that he jumped in there. I knew he was going to get his ass kicked the moment he did that. <laughs> Small, yeah. It is like a 30-pound size difference. Errol got personal with me, basically telling me I was shaking my head no earlier, and I didn't even move my head. <laughs> but again, I, I never heard Errol get mad at me like that. I'm not, I wasn't mad at all. I wasn't mad at all. Oh, you, you even... After what you said, now, and I said I didn't even say anything. Do you, you said, really want to see me get mad? You really want to see me get mad? No, I've seen you get mad at Speedy. No, that's, that's not mad. That's not mad. And what's mad to you? Mad is when I lose my mind. You're smiling as you're saying it. When, mad is when I lose my mind when you want to run from me. <laughs> you want to see Errol get mad? Just play a tape of, of all the Jets franchise highlights. No. That's one is Mark Sanchez running up someone's asshole. Oh, my God. Well, like I said, in the end, listen. I've always wanted to get Mark Sanchez on the show. I listen, always like wanted I said, to. I don't know. I don't know Jeff very long. I don't. But I do respect his opinion. I know he knows college football very well. I understand it. I get that. I'm not going to be one of those guys that if Jeff throws something, I'm just going to hang up the phone and say, that's that. End of discussion. Like, if you're going to be a man, yeah, man, I'll take the brunt and have a conversation. Yeah, but, but hold on. My point still stands, though, right? Like, how does somebody call Ohio State quarterbacks trash and go, well, oh, Alabama has a much better record? And not think that that's just living in banana land. Like, how crazy can you be? When, I still think. Like, how crazy can you be to be like Brody Coyle, AJ McCarron, and Greg McElroy are the most successful thing we've had, and that's better than anybody. Banana I land, think, bringing that I back. Think, nice. I still think Carl was shocked that Jeff complimented me yesterday. I think still think he's black. You can't believe that still. I, I'm amazed Jeff's bringing all, that, all the throwback sayings back. Banana Land and yesterday Robbie Henderson Radio. Well, because now I'm using well, now on, I'm trying to use doggy doo doo and all that stuff, so we can't use that anymore. <laughs> well, but let's but let's be honest. Does anyone else think Mark's crazy for making that statement? Ohio State quarterbacks are trash, but Alabama has a good pedigree. Well, I, no, I he's if, crazy with that. He, I, if I, he I, if he really if he really meant it that way, he does that he's out of his mind. Because Alabama quarterbacks have not been successful in the NFL. I mean if he meant it that way. That's exactly what he said. Am I misquoting Speedy? You no, 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 that's not Did he say he did he say it that way? No, he, he said he said it as he said it as Ohio State quarterbacks are have had a bad track record in the NFL and used that to downgrade Justin Fields and then didn't say the same thing right, for Matt Jones. And that's Jones. why he said right. Matt Jones is the best quarterback in the draft. Matt Jones is the best because because Ohio State produces trash quarterbacks, but Alabama is really good. <laughs> right. He said he never downgraded Mac Jones as a result of the track record that Jeff brought up of Alabama quarterbacks, which is definitely true. <laughs> but, but if you're gonna if you're gonna paint somebody with the brush that because of the school they went to, uh, that school stinks at something. Well, then you need to look in the mirror and go. Guess what? Alabama can't produce quarterbacks. They stink. <laughs> right, and that yeah, that's never been their strength. Uh, by the way, Carl says Mark Sanchez wouldn't last five minutes on this show. Uh, ben says that's how you give Gary V a nervous breakdown. Carl says the Collins would be great. Snowcat says loop the butt fumble. Uh, ben Lawfrey says oh, OSU quarterbacks are trash. Lyle says Mac Jones will 100% succeed under Belichick. And Josh looks like you got another Wisconsin fan. Ben, ben says hashtag on Wisconsin. Right, I like Wait, it. But Mac Jones. Love it, Ben. Good for you, man. Mac Jones has a chance to succeed only because he does have Belichick. Belichick won with a dude that took three snaps in college. Three. 
Like, who does that? Mm. I think Mac Jones is going to be very successful in this league. I think he's he, perfect. He, he, he's he very well. Mm-hmm. He very well could be, but he'll be a product because Belichick. But listen, Bill, mm. I, you're going to call me a homer, but Bill Belichick puts his quarterbacks in positions to succeed. You're not going to tell me that he went 11 and five with Matt Castle because Matt Castle. Right. Is some I'd be the team. first person. I'd be the first person to say that. That I, I believe Bill Belichick. I. It's either. It was Vince Lombardi or Bill Belichick. Those are the two greatest coaches of all time when it comes to football. And you can argue now, and I said this when when he won his last Super Bowl, you can argue that Bill Belichick is the greatest football coach of all time. So, and he I is. and I've he, said that Vince Lombardi didn't have to deal with free agency. No, the things that he did have to deal with is complicated. His life far more than Vince Lombardi has ever had. Well, Vince Lombardi only had to beat like eight or nine teams, so it was different in well, those. That's days. one thing, and there was no free agency. If we took you, you played for us, and that's it. Also, the ownership was very different at that time, too, where it was a lot like baseball is now, where the, a lot of the richest owners at that time turned out to be the best teams. George better, Hallis with better, the Bears. Off George Hallis was the, with the Bears. Uh, Paul Brown when he was with the Browns, stuff like that. And a lot of those teams got inflated because of that. And Green Bay, I don't know who their owner was at the time, but he, they were definitely one of them, too. Ben says Lombardi is the GOAT. I mean, you can argue. I understand people have their own opinions. Lombardi. I believe at one point I, I I always believed that Lombardi, but after uh, Bill many, Belichick won his six, how, how many how many wins did Lombardi have? Five championships. I, mean, I think yeah, I think five oh, championships, no, no, no. two Super Bowls, three NFL championships. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So five. Belichick's got six. Mm-hmm. Right. How many wins? And by the way, it's not going to matter because the only one ahead of Bill Belichick is Don Shula, right. and Belichick's chasing him down too. So guess what? Vince Lombardi. Get out of here. Belichick's passed you. You dealt with free agency. Now, now he is. He dealt with all. Now, don't we measure into different time periods, too, of how the game was? Shouldn't that be a factor in it as well? Right, it's more complicated now. That's what Jeff was saying with with free agency, yeah. micromanaging. Like the Patriots are very good at getting like these random guys to succeed uh, that don't, that don't do well in other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Carl what says Cheeseheads all- unite. Uh, ben, more Wisconsin praise. Wisconsin running backs are way successful than Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, what a dummy Carl is, dude. What an idiot Carl is. He's a Bears fan now cheering on Vince Lombardi. Dude, get him out of here, bro. Lyle, <laughs> Lyle, Lyle back going at, Jeff's going at everybody. <laughs> Lyle says, uh, I hate Belichick because he's the best coach of all time and could have done it with the Jets. Jeff, if you want to talk about uh, about franchises being terrible, it's the Jets over the Islanders. Uh, ben says the trophy is literally oh, named dude, after him, and Lombardi did more with less. Well, see, that's the thing. Jeff, Jeff has complimented Belichick for doing what he did, leaving the Jets to go to the Patriots. That's why he makes him one of the best of all time. By the uh, way, Paul says he says he's nothing about Lombardi. I think he was referring to maybe Josh and Ben Cheeseheads Unite or something like that. But Josh is also not a Packers fan, uh, Ben. Or a cool. <laughs> no. I, I can't believe a Bears fan is on the Packers side. That's blasphemy to me. I don't, I don't think he meant that. Carl didn't mean that. North. He should be. He should be thrown out of the NFC North. I don't know if he meant that, though. I think Jeff. Carl was referring to assuming that Josh and Ben maybe were both Packers fans, but Josh is not a Packers fan. No, I'm not. Both of them are Wisconsin Badger fans, though. Yeah. Dude, the Packers are so such a shit franchise. Aaron Rodgers is begging to leave. Begging. <laughs> well, Get me out of here. <laughs> they can't put the players around, and they couldn't put the right players around. I think Julio Aaron, Jones. But, Aaron, Jeff, what if they get Julio Jones? Does Aaron Rodgers backtrack what he says then? Yes. Yes. I think dude, so. Yes. Dude. Aaron Rodgers is trying to do anything other than play for the Packers. He had Alex Trebek murdered. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god. Oh my god. By the way, Lyle says his dad is a Packers fan at laughing my ass off. <laughs> yes, my dad my father is a Packer fan and he hates Aaron Rodgers. Now there's the cheese has cheese heads unite. <laughs> yeah, my father hates Aaron Rodgers. He called him the biggest you know what on the planet. So the last segment of this show, Jeff, you could stay on. I, I wanna go through uh um, so I, I want to go through the uh, each team, uh, each professional sport, and I want to argue who are the top three most overrated players in each sport. In each sport, so all right, so we're gonna go from one sport to the other, and I want I want you guys to give me each and and why you think these particular three players are the most. And you guys got to be honest and don't be a homer on this. Okay, I want you to be honest about this because this is something that really interests. So, okay, you ready? Yeah, it's essentially what it is. All right, baseball. Speedy, you first. Three of the most overrated players right now in the MLB. Ooh. All right, I'm going to say, we've argued this before, uh, Bryce Harper is definitely one. One of the most three most like w- popular names in baseball, but he's very been very inconsistent year to year in, throughout his time in the league. Yes, he won an MVP. Yes, he won a Rookie of the Year. But I don't know if he's necessarily lived up to the hype that people think, oh, he's this, he's this top three, top three type player. So um, I'm going to go with him as number one. Uh, number two, I think, just because he's had a couple down years recently, but he's still getting a lot of hype, is Chris Bryant. I think Chris Bryant... Being that he had a great year this year, Speedy. So far, so good, yes. But I think, yeah. again, they still tout him as one of those top third basemen, and yet he he still hasn't been in recent years. He's done better this year. I'm sorry, Carl. I know he's I know he's done better this year. Uh, ben, you agree with me on Harper, which is definitely uh, definitely good on that. Um, and now he's being touted as maybe he's going to be this high paid guy, but. I'm going to say number th- that for number two. And number three, just because I involved the cheating scandal, he won a batting title for that. Jose Altuve definitely is up there as well because they cheated. Okay, Josh, you next. Uh, I actually would have started with Bryce Harper too. I would have That would have been another one that I would have said. He's a guy that when you look at also, is it coincidental that when he left the Washington Nationals, all of a sudden they won a World Series, he goes to Philadelphia, and yet there's fights going on in the dugout between uh, – Joe Girardi and Gene Segura because uh, Gene Segura doesn't know how to catch a baseball. They clearly just – the Phillies haven't gotten any better even though he's putting up good numbers, right? That's the key point. Number two for me, I'm going to – it's going to be an interesting one. I'm going to say Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg to me is a guy that when I look back at his numbers and his career as a whole, the contract that he got, the problem is two things that said to me. One, he's had some nice years, but he's never had any saw young career years. One and two, injury prone. He's very injury prone. I think the Nationals were better off keeping Anthony Rendon. I know they felt Rendon was going to leave, but in my opinion, you always keep an everyday player over a pitcher with the contract. That's always what it does because I think it stands out in my eyes a little bit more. Oh, and number three, it's going to be weird. Um, it's only because of the contract he has too, but I guess it's not totally his fault. Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward, to me, is a guy that did not earn that contract that he got from the Cubs. That was an agreed – that contract is egregious. He doesn't even start for them anymore. He hasn't started for them for the last two years. Mm. And they're still paying him, I think, another two years after this, the contract that they gave him. There were no opt-outs. It was a no-trade clause. I think it was – how much money was it, Speedy? It was almost 
180 they gave him? All right, we got to go through the sports. Right. We got you know, the points. So that's why I would say Jason Hayward. All right, all right, all Jason right, Hayward today. You, you, you drag things long. We got to go for all four sports. Oh, I'm sorry. It. I spoke for more than a minute. Excuse uh, me. It was a lot more than a minute. Anyways, well, excuse Jeff, me. I'm sorry. Jeff, your, t- your three most overrated players in the MLB. I realize you guys are going to disagree with this because he's great in – regular season, but Clayton Kershaw is just a dude that doesn't get it done. He just doesn't. They they won last year in spite of him, not because of him, and everyone builds him up as this great player, and he's only good in the regular season, and that's it. And then the other uh, two most overrated players are Gary Sanchez, never heard more hype from a fat toad that couldn't stand in front of a baseball. Everything gets by him. He doesn't hit. Gary Sanchez, you're fat and you stink, right? And Aaron Judge. Interesting. Only, listen, wow. he's, he's there to hit home runs and, 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 and do offensive things. And all he does, and listen, his best attribute right now, he's got a great outfield arm. I saw him make a couple of really good throws. But for what everyone hypes this guy up to be, he's been Underwhelming. Well, he, I, underwhelming. I uh, hold on one second. Aaron Judge is actually playing pretty good baseball. He's batting two ninety two. He's got ten home runs and he's got uh, twenty seven RBIs. So he's playing pretty well. So, would you uh, sign him long term? What do you want? Hold on. I understand. So, so you, those are your three guys, right? All right, my three guys. Number one is Aaron Judge. I, I think Aaron Judge is very overrated. I think his numbers when he plays, he's, it's fantastic. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm, I, I did defend him because right now, if you if you were to look at his statistics, he's an MVP candidate. But I think that because of his injury and he can't stay healthy, uh, Aaron Judge is one a very overrated player. I, I just. Injure the guy can't stay on the field. If he can't stay on the field, I just I, I I can't say that he's 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 one of the top players in the league. So I feel that Aaron Judge is very overrated. Number two, Francisco Lindor. Lindor played in the Central, the uh, the American League Central his whole career. He goes to the National League East. He's batting uh, two hundred right now. He's not playing great baseball. I think it has a lot to do with maybe after uh, the Mets overpaying him. Whatever the case is, he's playing in a new league. It, it's a different. It's a different league. It's a different game over there and he's playing in, even though the division is bad right now he's playing in a much harder division so I, I would say Francisco Lindor and number three Noah Syndergaard I, I think Noah Syndergaard to me the guy can't stay healthy and when he does play healthy what, what's he pitching what, what is his best ERA is in his career in, in one season I think it was 340 something no it was lower than that it was in the three twos but yeah whatever he's like to me it, it doesn't matter what is it point two point twenty percent it doesn't really matter to me, Noah Syndergaard is so highly overrated. He's got all the the great pitching, you know, power pitching, and he's got four good pitches. The guy just can't figure it out. So Noah Syndergaard would be my third. All right, basketball, NBA. All right, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna say one James Harden. I think James Harden throughout his career, he's been better, obviously, wow. in recent years. But inefficiency is definitely one thing. Errol and I mock it all the time. He's a terrible defender, terrible, the worst. one of the worst playoff players. And a lot of people think he's like a top three player of the game. We had a host of the Weekend Crunch that said. He, He's better than Allen Iverson. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's Thank not you, Eric Coleman. <laughs> that is not the case. But, yeah, I would definitely say he's one. Number two, this is an interesting one, but I think at the time before his injury, he was definitely overhyped, and Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, yeah, he's essential. He's a great player. But I, people were thinking he was the best shooting guard in the league, which I don't think he was. I think guys like Bradley Beal, uh, guys like C.J. McCollum, I think there were certain other guys that were above him at the time, and I don't think that... 
he's getting, I, I think he got that kind of credentials as a result where I don't know if he necessarily deserved it. I mean, we bash Steph Curry for all the talent around him. I mean, it cancels out to some extent. So he's number two. And number three, This I, I, I know he's been rising nicely and he's been very good, but people are already putting him in the top ten of players in the league. And the, Sorry, Jeff, it's Jason Tatum. He's not top ten in the league overall. So there was a for the Dude, NBA. you're crazy calling him overrated. You're crazy. Uh, it's for what people are hyping him as. I think he's very good, but I th- I'm saying what people have hyped him as. Some, some well, of it's based on media hype, of, too. Because a couple of numbnuts said something, he's, he's overrated. That's part of, that's go, part of what it is. That's part of what, what it is. He's done this season, and his numbers might not be quite to Julius Randle, but they're close. No, I, he's better than Julius Randle. I, I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say he's worse than Julius uh, Randle. Right, but, but, but now he's over. But now he's overrated. Get out. In terms of what people think, like we're not judging our standards of what we are as players. Overrated is overrated is judged on what are what are popular consensus thinking, and these guys aren't as good as they're saying. Type thing. That's really the definition yeah, I, of overrated. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I, I realize they're playing in a playing game, and that's not all great. But guess what? He dropped fifty the other night. That's that's the kind of overrated I want. Give me a guy <laughs> dropping fifty. Josh, top three. Part three, James Harden for me stands in the way. I think he's a guy. I got to see him in the playoffs. I look at it this way: he could score all the points he wants in the regular season. When he gets to the playoffs, it's a disaster. We saw it when Chris Paul went down a couple of years ago. We've seen it in the past with him. He just can't get out of his own way in the postseason. This time he'll have Durant and Kyrie there with him to save him. Maybe. We'll see. Number two for me, I still go back to Steph Curry. Steph Curry to me is a guy, yes, he scores all these points, but does he make everybody, again, around him better? That's the question I have not seen. Can he put a team on his back? That I don't know. Haven't seen it so far, and it's been tough. And then number three for me, oh, man, it's tough. Oh, I might have to, you know what? I might have to go with Andre Drummond. To me, Andre Drummond, listen, as great of a rebounder as he is, since he's gone over to the Lakers, you know, Anthony Davis hasn't been fully 100%. You would think he'd have more of an impact in the game. He really has not had as much of an impact as I see him, especially even in the game yesterday. He didn't do as much as I thought. By the way, you don't think he regrets maybe picking the Knicks over the Lakers right now when he was a free agent? Uh, I think he wishes he was with the Knicks right now because he would have a better shot at winning a championship, I would think, because the problem is the Lakers, with they're so banged up and beaten up, how are they even going to get out of this Western Conference? So I'd say Andre Drummond is three. Jeff, your top three overrated players. All right, easy, easy lift. The number three most overrated player is Ben Simmons. Are we really not putting Ben Simmons up? Dude, the guy's made one career three-pointer, okay? Number two. <laughs> and it was against the Knicks. The, the number two is from the Philadelphia 76ers. His name is Ben Simmons. You don't even have to guard him. <laughs> you don't even need to go near. And the number one most overrated player in the NBA is Ben Simmons. <laughs> this dude it shouldn't even be allowed to have hands to shoot a basketball. <laughs> Okay. All right. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons. Okay. Number three for me is Paul George. I, I, Paul George, he went to, he, he went all the way to the Clippers. Everybody says, oh, he's going to be connected with Kawhi Leonard, and, and they were going to win championships. Last year, they got knocked off by the Nuggets. This guy can't win the big game. Now, he's a great player. Statistics would show he's a great defensive player. He hasn't won anything, and I don't think he ever is going to win anything, even with a great player like Kawhi Leonard. So, number three would be Paul George. Number two, DeMar DeRozan. 
Okay, DeMar DeRozan came in, came from Toronto, never won anything in Toronto, goes to San Antonio, a, a rebuilding championship competitive team with Greg Popovich. Everybody thought that he was going to uh, take that team to better and higher heights. DeMar DeRozan's been a complete bust ever since he's been to San Antonio. And at number one, Steph Curry. Uh, like you said, Josh, he has never put a team on his back and ever won a big game. Look at what he did last night. He put a team on his back. He had a chance to beat the Lakers. He was up by 15 in the first half, and then they lose to an injured, poked-eye LeBron James with a 3.30-foot shot. So Steph Curry is my number one. Bro, agree with me. Pinch me. I'm dreaming. Uh, well, I, you know my <laughs> thoughts. Okay, um, hockey, NHL. How, do you, how, do, how, did, how did nobody else have Ben Simmons on their list? You literally don't need to guard the guy outside of the paint. He's never made a shot outside of the paint. Isn't no, I think Jeff made his points. I, I should have put Simmons over Drummond. That I should have done. All right, so NHL, you said? I mean, NHL. NHL. So I'm going to – you Islander fans are like this. I'll say John Tavares. I think John Tavares, since he's coming to Toronto, I mean, he's been good. I mean, he's still a very good player. But, again, people have hyped him up a lot of the time as the top five, top ten player, and his numbers have been inconsistent at times for Toronto. And it, like many other Maple Leafs, doesn't show up in the playoffs. Uh, number two, I think this is only recently, but he was once the best defenseman in the NHL, and now he's fallen off a cliff. But, again, people don't recognize it all the time. Is Eric Carlson. Since he's gone to the Sharks and even his last year with Ottawa, he was not good. Two and a half years in that time, he was still decent offensively, but his defense has definitely fallen off. And number three, I think, is to an extent Patrick Laine. Again, Patrick Laine, not a bad player. He can hit, he can score goals, he's got one of the hardest shots in the league. But again, that's another one that people, because he's the number two overall pick, people hype him up to be this really, really good thing. Top 20 type player. Top 15 at times. And he's been another guy that really has disappeared at times. When he's bad, he's bad. So those are my three for the NHL. Okay. Uh, all right, my three are easy. One, John Tavares. Listen, he hasn't made Toronto any better, and they have so much talent on in the world on them offensively. Hasn't done anything. The honors are better off without him at this point, although I will say if they did have him, who knows where they would be. Number two for me, I'm going to go Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, to me, is a guy that doesn't make anybody around him better. He whines. He complains. He doesn't do anything. And he quits. I understand he's in Buffalo, and I get it. It's a crappy situation. But, dude, at least try to make guys around you a little bit better. I mean, you have Sammy Reinhardt on your team. Do something about that. Number three is going to be interesting. It's Carey Price. Carey Price, to me, is a guy that in the playoffs, in the postseason, he has not done it in certain situations. You look you look at the goaltending. I understand his teams that he's been on are okay. They haven't been great. But, listen, he was on some pretty good Montreal teams and because at those times he did get injured as well, that's another reason why he got hurt at bad times. That's why I put Carey Price on that list at three. Huh. Jeff? Number th- the, the third most overrated player in the league to me has to be Matt Dumbo. I mean, the Rangers traded for this guy to play defense, and he doesn't play defense. He's literally the A-Rod of defense. Like, you got him to hit the baseball, and then he doesn't hit the baseball. That's that's Dumba on defense. He's That's he terrible. plays for Minnesota, not the Rangers. Right? Uh, no. Who then? Who's the who's the guy that the, the Rangers traded for? Truba. The guy Truba. Truba. I that, Truba. I said Dumba. I meant Truba. Yeah. Truba is the guy. He can barely skate. They traded for him for defense. Nothing. Horrible. The second most overrated player is Mika Zabinajad. He's gonna name all Rangers. He's gonna name Panarin one. <laughs> out, 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 
Of course, Panarin's my number one. He thought he was going to put on. He thought he thought he was going to whirl into a phone booth, put on his little Superman outfit, and come out and show Tom Wilson what's for. And what happened? He got picked up and dropped on his peanut. Jeff, really quick, before Arrow goes, I'm just curious. You really hate the Rangers more than you hate the Montreal Canadiens? Canadians oh, yeah. have done some pretty bad things to you guys at, in their history. At, 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 at least the Canadians play hockey. What what do the Rangers do? Do the Canadians really play hockey though? I mean, they eat poutine for lunch. Is that really being a man or is that being a woman? Why I'm is that to... a bad thing? <laughs> uh, the, I've I mean, seen I that. Montreal, listen, I, 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 real, I, nah, come Montreal on. in the playoffs? I love Montreal. Listen, I I went to. I love Montreal, man. Is it, is it Montreal in the playoffs? They are. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're also in a. I mean, they, listen. I, I will say this: and their so division. You're, 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 trying, you're trying to tell me that a team in the playoffs is overrated because they made. Typical Rangers logic. No, hold on. Wait a second. Hold on. Wait, I want to ask Errol this. Did I say the Canadians were overrated or did I say Carey Price was overrated? You said Carey Price. I did not say the Canadians were overrated. And I asked you, Jeff, a question. You hate the Canadian you hate the Rangers more than the Canadians when if you look at the team history, and I'm sorry, I went to the Canadians Hall of Fame. All it is is a bashing of the Boston Bruins. Just letting you know. I listen. I I respect the history and the rivalry. That the great rivalry, by the way, is probably the best rivalry in hockey. Is probably Boston and Montreal. That's top five in sports. What's that? It's top five in sports. Forget hockey. It's top five in sports. Their rivalry, Montreal and Boston. Well, right, yeah, yeah. It's it's an amazing rivalry, right? It's it's an amazing rivalry. It's gone back and forth. It's you know, there's been blood, sweat, tears, the whole thing. They battle. It's a great rivalry. I respect Montreal. Very hard to respect a team that j- runs around and says, oh, we're better than you, and you're not. But who said – but wait. Who said – I listen, I don't do that. And Aeronosis, I don't do that. I'm honest with it. Whatever Ranger fans you know that say it, they're morons than for saying that because it's not even close to being remotely true. The Rangers are nowhere close to doing anything, okay? Just saying. So whichever fans are doing that, don't put them in the same category as myself or even Speedy. We're I'm both honest you, with it. You, I'm just telling you the most overrated players. You, you you had a guy on your team that thought he was tough and got pile-driven. That's not tough. That's fine, but I mean, look, you're going to say Panarin's overrated, but he was an MVP candidate last year, though. I mean, you're just I mean, naming Ranger players because you hate the Rangers, Jeff. You're not even being realistic with your list. All right, oh, that's a complete... Are you going to say... Uh, uh, I keep saying, is it true? Tr- no, Truba. Truba. Truba isn't. You're going to tell me Truba isn't legitimate? How's he been playing since you guys traded? Oh him? no! Listen, I, I, I listen, and Speedy, Speedy can attest to this too. I've told Speedy, I think he's, I think he's been overrated since the Rangers got him. I've told him that, and I have his jersey. When I bought it, when they got him, I haven't worn it since. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready to burn it. All right, so let let me. Maybe you need to wear it again. We still got him. We still. We still have to get football done, and then we're done. So, uh, okay, number one, Taylor Hall. Okay, I Taylor Hall was an MVP with the uh, the Devils. He went to he he's jumped ship on different teams. Obviously, he's doing well with the Bruins, but he hasn't won anything. Hasn't done anything yet, and I just feel that he's a very overrated player. 
Uh, number two, number two, Jacob Truba. I, I think Jacob Truba is one of the highest overrated and most overrated and overpaid defensemen in the NHL. The Rangers are paying him eight, nine million dollars a year. The guy has done absolutely nothing. He played well for Winnipeg. Jeff Gordon and John Davis. Uh, he was out. He's absolutely horrendous. And number three, Claude Giroux. Okay. I don't know what happened to this guy. He had three, four really, really good seasons, and and he was uh, the captain of the team, and he's fallen off with Philadelphia. This guy was one of the best players in the league and became one of the worst players in the league, and he's still in the prime of his career. Claude Giroux. not put Jack Eichel on the list? Uh, Jack Eichel Jack Eichel's is mainly because of injury, not because of he's a bad player. Yeah, I, I, but has he made anybody Jack, around him Jack better? He's a captain of the Sabres. Nobody gets better on the Sabres. All he does is bitch and complain. <laughs> Yeah. So do a lot of hockey players. I think that, again, I'm not going to pick the same players you guys did, but Jacob Trooper is absolutely overrated. No, I agree with He's definitely one of the top five guys. If there was a top five list, I'd put him four or five. Oh, he's horrible. He's so yeah. overpaid. He is terrible. Yeah, I agree with you. He's absolutely overpaid. And again, you could thank John Davidson and Jeff Gordon for that trade. And the only reason, by the way, uh, Lyle says uh, Matthew Barzell. Matthew Barzell is 23 years old. You can't say he's overrated because we don't even know what he is because the Islanders haven't put anybody around him to see him. Is Lyle saying Matt Barzell is overrated? Yeah, that's what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. No you gotta, way. You gotta, love Ly- you gotta love Lyle naming the best player on his team. And- <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's out team. of his mind. I don't know if he meant that. There's no. No, way. he says he's been saying Barzell, 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 and I, I think I, I, I can't. You can't say somebody's overrated when you haven't put anybody around him to succeed with. So I, I'm sorry, you're wrong, Lyle. That you're wrong about that. Anyways, oh, stop it! Don't hurt it. You're gonna hurt Jeff's feelings. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, Speedy, last sport. All right, NFL. I'll start with number one. I'll say Juju Smith-Schuster. A lot of people still think he's a number one type receiver when he has been very inconsistent and has had drop problems since Antonio Brown has left, and now he's always doing his TikTok dances. So that's number one. Number two, I'll bash someone on my own team that a lot of people think is a top 10 tight end, and as some fantasy analysts think is a top five, and that's Evan Ingram. Drop problems, can't block. Yeah, nah, Giants fans don't want him. And then number three, Jeff, you'll love this one. The running back that somebody thinks could run on the same offensive line as Barry Sanders. So that would be Ezekiel Elliott. Not a pass-catching back, has been struggled since his offensive line has injuries, and like Errol's been saying, is not really a good fit with Mike McCarthy. Just, just throw in there, Speedy, that he led the league in fumbles last yes, year. Yes, so. and he led the league in fumbles. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Elliot was going to be my number one, so Speedy beat me to the punch there. Number two for me is going to be Saquon Barkley. He's a guy that was taken second overall in the draft. What has he done since he came into the league? Injuries, problem reading the blitzes. Can't do that really well. And he hasn't had the burst that everybody talks about all the time. So that's number two for me. And then number three is – oh, man. I don't know. I'm going to say Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is highly overpaid. He's ridiculously overhyped for what he was in Minnesota. Let's face it. They thought he was going to be the savior for the Vikings. What was that, Jeff? that's, That's ridiculous. How many times has Josh probably said you like that and thought it was amazing? You actually think Kirk Cousins is a good player? Do you actually think Kirk Cousins is a good player? I mean, I can name worse quarterbacks. I can too. I can certainly name worse quarterbacks. Oh, I mean, look, if you want to name what, do you want to say Garoppolo? Wait, hold on one second, John. I know Errol's going to say Hold on, hold on. You're going to tell me Kirk Cousins in the last, I would say, seven years hasn't statistically been a top seven, top eight quarterback in a league? But is this? 
But here, here's all the other problem with that argument, right? Is mm-hmm. you're taking a guy in the middle of the road and saying that he's that he's overrated. That's not overrated. He's an average quarterback, mm-hmm. and the, by the way, gets pretty decent results. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. That I agree with you. I, I think Kirk Cousins statistically would show you he's a top I'm seven top eight quarterback. Cousins. I've never been a Cousins fan, so. All right, um, Jeff. Jeff, who do you got? This isn't even close. This is the entire list. Certify it. You guys are all wrong with everything that you've said. You're going to pick three Cowboys, aren't you? The third most overrated player is easily Amari Cooper. I knew he was going to say Cooper. Cooper. For for what they're paying Amari Cooper, and he couldn't catch a cold. (laughs) He he couldn't catch COVID with, with, with a, a room full of people coughing on him. He couldn't catch COVID. <laughs> the, the second most overrated player in the league is very easily Zeke Elliott. Zeke <laughs> Elliott is just an absolute... He led the league in fumbles. Enough said. Enough said. You lead the league in fumbles, get out. You stink. If you get replaced by Tony Pollard, you stink. Hmm. Right? And the number one Go ahead. overrated player in the league is Dak. Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing that with Tony. <laughs> all right, who owes me money? You, you, you gave, you gave, uh, you I gave told these guys you were going to say that. <laughs> you, you gave $200 million to a guy that we last saw who was wearing his foot on backwards. <laughs> If, if I'm going to pay you money, you got to at least know the right way to wear your foot. <laughs> and, by, and by the way, it's a very legitimate, Dak Prescott's a very legitimate one, right? Because he beats up on terrible teams. He throws for a trillion yards when the, when, when the, the Dolphins were uh, bad. He throws for a trillion yards because Speedy's Giants stinks. He throws for a trillion yards because the, the Washington football team stinks. And then two seasons ago, he didn't beat a team that had a winning record. If you can't beat teams that win, you stink. And somehow you're going to cash a check, go home. Jeff, let me ask you a question. Is CeeDee Lamb the only good player on the Cowboys? Uh, no. I feel bad for a guy like Leighton Van Der Esch who's had some unfortunate injuries. I think I think we all I like think him Leighton too. Van Der Esch can play football. Oh, I, right? I tell you what, they didn't the contract. Like, not- there's definitely guys there that can play football. Like, it's unfortunate that some of those good people and those good football players have to play in front of such a trash fan base. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Hold on, really quick. Before Arrow goes, Jeff, I'm going to do this. I'm going to send you, when you see the beef, I'm going to send you a customized shirt. It's going to have the Jets-Cowboys final score on that game, and you're going to wear it right for the beef, okay? <laughs> Dude, do, do you realize His do you ear realize must be ringing. my Super Bowl? Do you realize that was my Super Bowl? I love the ginger Hercules just throwing it all over the playground on the on the Cowboys. Oh. By the way, Arrow, oh. his ears are definitely ringing. By the way, I know that <laughs> people are talking about him. Poor, poor kid, man. I mean, you're not going to tell me that when you give someone forty-two million dollars a year and you can't beat a winning team, that you're not overrated. It's going to be you like a final score. Me. It's going to be like Robbie Anderson's running, like with like smoke coming up behind him. And it's like the final score just pops up. Listen, listen, <laughs> I mean, 
Dude, I'm dying for someone to try to justify that, that. Listen, and I'm not saying Dak Prescott's bad, but I'm dying for someone to try to justify that he's the, that he should be the second highest paid quarterback in the league. Please, God, try to justify that to me. Well, I also think that he that when Nabeev heard about CD, he didn't know who CD Lamb was. Well, that's a problem. Nabeev no, is an idiot. No, <laughs> I, when he told me that he would trade McKin- he would trade C.D. Lamb for McKinney, I thought he was on drugs. I, I said, "You're out of your damn mind." Do you I even know who is? I I tried to tell him. Did I not speak to yes. him in a calm voice? You did. Me, You're gonna like C.D. Lamb. You're gonna like him. Like, don't worry. And, no, I'm gonna cry anyways because it's not a safety. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number one, Amari Cooper. I think he's one of the most overrated uh, wide receivers in dude, the league. Dude, just copy my list. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I, I told you. I, I, That's why I, he goes last. No, no. I, Amari Cooper is, to me, one of the most overrated uh, wide receivers in the league. He's not a number one. He's, he's a number one. He's not a number two. So he is absolutely overrated as far as I'm concerned. Number two, J.J. Watt. I've always thought J.J. Watt was overrated. Look at all the tackles, all the sacks that he's had. Uh, it, most of his sacks are against really bad teams. He would double up or quadruple up in a game. He'll have three sacks in a game, and against a good, uh, good offensive lines, he couldn't, he couldn't get a sack if, if, he needed a, if he had a nosebleed. So I think J.J. Watt is very overrated. I've always thought he was very overrated. And at number three, Patrick Mahomes. I've always thought Patrick oh. Mahomes, Patrick oh. Mahomes, yeah, Patrick Mahomes plays on the best team in the NFL with the most talent in the NFL. Just look at that team from top to bottom. Besides the Browns, who's more talented than the Kansas City Chiefs? You look at the coach. Right. The coach is one of the most uh, uh, best offensive minds we've ever seen come out of the NFL. That you you look at the uh, look at the over the last couple of years. Look at the offensive offensive line is a top ten offensive line. Their defense has always been pretty good. It didn't matter who it was Clark, whoever they have at that defensive line. They've always had a pretty good defensive line. And to me, Travis Kelsey. You have all the weapons that you have offensively over the last uh, last two three years. How do you how do you get how do you get four guys? I'm sorry. How do you get four guys? No, that was three. That was three. No, he's not saying no, Travis Kelsey's over. No, 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 no. You went Amari Cooper, you went Amari Cooper <laughs> AJ Watt, Mahomes, and now another guy. How do you get No, he didn't say Kelsey. Oh, no, no, no. No, I didn't. I said three. I'm telling you why I think Patrick Mahomes is, to me, an overrated player. I'm giving you players on his team that I think anybody could play behind the line of scrimmage with that team and, 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 and get touchdowns and be as good as he is. I'm telling you, I think Patrick Mahomes is overrated. You put him on a bad team, you put him on – even if you put him on a Cowboys right now, I'm sorry, even with the talent that they have – He's not winning as many games as he has. He plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he plays in a division. Besides the last uh, the last year, that's a terrible division. Look at the division. Oakland Raiders, the Denver Broncos. When was the last time the Denver Broncos were good? Okay, let's be honest. And then the San Diego Chargers. Are you kidding me? Least clutch team the in LA football. Chargers. I mean, that, the, the, all, three, all three, four of those teams are garbage. He plays in a very easy division. So to me, I, I think Patrick Mahomes. Can I, can I just make one counterpoint to your Patrick Mahomes arc, argument? I just want to make one small counterpoint. You're arguing that Mahomes is overrated. Yes. And fine, you're, you're welcome to your opinion. Okay? Yes. But, but he, in, in, in the three seasons that he's been at the, at the starting quarterback, because he's been in the league for four and Smith was there, but he's been, he went to an AFC championship game lost won a Super Bowl, and then next year back to the Super Bowl and lost. And I get it, you're going to go, oh, but he lost. But just keep in mind, that's the result 
of a person only making three million dollars more a year than Dak Prescott, who can't beat a winning team. <laughs> and, and, so, and so, and so, you're trying to argue that that those are terrible results and he's overrated. He only makes three million dollars more than a dude that can't beat a winning team. And you're like, how is Dak Prescott not on everybody's list, like right at the top? He's only good at chunky. Super commercials. Like that's all he's good for. Because it's not as good about. Does he really help? I don't. I don't hate Dak Prescott, and I also think that being that he plays for the Cowboys and plays for an organization. And, and, and that so don't... you think you think he's worth every penny? No, I don't. No, I don't. I I never said that. I just I look at what I've seen, and everybody keeps talking about why'd you put JJ Watt. Go look at the go look at the years that he was dominant. Go look at when he was defensive player of the year. Look at the sacks total against the teams that he's played against. They were all under five hundred teams. Bad offensive lines when he had the sacks. When he played top end, when he played the Patriots, the Patriots would shut him down. He wouldn't even be able to touch the quarterback. So to me, when you when you watch JJ Watt, JJ Watt's good against the bad teams. Terrible, uh, terrible. I mean, JJ Watt is bad. He's bad against the good teams, and he's great against the bad teams. Just, and and that's, that, just that's just my me, opinion. Just to me, I think it's blasphemy to have a Walter Payton man of the year on that like list. Mm-hmm. like Because it, you, he's done so much good for the community. He Not should have he a little insulation for people yelling overrated at him. Mm-hmm. And I still can't wrap my mind around that Patrick Mahomes only makes $3 million <laughs> more a season than Dak Prescott, and somehow... Mahomes is overrated with his success record, but somehow, hey, Dak Prescott, good for him. Glad he got paid. How's your foot, buddy? Uh, And again, the reason why I think he's overrated is because everybody blows him up to be as great as he is. I think you put any quarterback, any decent quarterback on that team. No, I I think the Cowboy fans do. I think the Cowboy fans do. Anybody else is not going to blow up Dak Prescott. They know what he is. They know what he I mean, is. You're in agreement that Cowboys fans are cretins. Right? I, I yes. think the Cowboy fans are over, out of their minds sometimes. I think they, they really take their, their team to a whole nother level. Everybody on their team are superstar players, and they can win a Super Bowl. Or they can, uh, they're going to make the playoffs, or they're the best team in the division. When they haven't won anything since 90, what was it, 96? 96. But, but he's getting paid like the second best player in the league, and he he is nowhere near the resume of Patrick Mahomes. Like, in, in no stretch of the imagination has Dak Prescott come close to the amount of success that Patrick Mahomes has had. No question, Jeff. Jeff. I'm not arguing your points. I, I think that you're right. How do more people not have Dak Prescott on their list? Somebody uh, justify this. I, I, because I, you know, when I look at overrated players, I look at the talent and what they do on the field and the teams that they have around them. And, and I, I mean, Dallas just have a lot of talent, but, though. The, but, but wouldn't, an, wouldn't an element of salary be how you would rate a player? And being that you're but the you know, but you know, co- player in the but you know quarterbacks, Jeff, just as much as everybody does. Uh, the quarterback, once a quarterback makes more money, the other quarterback, when he becomes a free agent and he's half decent, they're going to make more money. So that's the way the NFL works. That's the, that's the one thing. That's what I love about baseball. If you're not a good player, you're not getting paid. You're, you're not getting paid like the top players in the league. That's you have to not be a top true. player. Aaron Judge got paid. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Not yet. Not yet. Aaron Judge. Aaron yeah, Judge he, makes he, he makes five hundred thousand dollars. He probably won't be. How, how much do you think he'll team, make on the open? And by market? the way, Jeff, just so you know, because I still I think Aaron Judge is overrated because he can't stay healthy. Aaron Judge, when he is in the lineup, 
He statistically bats close to 300. This is a power hitter. Hits he, he hits 30 over 30 home runs and he hits almost 100 RBIs every time he plays over 100 no, games or more. No, the market no for corner outfielders is falling too. He's not going to get a lot of money. No, he's not. The Yankees aren't Jeff, how much do you think he'll make on the open market? 190 million. If even, yeah. 190 million. By the way, literally no one cares about Aaron Judge. Someone yeah. still needs to explain to me how Dak Prescott isn't on more list. <laughs> I decided to go out with a non-quarterback. Less. Well, I asked Jeff a question, but I guess he didn't hear me. So. By the way, uh, shout-out to Ben. Uh, ben Lawfrey says that the Chargers have been the decent since Yes, Ben, I've called them the least clutch team in football for a while now. Uh, he also says Jerry Jones wastes money like it's nobody business, and the stadium is ridiculous. That is absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, he does waste it's money. a beautiful stadium. It is a beautiful stadium, but who says he doesn't waste money? Lyle says I'd be the same if I had his money to be not fair. Um, ben says not that team. Uh, Lyle says, if I had his money, I would have bought a small percentage of the Jets, so that's even worse. And Ben says, that doesn't make it any better. Don't trash Gary V's dreams, LOL. Hmm. Well, how is Dak Prescott not at the top of everybody? He's making $42 million a year and couldn't beat a team with a winning record. How more overrated do you need to be? I, again, I, I, to me, when I look at Dak Prescott, I, I root on the, the underdog, and I, I, I think he's an underdog. I think he's always been an underdog, and I, that's why I root him You're on. not an underdog. You're not an underdog if you're making $42 million a year. You're considered but to you, be but you, when but you're you, doing that. But you know this, Jeff. We've seen, we've seen quarterbacks. Andy Dalton got $150 million from ba- the Bengals. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton probably has a winning record. I would imagine. Oh, Andy Dalton's got ridiculous numbers. If I've, yeah, I've, I've it does I, again. He's only played one playoff game, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he played, no, he played one, more than one playoff. I mean, in the first, in, in the first round, right. whatever, whatever, whatever the case is. Andy Dalton has two hundred touchdowns to a hundred, uh, two hundred and thirty touchdowns or to one hundred and twenty six interceptions or something like that. He has a hundred more touchdowns than interceptions. If you look at Andy Dalton's numbers and, and you compare, I told you this. Comparing some of the greats, that, like some of the guys that are in the uh, the Hall of Fame, he's got better numbers than Joe Namath. He's got better numbers than uh, Ter- Terry Bradshaw. I'm not lying. Go look at Andy Dalton's numbers. So. Uh, Andy Dalton has good numbers, but again, he comes from the league where it's become an offensive league than right. when it was from the defensive league. So you can't really argue those points. But, <laughs> you need to tell us the Andy Dalton haters not with the but Andy, anymore. <laughs> but Andy Dalton, you know, he made a lot of money. Did he deserve that money? Come on. I mean, Andy right. Dalton's Dak Prescott. That's what he is. That's what he is. Dude, how is it how, how is it possible Josh has Kirk Cousins on his list and and Dak Prescott He's on drugs. Double his- and, but that press got me. Oh, me? You're on drugs. And somehow, I and wish somehow I was here in this conversation. Yes, I, I do. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, Jeff, you're right. I, I understand. Wait a second. Wait. To, 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 to say I, that I have Kirk Cousins on the list instead of Dak, but Arrow has Pat Mahomes on the list and not Dak. I mean, come on now. I put what Pat. Are we doing here? I put what Pat. Are we doing here, Jeff? Are we I put. Right now? I put Pat Mahomes on that list because look at the talent that is around him. Look at I'm the coach. Look at the coach that he has since he's been a rookie. Look who he played behind his first year before he stepped behind the line of scrimmage. Me, you, Speedy. But I don't want to hear about, oh, talent this, talent that, because on paper, guess what? The Cowboys have one of the most talented teams in the league on paper. Did they not? 
Yes, I agree. I said that before. I said stinks. when you have Cooper, what? Their defense stinks. Their defense stinks, but they do have offensive talent, though, dude. When you're talking about Cooper and you're talking about C.D. Lamb. Now, hold, on. hold on, line, hold on, hold on. Dak played three games <laughs> with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and uh, Gallup. And by the way, he was uh, he was breaking records for the three oh, first three Gallup's games. Another one. Uh, he, he was breaking records. Yeah, Speedy. He was breaking right. records his yeah, first Michael three Gallup's games. Another season. one, right, Jeff? Do you think Michael Gallup is overrated? Broke. What? I'm sorry. What'd you say, Jeff? I said records aren't the only thing he broke. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, God. I know. But uh, I, I will say this. When he did play with them, uh, their numbers. And then when he came out and Andy Dalton came in, look at the numbers and look what the the Cowboys were doing. So Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. I, I just I think they, the, the Cowboys, they— Hold on, hold on. How do you not beat a team with a winning record and claim that uh, he's a good quarterback? Well, that defense stinks. I mean, go look at where that defense was you, ranked. You have to overcome. you got to overcome. If you're a good player making $42 million a year— Well, he wasn't—hold on. Hold on. He wasn't making $42 million when that happened. I didn't know what he else put Saquon Barkley on their list. That's another one I want to know. He well, got paid off of that performance. Yeah, That's how he got paid was off of that. Performance. Yeah, but he he was he just got the money this year, Jeff. He got the money before the season started. So, so what if he had beat a team with a winning record, they would have given him eighty million a year? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? First of all, who Jeff, knows with Jerry? He might. Have. <laughs> first of all, Speedy, he got the con. He got the money this off season. I know. As I said before, the season started. The, the, the season hasn't started yet. Yeah, last season. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get the money last season. He got the money this this off season. This off season, they gave him the contract. They they franchised him. If you remember, they gave him the contract this off season. So I don't know what you're talking about, Speedy. So I think I you're on, I think you're on, on drugs. drugs too. I think you're on drugs or something. Because I, I, I don't you're know what you're talking about. You're on drugs and I'm on drugs. Everyone's drinking too much Jack Daniels. Probably. So there you, we're all leaving <laughs> down. Probably. But. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, that's a magical $3 million. That's the difference between Mahomes, which is a Super Bowl, uh, a, a trip, another trip, and a trip to the AFC Championship. And Dak Prescott, for $3 million left, couldn't beat a Canadian football team. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, 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 what a magical difference $3 million makes. Magical how that happened, right? I want to see what Dak Prescott does this year with, with him being healthy with that offense. If Dak Prescott plays well, then we have nothing to say. If he doesn't, maybe you're you're quite right. You you, you, you could put him in the overrated is, conversation. But uh, I think he's a, I think he's top I'm sorry, Josh. What did you say? I think I think Dak's over, I think Dak is top five, though. Overrated? Yes, I do. Uh, now let me ask you a question. If he's so overrated before he hurt his leg, why was he breaking records? He was he was on his way with the team but, in that he had and the offense. But again, you, look, you but again, as Jeff was saying before, you look look at the offensive talent that he has compared to the offensive talent on the Kansas City Chiefs. AJ, uh, hold on, Andy Dalton stepped in a thing, and Andy Dalton's been successful with great uh, wide receivers, and he couldn't. And 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 and, and Andy Dalton's only thirty one years old, thirty two years old. Uh, well, what a terrible benchmark you, you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, a, what an idiotic thing. Oh, if he wasn't breaking right. Yeah, go back to season before when he started against the Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Giants, and the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And he threw for 400 yards each game. What happened after that? Oh, hold on one second. Right the la- right, the, the right last the season that he right played. Hold on. Right in the shitter. Uh, hold, hold on. The last season that he played with all those teams. By the way, in the beginning of the season, he didn't have Amari Cooper. He was injured. Okay. There was no C.D. Lamb. 
Okay, and there was Gallup. Gallup was a rookie player. He was a rookie wide receiver. But I don't. But I don't want to hear about oh he puts up numbers. He puts up numbers against trash teams, and when it comes time to play a decent football team, he chokes like a dog. Okay, and that, and that has a few years ago when Kareem Hunt got hurt for the Chiefs. But you can't say that guy is overrated when it, 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 remember forty two million dollars a year. That's overrated. Well, now yeah, he's got to prove himself. Now he got the contract this off season. If he doesn't prove himself this off season, yes, then we can put him in the overrated conversation. But right now. Dak Prescott isn't overrated. I, I wouldn't well, say he's overrated. When you lose to Adam Gase, let's you're overrated. Give a, let's give a guy. I'd say we give a guy 23% of our salary cap so he cannot beat a winning football team. That seems legitimate. <laughs> Jeff will agree with this. If you lose to if you lose to Adam Gase, are you overrated? Okay. If you lose to if you lose to Adam Gase, they should just take you out behind the barn and put you down. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't have to do that. They just have him stare. They have a staring contest with Adam Gates. That was scare the shit out of him. He'll be dead. <laughs> hey man, you guys. Hey man, you guys live by Belmont Park. What happens to the horse when they, when it breaks its leg? Off to the glue factory. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, Jeff. He's terrible. Jesus Christ, He's Jeff. Terrible. You are terrible, Jeff. And you'd be more morbid than you just were. Well, you probably could. What am I saying? <laughs> yes, he oh, can. He yeah, you yes, can talk. Don't trigger it. Yes, he can. Uh, yeah, very, you very can talk. So. If you saw the beef in person, he could top it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, and again, uh, when we talk about overrated, I, I, I look at a lot of different things before I, I, I argue my points on why they're overrated. Jeff, you have a... You have a right of your own opinion with, with Dak Prescott and, and all the Cowboys. It's not an opinion. It's fact. He makes $42 million. Now he does. You have your opinion. In you have your own opinion. Yeah, he has his own opinion. And then I, Jeff goes, no, it's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's his fact. It's his fact. But I tell you this right now. If Dak Prescott comes back this year and throws close to 5,000 yards and throws 30, 35 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions – that's not an overrated play. That's a good play. Well, if you don't make the play, well, I guess it wouldn't be. Matt Ryan threw for over 4,000. No one cares about numbers. It's about winning football games. Okay. And, and their defense stinks. I don't expect them to win nothing. Their defense is terrible. Yeah. you got over. You got to overcome Tom Brady. Oh, come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a very good – you're talking about defenses. Tom Brady – you're talking about one of the, the greatest. The you're talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. To Dak Prescott, okay? Who's never made for? Who's never made forty-two million dollars in a season? It's outrageous. It's outlandish. It shouldn't stand. Uh, you know it's the NFL. You know the NFL. That's the Let's way they do it. Look at Aaron Rodgers and the defenses he carried. Aaron Rodgers is on a whole nother level than Dak Prescott. Yes, but the thing is, if he's getting paid in the same semblance of salary as Aaron Rodgers is, doesn't he? But that's every good. Look at the quarterbacks that we've seen get contracts. Look at that. Ryan Tannehill, when he went over there, got $90 million in play. Oh, that was half a good season. I just gave you one. I just gave you one. Hold on. Hold on. In fairness. None of Ryan Tannehill's money was guaranteed, so at any minute they could have cut him. At- so that is a good contract to give because if he performs, you keep him, and if he doesn't, you cut him, you lose nothing, right? Mm-hmm. It, it does not matter. They are on the hook for a hundred and I think sixty million, regardless of which way Dak Prescott puts his foot on in the morning. <laughs> How about Jared Goff? How about Jared Goff? He got $136 million. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, terrible contracts, uh-huh. right? Still not as much as. Uh, and by the way, Jared Goff, Ben to a Super Bowl. How's Dak doing? Uh, how about Carson Wentz? That that was a good team. That was a good all around team. Why they made it to the Super a te- Bowl? Also a team that got yeah. needed by yeah. p- possibly the worst non call we've well, ever seen. Hold <laughs> on, before Wentz got hurt, yeah. he was on track to win uh, the MVP uh, that uh, season. Taysom Hill, who just got one hundred and forty oh, million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Again, how about him? Again, again, again. By the way, Carson Wentz. By the way earned that contract, was having an MVP season before he got hurt, right? And, and I don't want to hear about injuries, because if you're going to knock Carson Wentz for getting hurt, you better sure as hell knock that Prescott for wearing his foot on backwards, okay? So I don't know, you could tell him I just said that. I'm sorry? earned that money. And the- what did you say, Josh? I said you could tell him I just said that, too. I said Carson Wentz was having an MVP season before he got hurt. Okay. That was what it was. And, and it does, it does, that, that because he has an MVP season and he didn't have the MVP, uh, he deserves all that money that he got. He got well, that. Let's, com- let's he it. got that contract after the fact. Right. After the fact, he's not overrated. Come he on, he earned that contract. And he he didn't earn that contract. That. One he good did. season. One good season, he earned the contract. You're on drugs, Josh. He didn't get paid as nearly You're as on close drugs. to that. By the way, by the way, just so you know. Go look at Dak Prescott's numbers and Carson Wentz's numbers since they've come into the league. Who's better? Who's better? Who's better? Who's better? No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. You can't just keep can I make the point or are you just gonna keep going, who's better? Who's better? Who's better? You're an idiot. Carson Wentz has been to a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott? Nope. Carson Wentz was not at a Super Bowl. Nick Foles was at the Super Bowl. So Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Dak, from that logic? I didn't say that. No, no, I'm just Jeff. Just because Carson Wentz didn't play in that game doesn't mean he didn't have a hand in getting his team there. He did. Again, Jeff, you're going to tell me one season he deserves $140 million? Or something like that. Dak, get out of here. Are you going to tell me on? Are you going to tell me on one season? Dak, just so you know, just just, just so you know, Dak Prescott's played in how many playoff games? How many playoff games? What three? Three playoff games. How many? How many wins does he have? And how many? To how many losses? Two and two, I think. He's two uh, and two. Two and two. What's Carson Wentz's record in the playoffs? No, one and two. My bad. They had a bye week the first year. I was just going to say two and two if he played in three games. Come on now. He's played in more three I, games. I, I, in the playoffs. Out of, those two, out of those two quarterbacks, which one has a Super Bowl ring? Because he went to an NFC title game. No, he didn't. No. The first year they were in the second round, they, they lost as the one seed when they were 13-3 his rookie year. So it was actually only three playoff games. So he won one oh. against the Seahawks. Oh, and they lost to Green Bay. Yeah, they lost to Green Bay, and they lost to the Rams. They beat the Seahawks. Those are the only three playoff games he's been in. Out of those two quarterbacks, which one has the Super Bowl ring? What do you mean? Carson Wentz didn't win the Super Bowl. He didn't win it. Oh, he sure got a ring for it. He, he oh, sure yeah, got, got a ring. ring. Yeah, he got a ring. I could have gotten a ring, too, if I played on the team, too. <laughs> I could have gotten a ring, too. If I was working, if I was working, listen, if I was working over there at the, the, the place and I was actually selling, you know, candy, I would get a ring. Okay? <laughs> I mean... And all the things you come, you could have come up with Philly cheesesteaks. You come Whatever. up with candy. I, I'm just listen. I'm just saying. I'm saying the facts. I, I know you don't like Dak Prescott, and that's I mean, fine. What's, what's, Dak, what's Dak Prescott ever won? What like a, a can of beef and potato soup? <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying, Jeff. All I'm saying when you when you look at what Dak Prescott's done and stuff like that, and you look at Jared Goff, you look at Carson Wentz. Numbers don't lie, and Dak has better numbers Jared, than all three Jared, of them. Jared, listen, say what you want, and I think he thinks too, but guess what? you got to give credit where credit is due. And Jared Goff, 
by the way, had the number one offense in all of football and led his team to a Super Bowl. But hold on. His coach was calling the audibles at the line of scrimmage after 15 seconds. He couldn't even do that. Couldn't even do that. No. Listen, just because that's the way they do it, and now you're trying to knock him because the coach had a say. Oh, my God. Tom Brady thinks Bill Belichick told him what to do. That's terrible. Aaron Rodgers, absolute trash. Matt LaFleur called the plays. He's responsible. First of all, first of all. Oh, by the way, way, if you think Dak Prescott's so good, he had the amazing Jason Garrett. I didn't. First of all, I never said that he was so good. I never said that he was so good. If you're going to knock a football player... Because the coach. All I'm saying is that every quarterback, every quarterback is overpaid now. After you, if you're half a decent quarterback and you get your rookie contract up and you're you're the starting quarterback of that organization, you're going to get paid. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. And, and, I, you're going to get paid. Way, and, and by the way, and by the way, if we're going on that scale, by the way. Uh, Dak Prescott never been to a Super Bowl, way overpaid. Guess what? Jared Goff makes less. And does to does Sam Donald deserve that uh, that 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 fifth year for twenty five million after what he's done with the Sam Jets? Do- Sam Sam Donald deserves every goddamn penny for beating the Dallas Cowboys. Every goddamn penny. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think he was going to say? Hope, I knew I when he went that. Dude, <laughs> I hope they pay him in nickels and they put him all in wheelbarrows. And make the Dallas Cowboys walk those nickels to his house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you God. think he was going to say when you said that? Oh, God. Well, yeah, let me ask him this. What do you think Robbie Anderson should be getting paid? <laughs> Robbie Anderson deserves every Robbie Anderson deserves every penny that that man makes for having to put up with the New York Jets. <laughs> that's, that's period. End of story. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is the great Jeff from Tampa. Thank you, Jeff. Dak Prescott is overrated, and the beef sucks. <laughs> Jeff from Tampa. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> well, well, that was interesting for the last hour. <laughs> Well, Jeff uh, has two hours. Jeff has good. I don't know what that was. Well, first of all, the reason why I like Jeff on the show is because he he puts some good input of what he was saying. I'm not going to say that he doesn't, but. Kyle came in hot and heavy, man. Yeah, man. Uh, It was a good show. I never never heard Lyle like that. Oh, my God. Can you shut. Let me shut up and let me talk. I was like. Hello. Somebody went through puberty this morning. <laughs> I was upset about the Islander game. He was. He was annoyed. Listen, it's a playoff game. He was He was hot about it. I'd be pissed off, too, if I was him. Um, he's not, if you're at the game. He's not wrong about the calls the referees had. But, you know, you, no, can't, but you can't blame you, it on the referees. It was Valamov on I why mean, they lost. They lost because of Alamov. And and Barry I don't know what the Jets had the Rangers had to do with, 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 with that conversation. I, I will tell you guys this. <laughs> If Barry Trotz has the balls to put mm. Falamov in game number four, you'll meet him outside the Coliseum. I am going to have, uh, <laughs> I am going to attack him uh, on on Wednesday's show. I don't care if they, I don't even care if they win back to back games. I'm going to be pissed. Wait, off. hold on. What time is the game on Friday? Uh, it's Saturday. What time is the game on Saturday? Three, three o'clock. Oh. Oh no, never mind. Because I was gonna say, with the weekend crunch. No, yeah. the weekend crunch right after it. Yep. Damn. Will be normal time unless they go like double overtime. Or well, something like I mean, uh, look at it, look at it this way. I tell you this: 
I'm expecting to hear on the news a local man from Wisconsin gets arrested outside the NASA Coliseum parking lot, and then Arrow's mugshot shows up. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh... And then I really say he was on a lot of edibles that day. You know, it's, it's so funny because <laughs> – because, uh, you know, Lyle inviting – he might have an extra ticket. He invited me to go to the game. With oh, him. <laughs> did he really? Yes. Are yes. you going? I don't know. He, he said that he, if he's going to let me know tomorrow. I'll go with let him. Let me tell you, the fact that him and Jeff have become friends mm. is so comical. You should give the two of them a show together and see where that goes. That, that will be, last two episodes before Jeff has enough of him. That would be And then Lyle will yell at him. That constantly. would be interesting. It really would. That would Jeff be, won't back down from anything. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. I mean – you know what though? It's funny because I could picture the two of them being friends. <laughs> no, because Jeff, once Jeff hears something stupid come out of Lyle's mouth, it, it'll be on. <laughs> it'll be on the attack. Trust me, and I it'll be you, they'll you be hating each game, other by the end of the show. If you go to this game with Lyle, so you know mm-hmm. he sits with Section Three Twenty Nine, mm-hmm. the Blue and Orange Army. You know, the I know same, where it is. Yeah. You know the same army that you mocked. Mm-hmm. Months ago, mm-hmm. you mocked them. You were like, oh, the army, this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You have to sit with them now. How I'm wonderful. Just, you know, so whatever they do, I'm just saying, if you're going to sit there, just remember, mm-hmm. you chose it. Mm-hmm. Okay, You chose to go with him, and you chose to sit there. <laughs> uh, listen, I, 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 I would like to see the Islanders. When I've been to a, a, a quite – I went to a Stanley Cup Finals with um, – Stanley Cup Finals a couple of times. I, I was on the ice when the, the Blues won the Stanley Cup. So I, I this Who year wins it, game four. I'm sorry. Who wins Game Four? The Islanders. If so Sorokin play, plays, who wins the series though? I don't know now. I, I don't know. I, still now. Got the I, I, I tell you, if Sorokin looks like he did during the year, I think they'll win this in six games. They, they'll they, win. The next, I, I think they will. No, I think they will. I think they'll they, win the next. They game. need to play Sorokin. This is ridiculous that he has not even. I understand Volamov did what he did. I, I understand the whole situation. He did great last year. You have a stud young goaltender that is, to me, could take you to higher heights that Volamov couldn't take you. Why I, aren't you playing him? And I, I will say this. Jeff is completely right, by the way. Barry Trotz had absolutely – by the way, the Knicks have sold out all both of their first – Yeah, I heard play, about that. Yeah. By the way. Meanwhile, the Nets can't even sell out their <laughs> – They have to give away tickets for 50%. You're, you're talking anyway, about the Knicks. The point being is this. They should have absolutely challenged that call. There was no reason why Charles – first off, we all were sitting here when that play happened and what it all – Speedy remembers what did all three of us say? We all said high stick. Mm-hmm. Unless right, they didn't have a timeout, maybe he couldn't. I don't know. We were we were no, all he had the timeout. Okay, then yeah. Because at the end of the game, okay. Speedy, all three of us sat here and all three of us agreed that we said high stick. Right. Mm-hmm. And there were two minutes left in the game. You still had your timeout. There is no justifying. I don't care how high of an Islander fan you are, dude. If that was the New York Rangers, whoever the, the coach did that, I'd say fire him after this game. That is exactly what yeah, I would say. Yeah, but that's Barry Trotz. <clears throat> But you can't – I understand it's Barry Trotz, but, dude, even Barry – dude, before Barry Trotz won this Stanley Cup with Washington, he was known for having very good teams in Washington and even Nashville at times and didn't get them to where they were supposed to go. Na- Nashville's rosters were never – They like, were pretty they were, good They were never elite teams. rosters. They were at dude, times above Washington average. Teams, the Washington the teams, yes, absolutely. Dude, but that's also I mean, Washington. That's, 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 that's about who's their coach. You guys talk over each other. Both of you want to finish up what you're saying, and you guys talk over. You get, One person talks, the other one – It's one's not good. me. It's him. 
It's not you. It's just me. stop. Just stop. When you guys talk, and when you guys are talking with one another, and I'm talking, I just stop, and then I'll I'll add. Well, all right, we can say. talk after the show about it. Yeah. Well, I'm. <laughs> I'm just honestly. Never airing dirty laundry. <laughs> honestly, uh, I, I I don't know who's going to win this series now because the Islanders should have won this game. It was a terrible decision to keep Volamov in going I into the third game. Crap. That's what I think it is. I think it was absolutely yeah, terrible. I did there. And I, I think it was a big mistake. And I think if, if, if the Islanders do lose this series, we're going to go back to this game and say – You're not you going to tell me that Trot should be fired, are you? We're not going that route, are we? Mm. We're well, not really. You're not going to no, go there. I'm not are saying you? Tr- no. Trotz isn't getting fired. He's got a lifetime contract with the Islanders. He's not getting fired. He's the best coach in the NHL. Why That's would they right. fire him? He's got a lifetime guaranteed contract. He can leave whenever the hell why, he wants. Why would they fire him? They're not going to fire him. They're no, I'm, to... I, I, listen. I don't think they absolutely should. I'm asking you that question because no. you know how fans are. No, they get but, hot at being everyone. Come on. He's in this this fetish for Volamov. Okay, I, I understand. He he took you he's all the, the way. Vet. He's the veteran. I understand that. Let's be honest. When you have a rookie goaltender that wins the game number one, why would you take him out? Oh, I wish you were in the car on the way to your party. Uh, just, oh, I wish you were in the car. When Lyle and I were, Lyle and I were yelling back and forth in the front seat. I said Sorokin should have started. He said Varlamov is a Vezina Trophy candidate. He should be starting. Oh, and Speedy's in the back saying, I don't know about that, Lyle. And I said, dude, go look at the games played. He actually said, what did he say, Speedy? I think it was five or six games he played less than Vasilevsky. Yeah, which was completely wrong. So therefore, wrong. he should. I said, if anything, I said Grubauer was probably ahead of freaking Volamov yeah. at that point for the Vezina. Grubauer completely turned around the Colorado Avalanche season. I'm just, I, I, I think it was a bad decision. That's all I'm going to say. I think it was a bad decision for the Islanders. I think if if they lose this series, we're going to go back and we're going to say that that going into the third period, and the Islanders scored three goals in the third period, and they had the. They would have had the lead because I don't think Sorokin would have given up all two uh, two those two big goals. I think Sorokin's going to be a stud. Uh, I, I, I think it was a big mistake. I think the Islanders made a mistake, and it could have cost them an uh, opportunity uh, to to win this series. I think because of this game, I there's a, there could be a good chance that they lose. And and so and let's be honest, Vlamov played like in the first period, which lost them that the game. He played like bogey doo doo, right, he, Arrow? He played like crap. Okay, no, he played well I, after after that, but the game was over. The game was over after that. So the way the Penguins were playing defense in that game. So I, I just think, it, it to me, these last two games is, is really the blame goes to Barry Trotz. This was he, his played, he played like Alexander Georgiev starting six games in a row like crap. That's yeah, what he played. It was horrible. And I think yeah. I, 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 I'm telling you right now, if he played, if he plays Volamov in game number four, I am going to be Effing pissed. I think you should go to the game. I uh, think you should go because here's the thing. If Varlamov's starting and they lose, you get a head start on meeting Trotz in the yard. What are you kidding me? I'm going to jump <laughs> over the You'll back. meet him in the parking lot. You get a head start. I'm going to choke Trotz. That's what I'm going to say. That's what right. is wrong with you? That's right. And I tell you this. Don't call me for bail. <laughs> I just, That's I, why you brought Lyle how with do you. you. How, do you get, <laughs> how do you have a rookie stud goaltender? How do you do that and, and not play him? Knowing that he won game number one for you in overtime, it doesn't make I, I, sense. It didn't make sense to me. But and and you know what the crazy thing is is that we even saw it last year, right? So he pulled Varlamov out because Varlamov was hurt, and he put Grice in, right? So and Grice won a game, mm-hmm. correct? Grice won a game last year. We all knew Varlamov was the better goalie. Grice won game seven against the Flyers. I yeah, I understand that, Speedy, but we all knew Varlamov was healthy. 
going into game one against Tampa. We knew that going in, and he still started t- Grice because Grice won him game seven. So in the end, if Sorokin won him game one, why are you pulling the guy that won sense. you the first game? It doesn't make sense. This you see what I'm saying? That, that doesn't make sense. I am upset. I am upset. I know you're very upset. I'm it's upset a- because not because the Islanders didn't play hard and they didn't earn even played it, extremely hard. They, they they tried to beat the living crap out of the Penguins, and that's what the Islanders need to do to beat the Penguins. But get under their Sidney Crosby and Malkin skin. But but what? the thing is, Crosby gives it back though. That's yeah. the thing though. It's yeah. annoying. I'm upset. Well, the NHL wants Sidney Crosby to win this series. Okay, that's what they of want. You know, they want to see they want to see Pittsburgh versus. That's Washington. why I call him Cross Bitch. That's yeah. why I call him they, Cross. They really want to see Pittsburgh. I take versus, him on my team. Let me let me just point they, that out. They want to they want to see Pittsburgh versus Washington. Ovechkin versus Cross. Oh no. I don't know. They about do. That. Yeah, they, they do. do. They no, do. they lo- do, I say that too, but to have it at Retro Six in Boston, they love Boston. They do, but Boston. Josh, every they year, love Boston. Every year, what is the most the Wednesday night primetime game? The most yeah. one is Penguins Capitals all the time. Yeah. They love that. I understand that, and I get that. But do Boston has one of the biggest followings in hockey, a much bigger following than the Capitals do. Dude, it's an original six team as well. They'll take the Bruins over any of those teams any day. That's just a fact because there are historical ways about them. Dude, you don't think right now that they're loving every fact that the Maple Leafs are playing the Canadians right now? Oh, sure. That the, the ratings are going through the roof in Canada right now? I mean, come on. It's an original <laughs> six thing. That's what it is. Forget that it was Crosby. We've seen Crosby and Ovechkin in the playoffs a billion times. They'll take an original six historical team like the Bruins in a city like Boston with a huge market over any of that. I'm just, and again, going back to it, going back to what I was saying, I, and I, we can, we can go back and forth on it. I think it really, it really upsets me. Nothing with the penalty calls and listen, that's the, that's the game. The referees are going to call it the way they want to call it. If, if they're they're on the penguin side, Oh, well then play harder. Okay. But, but, but to me, what really bothers me is that the Islanders had a very good – if the Islanders put Sorokin in this game, he wouldn't have given up two goals in that period. They would have won the game. They would have won this game. Uh, and and I, I just I, – I think Barry Trotz screwed up. He really, really screwed up on this. And he better clean this up, and he better put Sorokin in because if he don't, the Islanders are going to be – I don't think the Islanders win another yeah, game in the series. Right. I don't you think they win another. I don't think they win another uh, game in this series. By the way, I mean, shout out to Ben. Shout, shout out to Ben in the comments. I'm not bailing you out either. <laughs> and then I will tell you this. Really bailing quick. who out? What are you talking about? Uh, out of I'm jail. Going that hypothetical you were talking about earlier. I, you know, of course, I would help bail you out. You know, but anyway, um, it would be you know. But again, he'll probably yell at me on the show the next week, even if I bail him out of jail. It doesn't matter. So that's how appreciative he is. But besides that. Listen, we blame, you could blame the referees all you want. And look, the Rangers, played the, the Rangers played the Kings in the 2014 Stanley Cup. There were um, – Speedy knows this. There were a million blown calls against the Rangers. So do I. I, I, did, I didn't so. sit there blaming the referees for the losses. Dude, the Rangers shouldn't have let up the freaking goals at the end of the game. Yeah. Play harder. Mm-hmm. Don't be soft. The referees – okay, was there goalie interference in game one? Mm-hmm. Absolutely there was. Is that why the Rangers lost? No, they were up five to three with five minutes to go in the third period, and they give yeah. up two goals, and they give up a going overtime because Dan Gerard don't know how to skate all of a sudden. And that was when they actually had a talented defensive That's team. That's why they lost. In comparison you to now, you're blaming something that is out of 
everybody's hands, the players' hands, the coaches' hands, the fans' hands. Mm-hmm. You it's like Arrow said, you have to go twice as hard. Mm-hmm. The Rangers didn't lose that Stanley Cup because the referees screwed them. They lost because they choked it in games. Mm-hmm. That's the facts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, everybody always used to ask me, oh, man, the referees. My friend Matt used to tell me all the time, I still hate the referees for that series. They were, I said, bro, the rate, the. I said, dude, the Rangers were up 5-3 to three in game one with five minutes left to go. They go two goals in the goal and three minutes into overtime. They lost because they couldn't handle the pressure at the last few minutes of the game. Okay, that's why they lost. Mm-hmm. It's not because the referees. Did the referees screw them? Yes. Am I blaming the whole game on the refs? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic here. Dan Girardi, the referees didn't make Dan Girardi turn the puck over in overtime. Yeah. Okay? So let's call it what it is. Okay, the referees didn't make Varlamov's skill set disappear and give up five goals in a game at home. Right. It's just that just you gotta understand that, man. It's you you can win the refs all you want. Who gives a shit, man? Just win your freaking games. Mm-hmm. And I and agree. And I'm, and, I, I, and I'm an Islander fan. So I, I yeah, I'm sorry to hear. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I'm not sorry to hear for, for a Ranger fan, that's for sure. Oh, but, trust me, we suck dick. I know that, uh, but I'm not gonna... <laughs> What a word. Anyways, uh, that's well, it. Well, listen, what do you want me to say? We're not good. Yeah, I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're going. I told you, what, Speedy, what did I say? What five did I say? Five years away. That, five years. No, no, no. I this year, uh, Last year, I said they were five years okay, away. They're, they're, this year is the fourth year, so they're three years away from being a good team. That's where I, I think they that. are. And, that's and, and the thing is, and really quick, before we end, I'm not going to say, and we've talked about this, I'm not going to say whether Chris Drew is good or not, because none of us know. We don't know. None of us know. And I will tell you this. John Davidson was hired as president of hockey operations. The first thing that already came up for one of his coaches that he wants to hire, who do you think it was? Ports. Ha! You're funny. David Quinn. Hmm. Okay? So guess what that leads me to believe? That if Davidson stayed here next year, David Quinn would have been back. Hmm. Great. That would have been a wonderful idea. Let's bring back that idiot. That's all I got to say about that. Messier. That's all I got to say. Would you stop? Which <laughs> <laughs> coaches? I'll take Trotz, and you can take Mark Messier since you got a hard. The Islanders him. aren't getting rid of Barry Trotz. Okay, they, but you're the same. Mark Messier they might. I do believe Mark Messier would have played Sorokin in the third period. <laughs> I, will, I do. Here we go. I do. You would have, I, I got to tell you something. I tell you this. Mm. If Mark Messier ever gets hired as the Islanders head coach, you'll never hear from Lyle ever again. You'll never hear from he. You should have heard what he said in the car when I told him you said that. Speedy, what did he say? What did What did I say? What, what did he? What did what he, he said? Messier should be the head coach of the should, Rangers. What should. did Lyle say in the car, Speedy? Yeah, he said he would lose himself. <laughs> he him. said it was a. It would be a terrible idea if the Rangers hired Messier. Oh, I can't wait. I you hope I hope he gets hired because I'm telling, not, you, dude, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he is perfect. He is perfect for the Rangers, dude. Nobody's perfect because he's never done anything. Okay, this, as a coach, he's okay. never done anything. How do we know he's perfect? How do we know what Chris Drury is? Because How do we to know me, because to me, the guy, know. because the guy, you gave it to Chris Drury, so you might as well give it to a rookie coach. Chris okay, Drury so doesn't look, know his ass from his tailbone. Yes, he's like if he could stick a stick Drury, up his ass. No, but Drew, he actually was an assistant, and he was in the front office. So he actually knows how salary caps work, how negotiations work. He worked under Davidson. He worked under Gordon. 
He worked under those guys for the last five years. Peter Laviette. Uh, uh, Peter Laviette. behind the benches. He was Peter, a player. Peter Laviette got his first job with the Islanders. How how good did, was he as a head coach as a rookie? Oh, coach? I thought he was a great head coach for the Islanders. Uh, okay. Okay. All right, fired. and he was a and he was a rookie head coach. Okay. okay. I've seen a, I have seen a lot of good rookie coaches. How did Scott Gordon well. do for the Islanders? What do you mean, Scott Gordon? How did Scott Gordon do for the Islanders? Scott Gordon was shit. Okay. Well, and remember, everybody said, oh, he's the next big thing. They all said he was the next big thing. He was pure trash. Uh, Galad's a great hire for why? Because he did very well for Vegas? Is he's that why? Well, he, set the, he set the standard in Florida. He did well for Vegas. Oh, give me a break. Oh, we ben. all Listen, I'm not going on a rookie coach again. I can't do this again. Ben also this says Lemieux needs, over Messi. This team, needs a, this team needs a kick in the ass. Just like Tom Thibodeau did coming in, they need a veteran coach. Telling this you. team needs a swift kick I'm in the I'm telling air. you, Messier becomes the coach. They'll be even a faster pace of being a good team. Oh, so I'm, gonna t- I'm just telling you. I'm uh, telling you. Ben also says Lemieux over Messier as an overall player. Yes, we agree to agree with that, I would said. imagine. I, I don't agree because Mario Lemieux is very good at building teams. I, I don't know if he would be – he's not a player's coach. He's, Did he do something with the Penguins? I, I, what happened? Isn't he like the – GM or the president? He's of the, the owner. Yeah, he's in the Penguins. He's front the office. owner. Yeah, he's, he's the, the owner. So why would he want to be the coach? No, but I'm just saying, if he if he was oh. a coach, okay, I, I don't think he would be a good coach because he's not a he's nice a guy. Great coach, by the way, Sullivan. He's great not a great freaking coach. He's not a Mike good. Sullivan's a great freaking coach. Oh, okay, well, I'm telling <laughs> you right now, if they that would be a joke. Okay, that would be a joke. Lyle, you know what's a joke? I'm going to tell you what a joke is. The joke is when you when you call up a show and you say. The first thing you say that the reason why the Islanders lost the game was oh, because boy. of bad, co- I mean bad play calling, a, a bad referee calls. Okay, I, I'm just saying that was a. Joke. You're not going to the game anymore now, Sonny Boy. Oh, now well. you're out. You're on the outs. That's oh, well. it. Errol's gonna, go, gonna go to the game and sit ten rows behind Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are nuts. You guys are nuts. I'm sorry, but uh, come on. Now. I think Mark Messier would be the perfect fit. Would for you Rangers. St- get over Speedy, it? Speedy, would he not be? I, I wouldn't mind it. I don't hate. I don't love it either way. But I don't know. I'm, I, I'm in see, between you guys. Speedy, who do you want as your coach? You've never even told us. I said Claude Julian is who I would want. So you see, you want Julian. I want Gallant. You want Messier. The point is, two Ranger fans want. But look at what Tom Thibodeau did as a veteran coach. Right? He came in, set a culture, kicked these guys in the ass. Where said, did he? Where work. did he come? Where did he come from? He came from the Knicks. Okay. And where did Mark Messier come from? Oh, my God, dude. Thibodeau was a coach with the Knicks. We're, Messier was a player. He never coached. Mark Messier. It's different, man. He is a hockey player. He was. That's fine. So was Wayne Gretzky. Did Wayne Gretzky coach well? First of all, he was put on a crappy Phoenix Sun, a Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix he wanted the job. Okay, yeah. And, and what, you think the Rangers are good right now? I've seen a lot of good co- A lot of good players become good coaches. You think the Rangers are good right now? I think Mark Messier would change the outcome of them, yeah. So you, don't think, so you think Gallant wouldn't do anything for the Rangers? I didn't say that. I, I said, I said, I, I think Mark Messier would be the better fit. That's what the I only think. guy I really don't want the Rangers. Listen, if they hire Messier, clearly, then I have to believe in the fact that they believe in him. What am I going to say as a fan? Like, if I argue it to no end, it's not going to get. I anywhere. am an Islander fan, and if Mark Messier gets oh, hired, I know that. if if Mark Messier got hired from from the Rangers, I'd be very excited for the Ranger fans. I'd be very I think excited. I, listen, if they hire. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Drew is going to I know I've met Mark Messier more than numerous times. I've met Messier before. That guy is not only a nice guy, he's a a fan, he'll be a player's coach. The guy knows hockey. The guy knows hockey. Maybe look, maybe he'll get an interview. He's getting an interview. 
He absolutely is. He might. I'm telling you. And look, if, if Drury believes in him, then that's where they're going to go. Didn't Drury play with him? I think no. he did. Didn't no, he, Drury signed. It was like four years after he retired. Mm. Yeah. 2008, yeah, I, I was uh, The year after he decided to 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 steal a win from the Rangers in the playoffs. Well, Chris Drewey got screwed when he signed with the Rangers because Daniel Briere was supposed to join him and Briere right. at the last yep. game. Another guy that I knew very well, Chris Drewey, I knew very well. I actually, when we were kids, I actually played hockey with him. So he's I, a very serious, listen, he's a very serious guy. Yeah, he's, he's very serious. He's I, no name. I'm not guy. a, I'm not a big fan of Chris Drewey. Okay, so well, because he works for the Rangers, so you're not a fan. No, of I never liked Chris Drury. But why though? What made I, I heard he's I, a very nice guy. I played, I played hockey against him. Okay, so I'm not a big fan of him. I mean, you also got into a fight with Rick DPA. Oh, so. me and Rick DPA. <laughs> you're, you're on the you're on the shit list for a lot of people. No, I I have. You I've, also hated in Ireland because you hate Conor McGregor. Uh, yeah, well, that was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've I, I had good relationships with a lot of NHL players, so I, I've oh I've always had. Drewy, what I've heard about Drewy is he's just a he's a very 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 serious guy. Yeah. He he takes everything he does seriously. He's a douchebag. So. That's well, listen. Hey, listen, if he's a douchebag but makes my team better, I'll take the douchebagginess. I'm going to tell you right now, that was <laughs> the worst mistake the, the Rangers made was hiring him. I'm going to tell you that right now. That was you, the you worst You don't know mistake. anything about anyone. I don't, I don't, I don't have to. If you're, really? you're going to hire a rookie GM and you're not going to hire Mark Messier, oh. good luck on that. Okay, so he's Chris Drury was a subpar player. Tomar Messi, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. For, he was an assistant for eight years with Ooh. the Rangers. He was the GM of the Hartford of the Hartford Wolfpack. Ooh. You know, Steve Eisenman. Steve Eisenman had the same job. Steve Eisenman, who was also by he's the way Steve an assistant Eisenman. GM for years in Detroit, hired in Tampa, was a rookie GM. Steve Eisenman oh, is one of the greatest. That, right? Steve Eisenman is one of the greatest centers to ever play the game. To Chris That's Drury, who is him, one of Drew the most Drew. overrated American-born players oh, to ever play the God, game. Overrated. Oh. I haven't heard this one before. Let me go to sleep. I'll wake up every time you say overrated for Drury. I'll make uh, up. All million. right, all right. So let's let's just go to Chris <laughs> Drury's numbers because I'm going to show you that Chris Drury is a te- okay. he was a terrible player. You, I never Drury. said he was a great player. He was a terrible. Player. Overrated to say here, he was a here. Eight, almost 900 games, almost 900 games, 255 goals, 360 assists, and 615 points. Yeah, he was a great player. Then let's I go. Let, let, I never, first off, see, now I'm going to take your words. You're putting words in my mouth. I never said he was Mark a great Messier, player. Mark Messier, 1,700 games, 694 really goals, 1,193. Absolutely. I'm going to hire Mark Messier, who's been more of a successful player in the NHL, to a Chris Drury who's done experience. shit. Who's done shit. What experience? He's never he's never run an NHL team. He what are you doesn't have, dude, he's been in the office for eight years. Oh, my he's God, and he's taking over the New York. York Rangers from okay. John Davidson. You know what? Hold on. If you're going to sit here and tell me that Chris Drury was the best player, best guy for the job, you're yes, on drugs. You're coach, on you know? drugs. Okay, you will, yes, you'll take Drury. You'll take Drury as a GM over Mark Messi as a coach. Yeah, okay, that's smart. Hold on a second. Time out. That's smart. I'm going to ask. I want to ask me this. Speedy, did I ever say I didn't want Mark Messier? Did I ever you say sound I didn't like want it? You've implied it. You okay, sound I implied like it, but did I ever say I didn't want him? Not directly, no, but you implied no. it. No, listen, and I said it before five minutes ago. If they hire Mark Messier, then I have to believe that there's something about him that the Rangers like, and I have to go with it. It is what it is. I can't, I can't stand do anything about it, dude. I'm a fan. I'm. It, it's all I Watch. can do. Three years, Drury will be fired. Remember I said that. Listen, that's fine. 
That's if I'm even here in three years. Three, you'll be here. <laughs> you'll, you'll be here. here. You'll be here, and I, I'm telling you right now, Chris Drury will Chris Drury will not last as the GM for the New York Rangers. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys know that he is not going to be good for the Rangers. I'm telling you right now. So remember, I said that. That's all. That's it, guys. Uh, long show, four hour show almost. It's but it was good. It was a really really good show. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to I Jeff. Thank you, Jeff, for. Uh, being Jeff, uh, Lyle, uh, thank you for coming on and uh, giving and throwing your two cents out. I really appreciate it. I think uh, quality show, really good show, good banter. We we put a lot of stuff. I, I, I mean, you put it, the headliner as Tony Larusa. Who cares about Tony Larusa? I mean, I'm ser- I'm so sick and tired of hearing about. Wait, that. who put that as the headliner? No, Speedy, but because we didn't really talk. We about didn't it get to it again. I, I didn't oh, want to get. No, I didn't want to. I honestly, I didn't got to it yesterday. I, honestly, I didn't want to get to it. I, there's nothing to talk about. What is there to talk about? We got to it at the end of the show yesterday. There's nothing to talk about. The guy's a moron. That's it. I mean, I was a ter- dude. It was. A, I said it was a terrible they, fire the moment they did it. I don't know about terrible because they're the number no, one team I mean, in the division. No, he's so outdated with the game, man. He's still number one team in the division. Never him anymore. If they win again, if if they win, if the Chicago White Sox goes to the World Series, is it a terrible hire? Well, then look, that justifies it, right? No, I'm just asking you. If Chicago no, goes I, to the World think, Series, okay. Listen, I think he's so past what this game is for him that clearly he doesn't see how the players are today. Dude, he's so used to managing guys like Scott Rowland and Jim Edmonds and and all these guys that are straight arrow guys that that they're very serious guys. Dude, it's not like that in baseball anymore. Uh, it, it's not. These guys are more – dude, they always say the same, right? Let the kids play. Now there's bat flipping, shimmying, guys doing all this stuff. The game is completely different than when he last managed it. That's the point. It's past what he's done. Wow. And the fact that he's got his clubhouse now against him within the first month and a half of the season in the first year of his – of his managerial experience is a train wreck. Well, Ben, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Lyle Tavares is concussion, concuss, conscious, uh, conscious and communicating. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm tired, but I, uh, Ben, I hope you enjoyed the show. Keep tuning in. Uh, we have, I like this Ben kid. He's the Wisconsin fan, right? Speedy. Yes. I like this guy. He's a good guy. Good. That's the man maybe, right there. Maybe you should shove his, shove your head up his ass. You know? Oh, I could shove his head, but I think you're still looking, you're still sticking uh, Jeff's nuts in your mouth. So I don't stick anybody's nuts in my mouth. Thank you very much. Um, by the way, I hope everybody had a good time. Uh, we'll be back next week, Wednesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. As you guys know, uh, we'll have some special guests next week uh, on Thursday. We're going to have Mark and uh, what's his name? And no, Mark will come on. And what's his name again? (laughs) Who's his partner on that show? Oh, Gerard. Gerard. Why do you sit there with this? Like you're not you don't know your ass from your tailbone. I can. uh, Ben says I can stick my foot up it, but you got to find it. That's what he (laughs) said. Well, thank you, Ben. I oh, like sure. that one. That was funny. Well, good. Now you can she hang out. on Ben's part. Mm, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says amputee problems. Right, Hashtag amputee, amputee okay. problems. Okay. Amputee. I got you, man. Uh, shout out to Ben. Shout yes. out to all the fans that listen to us uh, throughout the country, throughout the world. I hope everybody enjoyed the show. We gave you an extra hour, so uh, I, I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed it. I'm going to get a lot of emails tomorrow. Uh, it's it. I I love what we do, and and the banter on our show it definitely is for fans and and for fans to really get involved with the conversation. Uh, you guys just got to understand and work on when somebody talks, not to 
hover over each other because it, it definitely can get, you know, when you have two other guys and you two talking over each other, you can't really hear the conversation. So that's something that definitely needs to, we need to work on. But besides that, uh, Ben says, I'll be back. Nice. Um, yeah. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Um, I guess that's it. Um, we will be back uh, next week. Listen to the Weekend Crunch on the LI News Radio. If you're not here in Long Island, listen to on 103.9, the FM dial. Uh, you can listen to on iHeartRadio. Go to iHeartRadio, LI News Radio. Me, Josh, and Speedy, the Weekend Crunch on the FM dial. It's a great show. If you guys love banter and you love these shows, you will love that show. It's it's definitely it's all the sports crunched in to two hours on the FM dial. So it's it's a great show. Um, again, we'll be up. Back, we'll be back Wednesdays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. That will mean next week we'll be back. Um, I guess uh, you guys have anything to say before we go? Yeah, shout out to Ben for listening. Listen, the whole show, all four hours, and definitely one of the craziest shows I've been a part of. And uh, Jeff and Lyle, if you guys ever ever do get being uh, homeboys, as you call it, I'd love to see how that uh, interaction ends up working. Homeboys, <laughs> it will last a day, no longer, no more than that. I I would agree with you. Because Jeff, Jeff doesn't like anybody. So that's Man, it. Yeah, he has said that. Mm. And also, in regards to talking, we, that will all get straightened out. Speedy and I will get that cleaned up and everything mm. like that. But we know it will get much better for sure. That's it, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, this is Errol Marks, Speedy Petey, and Josh Silverberg saying good night. Have a great weekend and stay out of trouble. And by the way, stay away from Speedy's foot. Good night, everybody. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.